to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, November 26th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for calling 702-586-7857. We got some lines still open if you want to call in and talk some offseason, talk some Geneva Supercross coming up this weekend, talk about Paris, talk about what you had for Thanksgiving, whatever it is, give us a call, and uh, we're welcome to uh, to take your call. Packed studio tonight, looking forward to uh, talking a lot about what's uh, going on in other parts of the sport other than Supercross and Motocross, and maybe get some education as well. Uh, from those people, uh, btosports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension and engines, vortex racing, gear alloy, roost MX, vertex pistons, X brand goggles, Michelin star cross five, Maxima USA, FMF works connection, Atlas neck brace, W wheels, guts racing, get data, pro filter, Honda world, Downey ride engineering, OGO and motorcycle, uh, industry jobs.com all on board with us tonight. Sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com. You can use the codes to say, you can go there, read about our partners, and uh, like I said, save some money as well. So please do that. We have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment tonight. The X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs special edition uh, coming tonight. We have the Gear Alloy Cold Call. We have uh, Race Tech Rant as well. I, I'm not that mad about anything right now, but I'll think about it. I was really mad about last week's show about nobody wanting to eat anywhere outside of the hotel restaurant in Paris, despite being in the best city in the world for food. It's what you get when you rely on riders. Uh, and uh, so we'll, we'll work into something uh, tonight. Uh, Tyler Bowers will join us later. Tyler Bowers will join the show to talk about privateer life for 450 Supercross again and racing in Germany, racing in Paris uh, as well. Uh, we have our Patreon as well. If you want to go there, support the uh, cause. Patreon, you get early access to podcasts. You get a free T-shirt. You get some stickers, uh, all that kind of cool stuff at Patreon.com. Pulpamex app also. Go there. Check out the app, and uh, you get access to all of the shows, all of the archives. You can search any name you want. You can search Andrew Short's name, and all the podcasts I did with Andrew Short will come up on there. Uh, also, too, we have uh, merch pulpamex.com click the shop tab uh shirts and hats we just added a shirt that the folks from fly racing made us so you can order one of those we've been selling a ton of those lately for the holidays shirts and hats and uh all there with shipping prices and everything else and amazon banner if you go to pulpamex.com you want to help the show uh click on the amazon banner uh widget i should say on pulpamex.com Takes you to Amazon, make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. Uh, we're going to do our Fly Racing Stand Draw, Work Stand Draw tonight that we had last week. We're going to give away some Maxima, some Pro Filter, uh, Vortex, Vertex uh, giveaway, a Ride Engineering, uh, Cyber Monday, Black-30 is the code to save. So you have about six more hours on the Pacific to save with Black-30, Cyber Monday at Ride Engineering as well. Thanks to those guys. A lot of our guys have cyber deals happening. 
So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and let's get into it here. Uh, like I said, full-packed studio. Uh, looking forward to talking uh, rally life. We'll talk some Supercross uh, with a couple of interesting guys uh, that are doing it, as well as uh, a longtime Moto Media guy that uh, sh- dropped in as well, and uh, we'll talk to him also uh, off-road. Off-road guys, a big off-road show tonight, and... Uh, yeah, that's not my specialty, so you'll have to pardon me if, if I screw anything up. Uh, first up uh, in studio here, uh, he is former factory Honda rider, former factory KTM rider, Supercross winner, Supercross uh, uh, legend, motocross, Andrew Short. What's up, Shorty? How are you, man? Yeah, stoked to be here. I've uh, been training for Dakar out in Pahrump, which yeah. isn't far from here. And uh, last weekend, you uh, you hit me up. I said, hey, man, we're going to be in, in town, and so I'm happy to be here and yeah. check it out. The uh, new place is nice, man. Thank really you. nice. Appreciate it. We're still coming along. We still have some ways to go. But, ah, you know. I'm impressed. Uh, thanks to everybody. Are we on Facebook yet? Are we on Facebook? Facebook Live on RacerX. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, also in studio, he won a stage at Dakar. He is a high-des local. He's a factory Honda Dakar rider, rally rider, I should say. Ricky Brabeck. What's up, man? How are you? You. Oh, good. How about you? Thanks for coming by. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, Shorty dragged you here. No, he just asked me if I wanted to come, oh, okay. and I said, I said, yeah. You know, Kiefer's been trying to get me here oh, for yeah. forever, forever. Yeah, and uh, I'm finally here. So yeah. thank you. No, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Again, we'll talk some rally. I don't really know what's going on. I'll, I'll try not to talk to Shorty too much about like motocross and supercross. <laughs> He's left that behind. Uh, uh, also here, uh, Moto Media guy forever for Dirt Rider, among other things. Uh, he is also a rally specialist and off-road guy. Jimmy Lewis. What's up, Jimmy? How are you, man? Uh, great, actually. Oh, hold on. Mic's down. Um, there we go. Yep. Check. One, two. There we go. All right. Come back. Gave you some gain. Yeah. So um, just out here uh, working with uh, Ricky and Andrew doing some training and uh they told me they're coming in so i uh tagged tagged along i want to nice. check out your set setup yeah and see, you know see how things are working right how's you know, your ve- how's your venture going uh what is it again it's dirt bike test dirt bike test dirt bike test yep. it's just four dudes in their spare time kind of goofing around uh-huh. um writing about motorcycles uh, product testing and stuff like okay that. so it's uh it's um kind of what i was doing at dirt rider yep. forever yep. and I managed to get escorted out of that uh, operation, and uh, <laughs> so I, I I love doing that stuff. Yeah. So luckily, um, what you able... really love doing is riding a dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's how do I support my bad habit? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, also in studio, a regular co-host here, no longer wrenching, but he got a 450 Daytona Supercross win. Tony Berluti. What's up, Berluti? How are you, Mathis? How are you? Thanks for coming yeah, by. Good. Can you believe this guy, Shorty? He wins 450 <laughs> Daytona Supercross with Brayton last year and just hangs up the wrenches again. Uh, yeah. That's it. Hey, so tell me, how come nobody <laughs> how come nobody went out with you on Paris Deep? I don't know, Berluti. You didn't, you didn't get no... Um uh, baguettes or anything? No baguettes, no crepes. Oh my god! No bear claws. No, no, no bear claws. I'm in Paris, and none of these riders want to go anywhere for dinner but the hotel restaurant. Lame. And I went, I went on for it for 15 minutes last week. I'm just like, I can't, what? Like I'm like, hey Brayton, like sun, like Saturday night. No Sunday, the race is over. It's 6:30 at night, so it's still early. Brayton, let's go out and grab a good dinner. Bring freeze if you want. Uh, McAdoo, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. No. No. Huh. Oh, you want to eat another club sandwich at the hotel? Yeah. Another what? club sandwich? What You're happened to the party after me. the race? Dude, it's over. It doesn't yeah, they happen used to anymore. do that every year. Oh, it was like, in me it's... as a sheltered kid, right. it was like a highlight of the trip. You know, <laughs> you go to Bercy and afterwards, Dude, the last night. Once, oh, yeah. once yeah. Chad and GL 
hung it up. That was my last year there. <laughs> That's it. There's no more yeah. parties. It's Eric, really weird. Eric used to take his I, out. Dude, yeah. There's yeah. no. I mean, honestly, really good. Yeah. maybe the freestyle guys are doing it, and maybe Anderson is doing a sneaky side party, but <laughs> like, there's no talk of it. There's no tours. There's no party hey, yeah i feel like the riders back then they would part you know geo yeah, yeah, reed and then yeah. remember renner he was out of hand yeah, like the yeah. freestyle guys now it's like everyone's so professional and Dude, all i want to do dimension. is go get a fucking crepe but and no one would leave <laughs> 50 feet within the hotel like just like nah hey it's bad when the freestyle guys don't go out <laughs> right, something's right, not right, right in the world that the freestyle guys are so i don't want to recap that it was all 30 right, minutes last right. week i think uh the guy in the corner might might shut my mics off speaking of which producing the show holding it down taking your phone calls he's over there in the corner Jarvis marks what's up marks this begs the question why do i not have control or capabilities to turn your mic off yeah i know i know this I, is ridiculous I, well, you, you could literally just reach down and pull one of those cords um thank you for that uh so geneva supercross coming up this weekend uh we'll get more into it later barsha osborne seeley brayton mookie freeze ferrandez plessinger it's a good lineup for Geneva. You've, have you done Geneva? Yeah, a couple yeah, times. Good, times. Good race. Yeah, fun race. So uh, we'll talk more about that uh, as we get into it. But so, Shorty, the big news with you came out last week. You are doing, in 2019, you were doing the Works Series and Rally. What the hell are you doing? Aren't you retired? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I am. It's like the <laughs> hobby for me. <laughs> I love to ride, you know? So yeah. for me, this is a crazy adventure, and Rally is is super rad i love the people the atmosphere um how professional it is it's kind of like a cross between like the moto gp professionalism mm-hmm. and how much it costs to go race it's mind-blowing how much they spend in terms of budget and whatnot yeah. and then it's just pure raw racing and uh the the riders it's they're unreal so for me it's i like the vibe and all that and to go race works next year it sounded fun they asked me about it and so it was their idea it was rockstar husky's idea yeah no more, more husky here in okay. the u.s now yep. my my deal was only through austria mm-hmm. in europe and i had nothing to do with the people okay. here in the u.s so yeah. it was even really tough so just timmy to, wygant comes up and says yeah so it was a cool opportunity and half moto the, half desert keeps some intensity in my riding and how many rallies are you do five or six or something a year yeah, yeah. i mean sometimes the schedule comes out and there's they're a long list but then like uh qatar this year you couldn't get in nobody went you know because there was issues okay uh sometimes in south america the race is on the next thing you know there's some political something and you're not going there so (laughs) i've learned that it's not like the ama supercross schedule so but you can do both you're gonna be able to do both and not not conflict and not miss it no maybe one race here i think one race it it conflicts uh work series is making a bit of a comeback jimmy you probably know more than than even shorty or i like they were really high back in the day with with rhino and all that it was going on it dipped it seems like it's It's, entries are up they they kind of bounce around it's one of those things where you know it it was big when they especially when they had a lot of motocrossers coming over so somebody like shorty coming into that it's it it motocross there's like this motocross nucleus and Mm -hmm. everybody is paying attention to that and then there's this off-road series and and off-road guys, when we're out riding and just trail riding, we talk about what's going on in motocross. We talk yeah. about what's going on in supercross. And and then, you know, when, when some of these series get some high-profile riders in motocrossers specifically yep. out to them, it really seems like it, um, you know, it boosts, boosts the series. And now they've got, you know, there's, a, there's really good racing at those things. And I'm not super – I don't really keep up on that uh-huh. stuff because well, I'm ma- retired too. <laughs> maybe it was Berlut. Weren't we – 
didn't you know somebody from works and said the entries are up and things are humming along with works? Was that you? Oh, I, I don't think it was me. Oh, okay. All right. Somebody I know, I know they got those side-by-sides. And that's big for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they were catering right. to them, but I think next year they're going to completely right. separate them or something. Yeah, so. I think they've sold that part of the series, and now they're going to try to get back to the roots like what you said before. Yeah. And yeah. Like uh, when Rhino and Caselli, and, and I think Ricky knows quite a bit about it as well, but they're going to add some more single track uh-huh. and a pro section to it. And Okay. Uh, so it's half moto, half right. off-road, and seems like cool blend and bray back for you put your mic a little bit closer to your mouth uh besides rally besides winning at the stage at the car which we all know you for and besides wearing x brand which we all know you for on the show uh you're hair and hand cha- hair and hound champion also right yeah correct so are you kind of so you're do is this series like shorty with works where nothing conflicts and you can do both series and honda's cool with that um you know i i think we have to just sit and wait for the rally schedule to come out okay but, like, um, like what Shorty was saying. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, normally the Heron Hounds are earlier on in the in the season when okay. rally doesn't really start up till August. You know, from uh-huh. August until October, we're busy. You mm-hmm. know, every other weekend, yeah. somewhere else racing, and uh, that that's like uh, the Heron Hound summer break. So, um, you know, you have a really good opportunity to yeah. to win a championship in Heron Hounds and make all the rallies. Heron Hound. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't correct me if I'm wrong here. I could be wrong. Heron Hound, like a slower version of, or a faster version of GNCC, slower version of Works. There's ribbons through a forest. Like it's more wooded. Is am I am I off base here? What, what is Heron Hound? Oh, Heron Hound. Heron Hound is hundred miles. I mean, there's no ra- actual rabbits involved. Hundred mile desert race. <laughs> you, you just go outside your house here, go about two okay. miles up well, there to the, the desert. What's the between Works and Heron Hound then? So so Works is a combination of motocross and off road. Okay. It's like mixing motocross and off road. It's like kind of like a, okay. a Grand Prix. It's funny because there's all these different things. So yeah. So GNCC is predominantly yep. back I got east. GNCC. See, I did some of those. Yep. There's a plaque over there. I got fifth at one <laughs> yeah. in the industry class, so I'm very familiar with GNCC. So, oh. so, so Heron Hound is is full on. It's desert racing. Oh. It's almost like rally, but rally is all done with map books okay, so and was, navigation. Yep. And Heron Hound's probably a little bit slower, yep. but more technical. Marked course ribbon, 100 miles bomb start. Okay. So it's like a motocross start, but there's 100 people on the line instead of just 20 or 40. Okay. And, you know, bomb run. To and so the... works is more moto-ish, yeah. like slower sections a little bit yeah. here and there. Yeah. I'd get smoked if I raced Heron Hound against Ricky. <laughs> like, if you don't grow up in the desert yeah. and yeah. you don't know how to read the terrain yeah. and... Uh, I mean, you guys ridden out here in the desert. It's, well, it's crazy. Does. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I stick to moto, but Berlute, yeah. Berlute rides. I get smoked, um, and uh, it's pretty dangerous as well, too, because okay. it's not like in rally you have most of the dangers marked, and these guys, they just send well, it they, out, they, so. they try to mark them. Yeah. They do the best they can to mark them on you know on the course, but if you're right. a little bit off course, you're riding in dust or yeah. whatever. Um, so so you'll, you'll be defending that title? You'll go back to Heron Hound if, the, if everything works out? Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to yep. chase Heron Hounds again. Now you ride like the CRFX thing, the off road Honda for yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna ride the 450DX. 450DX, right? Yeah. Okay, and then obviously for the rally, you have your own deal. So, um, so he's actually a year out from his Heron Hound championship. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. He, he took last year off. Oh, okay. To go, All right. To go do rallies. Great, great facts, I did. Yeah, yeah great, no, great, no worries. Great and now this oh. year, another Honda rider, Kendall Norman, who okay. was another guy who was, you know, has done Baja and different yeah, yeah. things like that, came back out of retirement and. Right. Took the um, championship this year. So I think, Ricky, for you, like, r- you love rally. You've been doing it for a while and everything else. Uh, all of us moto guys, when Shorty got into it, now we're like, yeah, Shorty, that's our guy. We're going to pay attention to rally. Do you find, since he came into it, 
it's a little more questions about it, a little more higher profile, a little more interest in it at all? It, does that help you at all, or is it kind of same old, same old? No, it, it's for sure helped. Um, you know, getting a motocross guy out to uh, the desert. Not is, just a motor, a legend in the sport. <laughs> a legend, legend in the sport yeah. out in the middle of the desert, right. let alone, uh, you know, not just out here, but in yeah. South America. Yeah. It's pretty cool because you don't, I don't, I don't get that uh-huh. vibe from many motocrossers. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. they say, oh, desert guys Dude. are are lame or desert guys are boring blah 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 if you told me a moto guy was going to gncc i'd be like yeah cool we've seen that a bunch uh, going to works okay cool yeah i've seen that a bunch going to road race out bale did it but going to rally racing yeah i mean berluti when you heard shorty was doing rally you're no i thought it was cool but that we in the past gaston rayer there's there's a few guys yeah i guess yeah malarab did yeah you gotta hurt danny laporte I yep. mean, did Laporte do it? Oh, okay. well, Laporte uh, is the most successful American, and I always put uh-huh. an exclamation yeah. or an asterisk next to that because he did it as a French guy. I always tease oh, okay, Danny yeah, about yeah. this. And their French so, license or whatever? Well, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. Laporte, right? right. No, but he, Danny Danny finished second overall in Paris to Dakar, okay. and that's the highest an American yeah. has finished. Right. And and, uh, and he did it. He was racing with Stefan Peter Hansel and, and, and you know, okay. riding the big twin cylinder yeah, bikes yeah. in Africa. I think, is there anything Laporte hasn't done then? <laughs> no, he, he's done, Danny's done right. a lot of it. He's done right. it all. Yeah. Uh, so, Ricky, let me ask you this. So, one of the, one of the first questions I wrote was, "Why are you helping him? He's, rock, right. he's rock star husky. You're Honda. You're the guy that won a stage. I love this. Don't get me wrong. But is there any like you're trying to you know you're, you're practicing with him? You're trying to help him get better. You're no doubt sharing some expertise with Shorty. Is yeah. that is that just the rally life? Is that how rally works? No, it's how Americans work. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, with Rally, yeah. you, like, we're not helping each other, but we're here doing a road bug. You're, like, you're on yeah. your own, you know? It's part yeah. of the adventure. And, and Jimmy helps us with techniques. And, yeah, sure, we say a few things. It's like okay. moto guy sitting on the back of the tailgate, right? And you're like, hey, yeah, do you see me jump that? Oh, yeah, I, uh-huh. I hit that on the left side. There's a little more lip over yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, like, little so. things, but it's not like, I don't know. Okay. It's just nice to have someone to come train with, you know, while, yeah. while we're out in the desert and, and middle prompt the great so, city out there. So, <laughs> so these, these guys are essentially doing hundreds of miles uh, by themselves. You know, they take off and yep. they wait three to five minutes, and then, they, and then the next one takes off. And, and we watch them on trackers. We have satellite tracking. We're yep. watching where they're going. We're giving them map books to practice. And there's, there's, there's no one out there. And sometimes there's a game to following because you, you, you know, sometimes you can follow and learn to navigate off the uh-huh. other guy or, you know, you can outthink them and that we're working on this crazy techniques for navigating. Cause it's so important. Okay. And these guys are riding so fast these days mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll show you later. I'll show you a map book, what a map book. Looks I, no, like. no, I'm a pro on a map book because that <laughs> Anton meal was yeah, that yeah, yeah, Mayo? Yeah. He's awesome. Was in Paris last year with his bike, and he was jumping the finish line with his Dakar bike. Yeah, yeah. Sends and then it. so Osborne knows him, so Osborne takes me over to him. I meet him, and then I'm like, "Hey, what is the deal with this fucking thing on your handlebars?" And he took me through, and he was, and so I got that down. I got yeah. questions about that, but but yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I met the guy. He was really cool. Yeah. Um, but so okay, so it's not so much helping it's 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 just riding with somebody, and you're obviously you just talk, and you guys are buddies, but yeah, it's not like. You know, like riding the, the 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 Honda test track or whatever. It's not like that. Like no. a supercross test track. Yeah, yeah right, no. right, right, right. Um, so, how good is it out here, Ricky, to practice for Dakar? I mean, is it similar? Is it the only place to go to? Is it the best place? I think for for us, um, Prump, uh, just this whole desert out here is really good for us because it's really close for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shorty has to drive a little bit, but. Yep. Um, 
from Texas. For, yeah, twenty hours, <laughs> twenty-four <laughs> hours yeah. or something. Yeah. But a little drive. But in Europe or South America, I mean, there's not as many spots, I guess, to go practice. So okay. we have a big advantage. Uh, we have sand dunes here. Yep. Um, the biggest problem is it's it's an OHV uh, area where everyone can ride, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's a lot of trails. So when you when you see a road book. And you go to South America or you go to Europe to go race. Um, there's not so many trails that just like cross and, okay, yeah, and yeah. Right, right. go every, right. Yeah, every direction. These are actual trails that people ride. And, yeah. yeah. Right. And then the, the navigation here is tricky. I mean, even though Jimmy's trying to make us do uh, penis-shaped road books two times in a row <laughs> and miss waypoints, you know, it's it's yeah. hard enough to stay on the original road book. Yeah to make it right you know, with without the tricks uh so shorty for you you're a year into this thing has it been harder than you thought yeah it's harder than you thought it's harder i thought i would catch on and yep. that motocross supercross you can go to the test track and work on your weaknesses you know uh-huh. if you're not good at starts you go to the track you work work on it dial it all that with rally it's really difficult to practice for one the bikes and to get a road book that's accurate and set up right. and just the conditions you can't just go practice so that was one of my strengths as a racer uh, growing up that i could put the effort in work hard yeah. and, and develop techniques to to be successful right and, and no, rally, one ever, no one ever said like oh hey shorty's not working hard or right. you know yeah, yeah. like you'd just be like hey whatever i need yeah. to do and I wasn't necessarily uh, the fast. I, I didn't learn techniques really quick. Mm-hmm. I had to really you know, work on it and, and develop those and study and analyze it. And eventually I would catch on. So with rally, it's hard for me to adapt really quick. And y- you have to adapt to different scenarios and how the road book's written and all these rules. You know, it's like you have to go in the start at a certain time and all this stuff requires mm-hmm. a lot of experience and I just don't have that. So it's hard for me to do that without getting hurt. Cause if you go balls to the wall and you just say, screw it, I'm just going to send yeah. it and yeah. all that. Oh, it's d- disaster. <laughs> you know? The bike will put you on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I did that a few times, did you know, you, yeah. and oh man, it's, Oh, you told me about that one. You had a big one last. You told me about the yeah, one. Yeah. I've had a few, you, you know, right. and, and so that puts the fear of life in you and I have two kids and yeah. some of these guys like, like Toby Price is my hero, man. You watch yeah. the documentary on that guy, and uh-huh. he's an amazing person. And he was like in my, Anaheim one year, I think. He came. Yeah, to I mean, he was out here it. for Day yep. in the Dirt, or right. he just did Baja One Thousand. He's like Steve McQueen. That guy, oh, is, wow. he's unreal. If yep. you learn his story, and and all these guys are are like that. Um, and like my teammate, you know, he's a great guy. He lives in. Uh, South America, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, "Hey, man, uh, what do I got to do?" You know, yeah. and he's always like, "You got to value your life less." You know, <laughs> you're, you're like, I don't want to value yeah. my life less. <laughs> so you see a rise in the yeah. road or the trail; these guys don't chop the throttle; yeah. they just hold it wide open, and they have great skills. But they play with fire, man. Yeah. And, uh, they live life on edge, and, and, and it's everything. In the rental car, <laughs> with girls. I mean, these guys are yeah, full yeah. gas. Like they're daredevils. Like yeah. They are the true word of, like, a daredevil. Yeah, and daredevil. here I am, like, the square kid. Yeah. And to see them, you know, it's, for me, it's, like, mind-blowing. I go to these places, and I, I my yeah. head's spinning. So that's half the fun, too, you know, uh, is just see how these guys approach right, right. life. and. They always say we're not we're not here for a long time, so we're here for a good time, <laughs> and they live it. <laughs> rally, um, rally life sounds gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and even like you know it's so gnarly that when you come back from the end, the end of the race, they hand you a beer. 
That yeah. never happens yeah, in motocross. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like they appreciate life yeah. and they live it to the fullest. And the team, everybody, you know, they congratulate you whether you got last or first. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, you're safe. You're alive. It's, sounds and a little bit like Alex Ray and Supercross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about we got that. A, we got a call for, for Rick here. Ricky. Uh, it's Rick for Ricky. Rick, what's up, man? Uh, what's your question for Ricky Brabeck? Well, first, I had a little uh, update for you, Steve, on, on the Baja 1000 and Ridgeline Nation. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I've seen that yeah, thing. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, jo- Johnny Campbell uh, and uh, former Indy 500 racer um, raced uh, a Honda Ridgeline yeah. second place in Class 7. And didn't they almost take out that truck head-on when they took yeah. off from the, yeah. from the <laughs> No, I, the, the, yeah, the truck almost took out Johnny's I truck. I saw that highlight. Johnny wasn't driving. Right. That was, oh, okay. the, that was um, yeah. Rossi. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy. I, that's kind of what I had a, a question for these guys. I mean, yeah. I know I'm a former Baja racer, and I've had many a close call down there, and I was wondering uh, if uh, they still have close calls in uh, Dakar because I've never been down there before. Well, that sounds like it, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have close calls, not so much with uh, local traffic, but uh, yeah. just more or less uh, staying on the bike when you're going <laughs> wide open. Yeah, right, There you yeah, go, I man. Just, Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh Ricky, pretend Shorty's not here. Okay, pretend he's not here. How's he doing? Like, oh, how's he doing in, in rally life? Like, how is it going? No, he's doing good. He's you, you're, he's picking it up. You, you, are you impressed with what? I mean, he says he's got a lot to learn, but uh, I I have a lot to learn too. But uh, <laughs> no, Shorty shows like the hard work. You know, he's always calling me, always you know telling me what mm-hmm. when he wants to come train. And uh, no, he he did good. Um, the Peru race, he got third overall got on the podium that's pretty yeah that's pretty rad you know first year getting on the podium at a at a world rally yeah uh, yeah i would say so yeah. it's like it's again it'd be like jmb podium a moto gp so, when he went so over listen to this comment so. so his comment was after the third or fourth day he was leading overall okay he, and he's like i don't even know how this happened <laughs> yeah. that, that was his that was his tweet or his post like i don't even know how this happened yeah. I, know, I know exactly how it happened right right when you look right. back at it but it was like that's the way rally is yeah. it's pretty it's pretty cool where his navigation really played a role and he was never the fastest guy he was the most consistent guy, and all of a sudden yeah. he was that. That ended on the next day because all of a sudden the guys they they went like this. They're like, we're gonna beat that slow guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Berlut like going through the car or any of these rallies, and you're like looking straight ahead, and you're tapped in fourth or fifth or whatever, and then you're looking at this this guidebook, and you're like, oh shit, like a right turn's coming up, like ah, like I, I just. It, it's gnarly, I think, the skill that there's, it would, that would a, take. There's a technique for it. Right. it just, just like anything. Just like if we went to a Supercross track right now, yeah. there's one of us that could ride at this table that could just go out and ride it. They'd jump everything the first lap. Right. That'd be me. That'd yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> I heard, what, 30, 22-foot doubles? What? 22-foot oh, no, doubles? 10-foot double that Mesquite claimed me. I'll, I can case I had, out anything as good I as you, I brain promise. brain fluid leaking from my, from my nose. Uh, Andrew Short, Ricky Brayback, Jimmy Lewis, t- uh, Tony Berluti on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Andrew Short brought to you tonight by Vertex Pistons. Vertex coming stock on the two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna bikes right from the factory. VertexPistons.com founded 65 years ago in a small technical workshop in Italy. We thank the guys at Vertex for making it happen. Whether it's four-stroke, whether it's two-stroke, high compression, GP style, whatever you want, Vertex Pistons will have it uh, for you. Pulpamex Show 18 is the code to save with folks at Vertex. And since Shorty rides a Rockstar Husky... We'll use Vertex for you. They they come stocking Husky two strokes. So, um, speaking of which, Shorty, do you ride a 450 motorbike 
for practice here and there or yeah yeah like, i ride that most of the time yeah. okay oh so that's that's it yeah because you're in texas and there's no rally yeah yeah <laughs> exactly um how how do you practice is your do you have a rally bike at home yeah no i have and, one i've just been leaving it out here you oh, know okay. on the west coast in a trailer and drive back and forth and honestly i'm not home very often and okay so, so but what wanna, I am, yeah. You, if you want to get some some time, you ride a 450 motorbike. Yeah, track. I, yeah. I, honestly, I I just had a FX. Uh-huh. It's more the more off road style. Yeah. And I bought one uh, FE, which is the street legal version of. It's like a EXC KTM. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that so I could ride some rally out here. And I also bought a motocross bike because I was riding all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I I kind of <laughs> miss motor. <laughs> so I wanted something with good suspension and just to go to the local track uh, and ride. Any chance you race moto again? No, I think that's think you're done? Yeah. Yeah. I would get Lakewood? S- coming yeah, up for Lakewood? Or no, what? I would love to. Don't get me wrong. I love to. That's why I'm racing and competing. I love that feeling of going into the first turn and you're in the moment and zone and everything else disappears and you just react to what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so specialized, and I would get smoked. And oh, he gets um, smoked, brother! Like he gets smoked. <laughs> uh, I don't know about smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't do it every day, kids, you just you lose it. And yeah. I, I haven't lost a lot. I, I've ridden with guys that are fascinating. Even when I was working yep. with the Honda guys last year, it's like if you don't race week in week out, you're a second or two off. And that second or two over 30 minutes, then it turns yeah. to three or four halfway through the moto, and then before you know it, you're way behind. And that's not fun for the people that are working hard and it takes away from everything else that those teams are working yeah. on. So I would love to, don't get me wrong. And if I could prepare for it, it'd be, it'd be cool. But like Berlut's seen these guys, you know, it's like you have to live it. And if you're well, what not about living, me? you don't think I've seen these guys. I mean, I was a mechanic for a long time too. Shorty. You just sit up there in the press box and <laughs> everything my, looks small. What about my 12 I, I've, years of, of wrenching. I've sat next to you in the press box last year and I can see how you're analyzing. <laughs> it's not easy talking shit on riders, dude. Yeah. It's like way up there. You got to like make up a lot of things. Yeah. I don't always agree with everything you say, but I think it's <laughs> That's good. very, not the uh, only one I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. Um, so I'll ask Jimmy the same question I asked Ricky. How's he doing? He's doing. He's doing awesome. I don't mean, pretend he's not here. I, I, okay. No, I, I, would, I would say it's better. What? Why does it matter? Because I don't want to yeah. kiss your ass. I want to hear the truth on how I, you're doing. Yeah, I don't kiss his ass. I tell him. Okay. I tell him what he's doing wrong all the time. But right. Andrew's one of the most organized people I've ever yes. seen. He yeah, blow, he, he blows, know, he, he's OCD. He, yeah, yeah, he blows me away by how organized he is. He shows up with all the old map books and, and stuff that we've done, mm-hmm. and then and then he's just putting in the work. He's really he's really. You know, taking the time. He's coming out here two and three times yep. a year, four times a year to come out and run road books and practice. And then he's constantly interacting with me like, hey, this is, you know, we talk about the race he just went to and this is the mistakes he made or this is where you can prove and stuff. But he doesn't have, he doesn't have the years of desert riding experience, which is like, it's like you have, right. you have to have ESP. Yeah. Ricky has a which, certain which level. Which is what you were saying about Ricky. Like, yeah. like you just grew up in it, huh? Yeah. So he has yeah. a certain level of ESP that's just from beating yourself out in the desert mm-hmm. for long, long yeah. periods of time and stuff. And that's hard. He has all the bike handling skills he needs, but then, then I think his balls are like probably 75% <laughs> smaller than most of his competitors. And that's something like he talks about. Those guys just say, hey, I just trust that the road book is perfect, and I'm yeah. going to go pinned over yeah. this rise. Yeah. And so it's... it's No, it's, thanks for loot. No, but, fuck that. But <laughs> racing the unknown, I just don't get it. Right. But it, it's, 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 it's all as dangerous as you make it, you know, when you start talking about that stuff. But he's... he. 
this is how I, this is how I ran into Andrew. I was out just doing like rides with different groups of people. We'd be trail riding in Colorado, or maybe out in a rally training someplace, mm-hmm. or not even a, it wasn't even a train, it was a fun yeah. rally or something like that. And I keep bumping into Andrew. I meet him, and he's in, he's at a KTM Adventure Rider Rally and all yeah. those things. I keep bumping into him, and then and then like one time he goes, "Yeah, hey, I think I want to try rally." And then I hear he's training with yeah. the, the Honda factory guys back, and he's the yeah. Honda guy. And so we just kind of started started talking, and I. He was serious. The next thing you know, he's got a factory husky yeah. ride, which is like that's a dream. Yeah, you know, to 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 have to have the opportunity to go because you get to go to so many cool countries and so many cool places and race. And it's it's I imagine it's like everybody dreams of what it's like to have a factory motocross ride. Yeah. He's got that for something that's going to take him to places that he's never been in. In my world, when I was doing it, I got to go to countries that I'll never, ever be able to go to, especially right. as an American. I've raced in Libya and Tunisia and Mali and, you know, <laughs> yeah. in countries I just, wasn't supposed yeah. to be in. You right. know, but And it was so cool to see these things. And so rally is this gateway to just r- literally, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about ride more and I'm tapping yeah. my arm because, yeah. you know, I, I want the injection. I want more of it. And rally will give it to you in huge doses. What's the longest stage? Now or then? Now, like in now, the- it's completely different. It's more like a sprint. Like when Jimmy oh, it? raced, okay. it was like twenty something days, and it was point to point. You know, yep. from Paris to uh, Dakar in Africa. Now it's this year is a disaster because uh, some of the countries backed out on the okay. route, so they almost even canceled the race. But so it's la- more, it's more str- safer now. It's safer for the most part, or no? Mm. It's as safe as the rider makes. It. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, last year it started in uh, Peru. Lima. Yeah. Yep. And uh, went to Bolivia, ended in Argentina. And mm-hmm. the longest day, I think I was on the bike for 13 and a half, 14 hours. Yeah. Oh. Um, that still seems really but long. Their day, no, their, their <laughs> days, don't get them wrong, their days are long. It's yeah. just different because they're in more populous countries. They're not okay. in Africa. Yeah. But now they do what they call transfers. So you start in the morning and you ride maybe 600K. So okay. you, you, you ride from here up to San Francisco, and then you start your race, and you go from San Francisco maybe out to Redding. Okay. And that's your stage. And then you have to ride another 200 miles to wherever you're going to sleep that night okay all right so, so there's so, yeah. it's, it's like it's all set in stages and the, the timing is all done in the special stage but uh-huh. you still got to get your butt from wherever you woke up in the morning to wherever the end of the day is and it may go across countries or you know this year it's all in peru Are, is it like okay this could be a dumb question again like so we just talked about mexico and the dude almost took out the ridgeline which would have sucked for ridgeline owners like myself um <laughs> I don't ever want to go to Mexico or do that race or anything else because the booby traps that you read about and these accidents. We know Danny Hamel and these guys have many people have lost their lives down there. Like fuck that. Is rally as dangerous as that? Like are there? I mean, can you, are there like locals that are out to get you guys, or are there no. random cows that you could hit in the desert or camel? Yeah, is is that more of it? There's a lot of camels <clears throat> in, in Africa, Tunisia. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of wildlife. Okay. But the locals love it. Okay, so no, like in Mexico, right, Jimmy? They're out to get you sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, they I mean, want they want to see boob, more action. So, so the, say the booby trap thing and stuff that that seems like it's kind of a little bit gone by the wayside. Okay. Now it's just just massive crowds that come to okay. certain races. So yeah. you know, so there's a wall of people, and that's what becomes a problem. They're not really like burying the old telephone pole, the thing. You okay, heard all of, right, yeah, yeah. Cutting a cut. Super hunky. Super hunky. Told when, me all when that. I, yeah, when I yeah exactly when <laughs> I started, <laughs> you did go to school in journalism, right? No, I did not. No, I, no, I was I, I missed it. Yeah, I. I was 
tutelage under that clown, oh. uh, which who I liked yeah. back in the day. I mean, he was yeah. he was still at Dirt Bike Magazine when yeah. I was an intern. So, but back to that stuff. I mean, that stuff actually really happened. That yeah. you know, but it wasn't that people wanted to hurt the riders or hurt the cars. They just wanted to see something happen. Okay. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And, and but now like, <laughs> you guys are like, I don't want to see anything happen <laughs> in Mexico. Now the, the most dangerous things I think are, are cows, yeah. your cattle, yeah. you know, yeah. or cars going backwards on the course. Right. Right. And, like, and you saw. like you saw, but usually it's not in an area where there's tons of people like so that. Yeah. In it, rally, like what's some of the close calls you've had, Ricky or you, Andrew, like what, what have you almost had happen to you? Uh, my first Dakar, um, I really wasn't familiar with how everything was ran because mm-hmm. it was my first Dakar. Yep. But I I almost hit like the, the ass end of a cow going going really fast and <laughs> it, it scared me. It was like the second to last day. Yeah. Um but other than other than that, um, you know, o- almost yeah. crashing is at least What about like getting robbed? No, no, that's that'll never last, happen. That's that's, Af- that's Af- Africa stuff. That's the last yeah. thing I, oh, but, I think but back about. in your day. Yeah. Okay. We go to Morocco a lot, which is northern well, Africa, but it's safe. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. So Jimmy, back in your day, you had to worry about that kind of stuff. So it, yeah, in the, the in the in night when you're sleeping in your tent, and like you, you at the end of the stage, you sleep in a tent. Yeah, you, you have your tent and stuff. And there would be places where people. Oh my would god, it's so sneak, gnarly, brilliant. Would, like would, you're in Africa. You're in you're, you're, you're in a you're in a you're in an airport, like an airport, but a dirt runway airport yeah. where they land all the planes. Yeah. That's how they. And the kids would sneak in with little knives and stuff, and they'd cut the tent and they'd reach their hand in there oh, into okay, your tent to and try to take, take stuff, take whatever they can. I a friend a friend of mine, she was a, a team uh, teammate of mine, Andrew. Andrea Meyer, who's now um, Stefan Peter Hansel's wife, girlfriend, yep. um, but she was on our BMW team at the time. She got stuck in the sand dunes once, and all these kids jumped out of the sand dunes and went to help her. They were pushing her bike up the hill and peeling stuff out of her pockets. Oh, like, yeah, she yeah. had, she had yeah. food right, and just different yeah, things. Yeah, you know, yeah. she, she got pushed over the sand dunes, and she went to the next CP. <laughs> and hungry. She's like, where's her yeah. st- where's all the stuff? It's gone. Oh, so it's, and so I mean, they peel stickers off your bike. So you're not so much worried about booby traps or people stealing things from, or getting killed or anything. Like, that's just not going to happen now. Mm. Uh, it can. <laughs> uh, no, anything can happen. It's right, really. Right. The danger this, factor is really high. Yeah. And there's no getting around that. Hence the beer after you stop. Yeah. The, and there's helicopters everywhere. Like, the difference between, like, Dakar is there's helicopters everywhere. And, and sometimes you're on the route and you see a helicopter, you know someone's hurt really bad. They're okay. not conscious. They yeah. can't move. And it's life-threatening. And you see that quite often. And Ugh. it's just... Right, it's kind of part of it because you can ride the car if you just have a lot of money, right? You don't need to be like super good. Is that what I understand? You can buy rides. You can buy a ride. You have to qualify. Oh, okay. More or less qualify a little bit. Yeah, but if you do another rally, you can get in. I think it's on the cheap end. If you want to go do Dakar, it's about seventy-five grand to do it right. It's about one hundred and fifty as a privateer. Wow. So it's a lot of money. Just did uh, you ever do that as a privateer or anything beforehand or no? No. Did you, Jimmy? Uh, like, no, I did it. I, I scabbed my way into it. Okay, yeah. Um, so, Ricky, you won at the stage two years ago? Yeah. Right? What does that rank in, in your career? Like, how was that? What, was it, what kind of stage was it? I mean, I, me- I remember it was a big deal over here as far as in the in the moto media press, you know, things people were talking about it. Because you know, a lot of Americans, I mean, how many Americans have won a stage? Not that many, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, winning a stage, the stage, first off, was really sandy. Uh, like camel grass, which is little small dunes, okay. and then some fast roads. Um, but the dirt was wet, so the traction was really good. And then obviously there was lines. But uh, I don't know. Winning a stage, it was cool at the moment. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. You get home and then you just kind of brush it off your shoulders. It's like <laughs> it's like winning a go kart race against your friends at K one. You know, it's <laughs> okay. All right, it's not satisfying yeah, yeah. Until, unless you win the big yeah the big one. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, uh, shorty. If there's ever a stage with like triples and whoops. I like your chances. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like, <laughs> I like that's going to happen. I, I really think that'll work. Uh, Justin's on the line. He's got a question for all of you. Justin, what's up? Thanks for calling the show. What's happening? Hey, guys. What's up? I just had a two-part question for you, for right. everyone, basically, because you've all raced at the top level. For one, I was wondering what the differences are between Supercross and Motocross as far as setup goes. And I know the basic stuff of it, so I was hoping that you guys, with all your expertise, could go a little deeper, like – you know, spring rates or valving, um, maybe back in the two-stroke days. These guys are riders. Right. They don't know their spring rates. Maybe Shorty does. Maybe Shorty <laughs> <Yeah>. does. <laughs> All right, Shorty, where are you at with, with your rally setup? I mean, bikes are heavy, so. Yeah, I think he has more questions on motocross and supercross, it sounds like. Um, but, yeah, rally, big spring, a lot of oil, and you want it to move, and but the bike holds a lot of fuel. But for the motocross and supercross guys, nowadays, I think the the basic package is, is pretty close. The suspension, obviously, is a lot stiffer for supercross with, uh, I think, everything. And you change linkage. and But the gearing and, um, I think, is the the final drive and transmission is definitely different for the top guys and mapping. And they want more connection for supercross. So if you ride a supercross bike just down the road or, like, Berluti sitting on the back of a bike going down to the the start it always brings you up and never me because like, dude you when was the last time you rode the 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 426 back when you worked it, it wasn't bro. even running i'm sorry i, I guess when i was win, when we were winning motos against carmichael i guess i forgot those yeah. setups yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know what to say yeah, I am it's a more the carburetors on the it. bench yeah <laughs> we <laughs> did have carburetors you never on worked the on a fuel injected bike i never did my own bike that's it yeah. and i barely work on that yeah but a supercross bike is is miserable just a ride down uh, the the pits you know mm-hmm. just to go to the start it it vibrates and uh you feel every crack in the the concrete and and the connection is crazy like uh ricky was talking about that on the way here is some bikes if it has a lot of connection he doesn't like it it's like he gets out of control and for me i okay, love that yeah, feeling yeah. you right. know i want to accelerate quick and i have yeah. good feel with that and that's what i've learned over the years with supercross um and some guys you know everyone's looking for a different setup so i think for the I, for somebody like um, a privateer, like Alex Ray, I, I bet his supercross bike and his motocross bike aren't drastically different. It's just yeah. mostly chassis and suspension things, and, and go from there. But Berluti, I think he would know a lot more. Here we Mathis, go. Berluti would know a lot more, I guess. <laughs> hey, Justin, uh, thanks for calling. Do you want a uh, Maxima oil kit or a Pro Filter kit? I can't go wrong with either. Uh, I guess I don't really love clean and filter so i'll take a, a pro filter kit all right profilter.com stay on hold uh we'll go to maximausa.com use the code pulpamex35 to save with pro filter whether it's pre-oiled filters or whether it's premium quality air filters uh either one pro filter will have you dialed in all right so stay on the line and marks will get your information okay awesome thank you guys uh, yeah thanks for calling i appreciate it mathis yeah, yeah. when you die yeah. what's going to be on your gravestone factory mechanic or pulpamex factory mechanic Bro, no one, Bro. I hate to break it to you, but nobody except for maybe Pookie and yeah. Timmy. Okay. Oh, I don't even know about Timmy. Maybe Nick or, I don't know. Who, who loves hey, you the most? No, you know what? Oh. Who you loves what? you the most? You know what's really depressing? What? I, I hate to give you credit. Red Dog told me, I don't know, a couple years ago, he's like, you're a good mechanic, but you're a better media guy. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, really? He's like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you were good as a mechanic, but... 
You went great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you asshole. Yeah, I am a uh, shitty media guy. Yeah. No uh, all right, we got Luke from Australia. He has a Dakar question. Luke, what's up, man? What's your question uh, about Dakar? Jimmy Lewis, Andrew Short, Ricky Brabeck here. Yeah, hey, boys. Uh, my question is um, I've had a, a bit to do with Toby and uh, Toby Price, and he says the hardest, one of the hardest things with Dakar is the lack of sleep. Um, you know, not getting to bed till ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and sometimes being up at three thirty in the morning. Do you train your body for that, or do you just try and get as much sleep in before the event, or how does that work? Rayback. Uh, yeah, you know, the lack of sleep is definitely tough. Uh, sleeping, sleeping in the bivouac next to a next to a car team where they're working on the car till one or two sleeping in the morning. The what? what? The what? The bivouac. bivouac. It's, it's like camp. French for it's pitch. Camp, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a okay. camp. Camp, camp okay. for the night. Right. Yeah, you got. If you're sleeping next to a car team, you know, they're working all night. Um, I T- normally tell, tell them you're in a motorhome too. By the way, I'm in. Yeah, whatever, Jimmy. Because he's factory <laughs> Honda. Uh, no, they all have them now. I oh. normally try to. I'm going to tell you about how it was in the old days. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I normally put earplugs in, um, and sometimes try to take a sleeping pill if I can, or like a half a sleeping pill. But uh, you know, the lack of sleep is real. Um, yeah. To get to get a solid four hours of sleep, you're you're on a good schedule. For real? Yeah. Four, four what, hours. What, what time yeah. you're starting at four in the morning usually? Yeah, on the bike at four in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So it means you have to be up at at three to to get some kind of food in you and your gear on, and, and you it, don't you don't see your guys until maybe four in the evening, three in the evening. Yeah. The worst is when you wake up in the morning, you open the motorhome door. And there's nothing. Like, the bivouac's already left and broke up. Oh, yeah. Camp, because oh. they're already driving to the next yeah, bivouac. Yeah, yeah. And so all you see is your bike, and it's plugged in, so there's lights. And you're like, well, I guess I'm on my own today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and you don't see anybody till nighttime. Yeah. And so you're riding out of the bivouac looking for the start, which right. is a disaster. You can't ever find it. It's really hard. And you have to get it at the right minute. And then you just start riding and all this. And you never race until the sun comes up. So you always like have your liaison or your transfer, quote okay. unquote, and it's in in the dark, and you're on sketchy third world country South American uh-huh. roads, dodging yeah. potholes and whatever. Halfway and they asleep, halfway asleep, trying to stay awake because you didn't get any sleep, and oh, <laughs> it's just one thing after another. So if Toby says it's gnarly, it's gnarly. Yeah, what? Yeah, that guy's gnarly. What these guys are doing is they're they're racing all day long, and you get done, and they get done, and then they hand you a road book. And then yep. these guys, they we, so call the, we call it the coloring book. You know, they get the they get the road book, and they have to go in and they mark. But it. you don't have the road book before the race. Every day you get a new one. Oh, every yeah. day. You, why would they do? Th- why wouldn't they give it to you ahead of time? Because so you, you don't know where you're going. That's the whole point. You, you everybody you, cheats. You, yeah, and that's, if you gave it to him, that's bullshit. If you, if, yeah. if you get <laughs> if, if you get that road book even before. Like, you know, if you give it to them an extra two hours, yeah. they're going to do more research and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and this yeah. is what they, I mean, teams, right. teams now have map guys and they're, it's, it's so sophisticated. Like the car, car guys have a navigator sitting yeah. next to them that does a lot yeah. of the work and right. stuff. Driver just drives yeah. and the car guy tells them, about, but these guys have to go in and they, they use colors cause they're on the bike. Like I said, going 90 right. miles an hour and having to go, uh, yeah. uh, uh what am I looking what a, at? What about a heads up system? Does anybody That'd have be that? rad. Uh, they have them in certain factory cars, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure but they, if you yeah. had the info and your right. Goggles right, right. Be unreal. Well, we'll like, get X Brown goggles to work on that. X Brown yeah. goggles, choice of champions everywhere, like Ricky Brabeck. Yeah. So now so, we're talking. So, so they so so, <laughs> so they hand yeah. them the road book, yeah. and then they spend a couple hours literally working on yeah, the road yeah. book, marking it, coloring it, so okay. that they work, and then they they review it, and then they might actually put it onto a map and oh, look at wow. where they're going. So it's like you, you you get done with school, and then you do your homework and right, you do your right. studying for the next day. 
and if that's ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, then you, then you go to try to eat. Well, on top to on top of interviews though too. Oh, yeah. oh the damn media. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey Luke, uh, thanks for calling, man. Any other questions? Yeah, just one more. Where us Aussie fans love Toby Downey. He's a bit of a character. Any of you boys got any stories? Any good you stories? Any Toby, Toby Price stories that you can share that's, that can make the air? Uh, yeah, I got a lot I'm of Toby. Sure, sure Andrew has them. Uh, I'm running, boys. See ya. All right, see ya. Uh, all right, everybody. Hey, we're going to go to commercial break here because Chipotle's here and Brebeck and Andrew Short haven't eaten and they're starving from training today. So we got Chipotle here. We'll take our first commercial break of the night. We'll come back with more rally talk, talk some supercross and motocross as well. Jimmy Lewis, Andrew Short, Ricky Brebeck, and the great Tony Berluti. Stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. This sucks. I'm starving. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. Roostmx.net have been a big part of us our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. 
I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. 
They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. 
Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. BTOsports.com Fly Racing It's Rally Life tonight Here on the show Andrew Short Ricky Brabeck Jimmy Lewis in here To talk about Getting ready for Rally All the things to talk about Rally Rally, Rally, Rally uh, Hey Shorty So Am I correct in saying That you are going to be wearing Fly in work series? Yeah Is that You're back on Fly? Yeah It's kind of a I don't know It was a Different, because because yeah. fly is a big part of everything we do at Pulp Mex. Yeah, that's fly gear. Like, that's out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big part of my life. Also, you know, those guys are family to me. So. And you looked weird in A Star stuff. Yeah, I felt weird. Honestly, for rally, it's really uh, different in that aspect because the whole team they have to use the same. Uh, everything on the bike is the same. All yep. the gear we wear is the same. Yep. So if something happens to my teammate and he drops back, I should theoretically have be ready to give him whatever of mine so okay. he can finish the race. All right. um, Underwear and all. <laughs> uh, whatever it takes so Jimmy, all of us have the so same stuff these two aren't going to give me the right answer the politically correct right answer that I need uh, 702-586-7857 by the way if you want to call in but I heard through my sources the Honda that he's riding is unbelievably trick the Honda bikes are like a step above like you know HRC back in the day right oh, yeah. we they were they were better than everybody else. I've heard the same thing about the rally bikes. True or false? Um, Honda's I, wide I, open. I would say to a certain extent true in that Ricky's bike seems to be much more of a full-on factory bike. Yep. The bike that Andrew is riding is it's kind of like what KTM does with the factory edition on the motocross side. Mm-hmm. You can buy you could probably buy I don't know if you can buy the Husky one. I know you can buy the KTM one. You can buy the KTM that Andrew is riding. Andrew gets a factory bike at the race, but mm-hmm. the one he's riding right now is like a literally yeah. a production version of that thing, just like a factory edition is of the motocross bike. But in order to buy that bike, you have to be entered in Dakar. 
So you enter in that car, and then you can yeah. buy it for, let's say, what we thought we thought it was like thirty thousand euro, yeah, roughly more is more. what that what that bike costs. Now, just uh, I this is rumor mill, and I don't know. I have no idea. Times ten for the bike right. that, that. So Brabeck's success is all due to his bike. Is that is that what we're saying? No. <laughs> no, you you earn that bike. You yeah. earn you earn. No, your, I heard, you earn your yeah. seat on that bike. Well, me being. A, a mechanic. mechanic. Well, not really, according to Shorty, but <laughs> I find that interesting. Like, I just, I just heard that Honda was dumping so much tech and so much R and D into, you should, into you the should rally come bike and check now. that bike out. It is right. a full on. Yeah. It looks like it's right. a full on hundred percent works bike. It's there's carbon fiber yeah. and titanium. And I heard and, like electric, electric, electronic suspension to to raise and lower travel and things like that as the weight that? changes. I don't have it. I don't. I don't agree with it, so I don't run it. <laughs> They they they, they have oh. so, but, so but they have it so yeah. these, these yeah. bikes now because the fuel right. injections they have traction control in them yeah. they have they have all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff and and when they're out you know when they're out testing these bikes and making mm-hmm. them better yep. um it's pretty amazing the technology that's going into it yeah. and it's like one of those things where I'm sure that they say hey the reason we're racing this so it trickles down into something I just, production I just love that Honda's like you know what we're still badasses watch this yeah you know because I mean, on the supercross motocross level the production rule sucks. Well, on, on the yeah. motocross, I think yeah. it real. I, I don't like it because I, I used to like that. Half of me was to watch the right. bikes, the, the technology and the bikes and the machines was half of it. The riders yeah. for sure was one half. Right. But I always liked the bikes and I always thought that helped the bikes, you know, yeah. elevate the bikes. And you get to see stuff that now you go in the pits and it's just another sticker yeah, kit but, on a, but, on a but similar bike. Look at the bikes <laughs> and, you know, Yamaha's turned the motor, the cylinder around. We have EFI. We have traction control. Like the production bikes don't seem to be stopping uh, evolution. Yeah, it, well, you know? it, it comes, but it, that instead of that stuff being done in private at secret test tracks yeah. in Japan or whatever, yeah. it would have been done yeah. at the races. Yeah. And all of a sudden, right. you would hear Honda has this really trick bike, and now right. that's the way with like for sure his rally bike. Yep. I mean, every time it, it comes over, I, I check it out, I geek right. out on it, see what yeah. you know what kind of cool uh, stuff they're doing. I just think that's that's pretty cool. Um, hey, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. Anybody need a job here? We're all good? Everybody got a job? I'm retired. Okay. Uh, upload your resume for free today, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, these guys have been supporting our show for a little bit. Job of the week this week, Dunlop Tires, advertising, marketing, relations, graphic design, web design. Uh, so Dunlop Tires is looking for a passionate graphic designer who is a motorcycle enthusiast with unique creative abilities that will complement their dynamic creative team. So that you can read more about that job and learn more about that job on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, please go there and, up, like I said, upload your resume for free today. Uh, Michelin Motorcycle Tires. You got, is Michelin good in rally? Are, they, are we good? We're we rally? both. Well, I don't know if Ricky does anymore. They oh. were for a long time. But, but you're Michelin? I'm Michelin for rally, yeah. How did I not know this? Huh? What about StarCross 5? No. Do you have one in, in Texas on your bike? No. Do we got to get you some? Well, I just run rally tires. Didn't Randy, <laughs> didn't Randy <laughs> go to your house and, and mount some? Yes, he did. But they were enduro. Like, they oh. make awesome enduro tires. Okay. The, the enduro medium, we call it enduro six because that's what it is. So Randy Europe. shows up at your house with his mustache. And he's just yeah. he's just putting in yeah. putting in mooses. He was saddling up, dude. He was getting ready to get on the bull and everything. At the really? House. Yeah, he was fired up. <laughs> <laughs> he's an awesome dude. Randy's I great. Love that guy. He's yeah. fantastic. Never a dull moment. Twenty one different sizes for the Michelin Star Cross Five. They won last week. Jay Selwyn used a Star Cross Five to win Paris two fifty class with beat a Michelin Star McAdoo. Yeah, he beat McAdoo. Yeah, yeah he beat, beat McAdoo. Uh, hard, medium, soft, and sand. MichelinMotorcycle dot com. If you want the number one rally tire. That Andrew Short uses MichelinMotorcycle.com or the Starcross 5 Tour tire, which is the official tire of me and Jason, uh, who won Paris last weekend. So thanks to Michelin as well for coming on board. Um, okay, so 
more rally talk here coming up. Tyler Bauer is also coming up. Don't worry, we'll get that moto talk. We'll, we'll preview Geneva Supercross coming up. Um, oh, hey, Marks, can you text JT and ask him when he can come on? I forgot. Yes, I can do that for you, Steve. My bad. Uh, I got you. Brayback. Besides uh, having advantage, everybody, for your bike and your goggles, um, <laughs> which we know you do, what is this stage where you you can't get any help from any my sources tell me there's a stage where you can't get any help from anybody and like you just by yourself for i don't know how long how many days i have no idea what what is this what is this called what is the deal uh this stage is called the marathon stage okay uh yeah how long is it it's it's two days of racing and one night uh camping just with you and the other uh pilots of the bikes pilots pilots yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah there's no outside assistance um you have to make your bike last for for two days, two days. so you have to really be careful. Uh, take care of how you ride. Also, oh, are you riding different during those days? Because uh, you're just like the no. <laughs> you just you just hope that you don't make a stupid mistake and damage the bike. Um, you know, but obviously we're limited on tires. We can't really uh, get a fresh tire for the next day or um, you need a new a water boy, water boy. Yeah, I don't um, know. yeah. Okay, <laughs> so where do you stay? Uh, we stay out middle of the desert. Um, just, we just got back from Africa, and uh, I don't know. Africa's marathon is pretty cool. Um, we're kind of just out in the middle of the sand dunes, and uh, they have these little—they're like blanket tents or something. I don't okay. know. If they're all—it's like a blanket village. Uh, we and stay, you just so, whatever you have on you is all you get, like for two food, days. Yeah. food shelter or they give you shelter but they yeah. give us shelter and they bring yeah. us food okay uh the food is not the best uh, as we cook, kind of, cook goat or something yeah well we don't really know but just the way they <laughs> just just the way they clean the dishes you know they have like a five gallon bucket that you get uh, at home depot or something they just put the cup in there and just you know put their fingers inside and just kind of swirl it around holy smokes they put it up in the sun or the light or whatever <laughs> If it looks clean, it's clean, it's and good. they just put it upside down, and that's your cup. Wow! So uh, it's pretty dangerous. OCD Shorty's freaking out. Just oh, he doesn't. He doesn't even take showers, dude. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full dirt, rally mode. It's dirt awesome. stash and all. Doesn't take showers. Uh, Nothing. Uh, so, do you have to do any bike maintenance? What do you have to do to your bike? Anything in between this? Like, I, I, obviously, if, every, if nothing happens, is there maintenance required? Yeah, if if, not, if you have a good day, the bike doesn't touch the ground, then you should always uh, double check uh, bolts, yeah. spokes. Okay, uh, you, air you guys can handle that, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a checklist right <laughs> here on my phone. Brayback hesitated. Like, no, no, we here's, we here's, can here's, handle here's, this. Here's organized yeah. Andrew. Just pulled up his checklist. Okay, first you refuel the bike. You yeah. take the Erie Track connector out. This Erie Track it tracks you at all times, so the organizers know where you're at. So if you stop to take a piss, this thing starts beeping at you, and somebody talks to you in French. They're in Paris or whatever, you know, saying like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, like, yeah. "Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Or did you crash?" You know, all these things hmm. because sometimes if you crash by yourself in the middle of nowhere or you're lost, yeah. it's. Bad. bad so you switch off your gps you clean the bike the radiators forks you know these things like if the mud dries on your forks you have a blown fork seal and then the next morning you wake up and yeah. you grab a handful of going 100 miles an hour <laughs> it's not fun and just keep the thing on air filter they pack all that wheel change like for me this is necessary because my teammate is, he was the world champion for two years he lost this year okay and so for me like on a marathon stage you mean I, world champions and he won the the rally the championship series. of the yeah it's yeah. the car part of the series no, no. oh so off. car is a separate thing like a 
almost like a prestigious one-off. It's the Tour de France. It's right. the same promoter as the yeah. Tour de France, and this is oh, the wow. granddaddy for... They right. do the Tour But they still the have, like, Tour de Italy, Tour de Spain. Like, like, they, like nobody nobody talks about it in bicycle racing, yeah. but there's still the tours going tour, on. Right. Tours, yeah. Right. But, yeah, so this is the big one for us. Right. But So, yeah, I mean, I try to conserve my tires on those days for my, for my teammates. Michelin's. Yeah. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Yeah, but brake pads, radiator, water, you know, engine oil, yep. chain screws, spokes, normal stuff. Okay, oil? No, oil can go a couple days. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 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 engines are are really good, so the oil doesn't really get broken down as bad as like a production bike. Okay, all right. Uh, well, your bike, anyways, Brayback. Your super trick, <laughs> no. one-off factory motorcycle that would make everybody. Hey, everybody... works bikes. You have to work on them a lot. So yeah, no, that's what they used to say, right? Uh, I get, Bob Oliver can vouch for that. Uh, he told me many stories about that. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Let's do the expert on goggle taros, Marks. Let's do that right now. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Use X Brands uh, and uh, be like Ricky Brayback and simply see uh, clear vision. Uh, how, how do you like your X Brands, Ricky? They're good? Oh, I love them. Rich hooks you up, dials you in. Yeah, he's really, really good to work with. Yep. Great uh, goggles, four great layer goggles. foam. I yep. mean, and obviously you wore the ones the EKS with the with the wings on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Riggers. Um, all right, so uh, Pulpamex eighteen is the code to save at xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Be like Ricky Brabeck and wear xbrand. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Uh, Shorty, do you know him at all? I feel like because I'm on the show, I gotta say no. But it's so stupid and silly to me. I don't understand why you guys say that. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I, I love Mosier, all right? Don't question it. Just go along with it. Yeah, no, so that's our, that's I our know, motto here. I know so. Mosier, and I love Mosier. Okay, <laughs> okay, but we're talking about Moser, not no. Mosier. No, I say Mosier. I, I don't know. Okay, it's just Listen, how it goes. Uh, Jimmy, we act like we don't know who he is. He Jimmy, I didn't Mosier. know you were coming, so we have no questions for you. That's okay. But no one told me, so blame Andy Short. Uh, okay, so just know that he's awesome. So you got 30 seconds, Brayback, to answer these. Berlou, you know the drill. I know the drill. You know the drill. 30 seconds. Here we go, Marks. Shorty, we'll start with you. Uh, what is the biggest regret of your Supercross slash motocross racing career? Uh, when I lost the championship in 2006 on the 250Fs, I lost it to Langston. It was a mud race in Seattle. I basically led the series the whole way. And as a racer, when you're racing against somebody, you hate whoever you're competing against. Well, after the race, I was really upset, and I didn't walk over and shake Grant Langston's hand or Mitch Payton's. And that was a big regret on how I handled that afterwards. I felt like I should have been more mature and showed more respect. 26 seconds. That is a perfect answer. <laughs> That's the wrong one. That's the outro. <laughs> hey. Amateur hour over here. God, Marks. There we go. There we go. Crap. I was so what in awe of his, of his answer. I know. Just leave it to Shorty to just be perfect. I know. All right. Here we go. Uh, Steve, what current rider on the Supercross slash motocross circuit reminds you of Shorty? It's obvious. There's only one guy, and I was going to ask Shorty about him later. Zach Osborne. That's it. Osborne's a nut job that'll also be racing forever, like Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a normal human. He's a normal human also. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, Ricky. Name an advantage and disadvantage your Honda adventure bike has over Shorty's Husky. Oh, we didn't even prep him on these you questions. Yeah, you didn't an adventure bike. Uh, yeah, factory, bike. factory rally bike. Uh, Who's this guy? We don't know. Nobody knows. I can't even compare because I don't know anything about the Husky, but uh, I'd have to say it looks cooler and uh, it's, it's also lighter. I've ridden both, so I can tell you. Yeah. 
how did Honda take that when you were like, hey guys, let me ride the rally bike last year? Or they were like, fine with it, whatever. Okay, all right. Shorty doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> all right, next question. Um, Berludi, besides moto, what's something else you would enjoy wrenching on? Oh. <clears throat> Raybex factory, Honda. Yes, carbon. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Titanium, carbon, everything, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. good. The real deal. Shorty, what's the weirdest food you've tried while traveling with Rally? Ah. Oh. <laughs> I... The um, I don't know. Brayback Camel Balls, dude, from Chaluca. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the thing, man. You go to Morocco and there's this one table. It just looks amazing. It has all this fruit and vegetables. It's green, colorful, and you can't, can't touch eat it. it. Why? What do you mean? Why can't you touch it? You get. You'll be sick. Why? It's fruit. It's fruit. No, it's, you can't eat produce in those countries. E. coli. Yeah, what? all you eat is like rice and beef. What do you mean you can't Couscous. eat produce in these countries? We okay, can't eat produce in our country. I, I, yeah, I, literally, <laughs> I literally ate an apple in Paris. I'm fine. Okay, it's not Africa and Morocco. A good analogy for you because I think you love food. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like having a good looking woman that you'd like to Yep, make love to. You said it. Yep. <laughs> but you can't. So that's that's yeah, that's how the food is in these countries. Shorty did, loves food. Soak and poke. Did you know this Soak fruit that you can't eat fruit in I'm other not, countries? No, this I mean, is news to me. he said it looks amazing. I'd, I'd be jumping all yeah. over. Yeah. You don't touch it. Okay. No, yeah. We all these countries we go to, that's why wow. you see most of the rally riders that are not like super thin and stuff. It's like you have to carry an extra five, ten pounds. Yeah. Because if you get sick on day one of a seven yeah. to ten day race, you're... It's hey, over. So you're you know, not going to have energy. So you to know in the tour, day. like, if there's... Well, usually in the tour, there's, like, one guy that's the guy to go for the title, right? Yeah. And everybody rides in, in, in assist of that guy. But sometimes uh, a guy will break out, and all of a sudden he'll be like, hey, you're our guy now. We're going to help you win. In rally, is it like that? Like, I don't know yeah. who your teammate or... Who's your teammate? Is, is it Toby? No, no Toby's no. KTM. Yeah. Uh, I have Kevin Benavides. Okay, so do you have to ride with that... Help that guy if it... At some point, it looks like he's doing better than you, and he's gotten shit went sideways for you. Is that the question? Is would they help me? Oh, okay. Here's the deal. That's okay. The Honda guys, it's all. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it because he yeah. won't. Yeah, nobody. But yeah, nobody these guys. The show. These so. guys, in my opinion, yep. they don't work well enough together. Where the KTM and Husky guys. Yep. For rally, it's more or less one team because it takes a whole team to win, and they've yep. won for the last 17 or 18 years on this okay. strategy. So, but. Ricky has two teammates that are really, really fat. All his teammates are really fast. Yeah. And, they and just, Honda pays them big money. And as you guys know how racers are, they yeah. they battle each other instead of working A little together. bit more Supercross mentality. Yeah. Like, and maybe well, not the best strategy. And I don't know who's leading that. I've never yeah, yeah. raced with that group, but I know right. how the KTM and Husky know. group is. It's very much... Um, Good question by me. Yeah. Who's going to... It's Good that mentality, what you said. So, like okay. I said, I have to save my tires yeah. for my teammate, or yeah. if he needs right. something, right. I better take it off my bike, and I'll figure right. out a way to get to the finish because wow. he needs to go to the front. Is this the, all accurate, the, Jimmy? The, absolutely. The teams that succeed in, in Dakar and racing like that, they work as a team. Why doesn't the Honda guys work, Jimmy, as a team? I don't know. It's not two my, guys that, that's on not our my, team. It's not my decision. <laughs> what, who are they? Where are they from? The other two guys? Uh, Spain and Argentina. Oh, fuck. You're not going to work with Latin guys. They're fucking fiery-tempered <laughs> not, dudes. Not me. They're passionate guys. They're all really cool dudes. And uh, they, you know... They're well, really cool. They've worked really hard to I get I like that Mio guy. He was cool, too. Mayo. Yeah, dude, Mayo. that's how all the rally right. dudes are. Okay. Except for his two guys. 
Yeah, no, they're cool dudes. They just want so, help. So, so in a lot right of times back. in these team structures, <laughs> it's like it up, it's like everybody goes for it in the beginning. Just right, goes, right. just send it in the beginning. Oh no, yeah, there's a reason you want to win. And then you sure. get a pecking order, yep. and then it's okay. This guy's in front, and and yep. then we're gonna we're gonna establish help for this guy. Okay. We're gonna you know kind of shield this guy yeah, essentially. Yeah. Make sure he he has parts or help with navigation or whatever they mm-hmm. need. So but, okay. All right. Next question. That's longer than thirty seconds. <laughs> I Steve, thought we were done with that. Pulp MX Don't fans me. and Mosier want more off-road and rally content. So why are you not providing it? Listen, jerk-offs. We just had Caleb Russell on three shows ago. Caleb was on the show. Now we got these two rally guys and Jimmy Lewis, who's, who's Mr. Off-Road. Leave us alone. We're I doing feel it. bad we're, we're talking so much off-road, honestly. No, I, I didn't really expect this. <laughs> no, I wanted to talk this. I really? don't know anything about rally. This is All interesting right, yeah. to me. It's off-season life. If this was after Anaheim 1, we would not be talking rally. Yeah, a lot of people don't know anything about rally, so this is good. We're yeah. talking about it. It's cool, it's cool because here in America, like nobody knows about rally or honestly really cares. But worldwide, it's the yeah. following is huge. Right. Like it's uh, In terms of motorsports, the numbers and stuff, it's massive. And the people the demographic and all that it's it's really right. good but it's just it's one of those things it's like an american thing it's like how soccer was or formula one you know it's like yeah. one yeah. of these things that i feel like if you had an american rider that succeeded it kind of have the lance effect that's gonna be you hey dude i gotta <laughs> i gotta come across to get motocross one eye and <laughs> grab my balls and go but um yeah do, do you not have as big as balls as ricky brayback is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah dude i'm telling you the I underestimated how hard yeah. it would be to learn the style of racing, right. and I underestimated just hey, Jimmy, the Jimmy, danger. How much? How much are these guys getting? How much are they making compared to like Moto Supercross guys? I don't know. I don't ask those kind of questions. I really don't. Uh, ballpark. Give me a ballpark. Shorty probably knows. I would. I would. Shorty, how are I, we would doing? Guess, Dude, I would I guess. I make a tenth. Yeah, I make a, good, a tenth a good. or less than what I did for it. But you got to understand, like, for me, this is a dream. Like, No, I know. I'm no not one's, doing no this one's for, bagging uh, on you for signing a shitty no, deal. No, I know, I know, I know. But uh, <laughs> no, my perspective. signed a dream contract. You my perspective is different. You don't get to go different. ride a factory route like across other countries. Hold on. You're, you're making a tenth? I would say maybe even less. Well, I don't know. Compared to, Are you like, talking my about peak? all in? We, your we, peak and all in? You're you over a million dollars all in. At your peak. Oh, yeah. Right. So, I so mean, you're making $100,000-ish. I would say that's probably pretty standard for a rally salary for somebody like me. That's, I saw Brabeck's house in the high des. It's huge. <laughs> well, okay, I'll say this. We drove by your house, Kiefer and I. His teammate? Maybe my dad's house. My house? I thought it was your house. Maybe it's your dad's house. It wasn't my house. Okay. Hey, there's big well, mo- Maybe it was your dad's. Yeah. Seriously, Kiefer was like something like Brabeck, and he pointed. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's big money in rally for yeah. the riders if you do good. Yeah. And those guys make huge money. What's purse money to win? The uh, car or any rally? Purse is not much, right? No? No. Just purse. sponsorship it's, stuff. It's, 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 like, like, it's like it's, anything. But winning and, a 450 Supercross is twelve grand, but it's actually a lot more if, yeah. you, if and you... It's it's like anything. And most of these riders, even when I was doing it and stuff like that, we were willing to bet on ourselves. And you just get these contracts that were really high bonuses. Yep. And... Yeah. and Manufacturers or you know sponsors love that. They're right. like, yeah, go for it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Stage okay. bonus. You guys get stage. Did yeah. you get a stage bonus? Yeah. Was it good? Not really. Not better really. than winning a national hair and hound. <laughs> no. No. It's crazy to me because like off road, it's your core <laughs> enthusiast. It's like the outdoor mentality, right? Yeah. How you guys always talk about on this show. How are we going to grow the sport? And I'm not talking about the end bonus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But 
all these people they're the ones who are buying the bikes and i feel like that there's a lot of the core enthusiasts and mm-hmm. the, the money doesn't transfer over because there's not butts in the seats yeah um but in terms of rally the the numbers are there for it so th- therefore like a company like Honda spends yeah. big money well, on the bike. I think you nailed it with the F1 soccer analogy. Like over yeah. here, nobody cares about F1 or, yeah, or yeah. soccer, but hey, you go to Europe and that's all it is. Right? And I think so. for off-road racing, rally is the pinnacle. Right. Um, there's probably the most money in it um, in terms of the money that these teams spend to get you there. Unbelievable, is, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. And for like next week, I go to Abu Dhabi to test for 10 days. I think <laughs> yeah what's the budget for that right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean honestly right. if I'm not doing good they're not going to send me there next year because it's going to cost you know 60 70 right. grand just for me to go there to practice for a race right what they're spending on me at Dakar or in Ricky at Dakar mm-hmm. it's yeah. crazy yeah. just so to have it, your wristband to get in the race yeah, is 10 yeah. grand right. the motorhome's 100 yeah. yeah you know it's yeah. like so on a dollar figure I know in my day and this is back in the 2000s early you no know, 90s 2000s mm-hmm. BMW budget was a million dollars a bike a bike, yeah, yeah. A bike. Yeah. That was a million. Right, it didn't, right. didn't, then the rider's a small portion, yeah, yeah, but it was yeah, a million yeah, dollars yeah. a bike to, to, run, to a run a rally yeah, in yeah. Dakar. No, just Dakar. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then there was the rest of the season. Right. And and but it, when you start looking at the money aspect of it, it's kind of funny because I don't, I don't think any of us would have ever done those kind of things if you dangled the dollar bills in front of us. You're like, you're going to do this for this much, and you're like, no way, you do it because you love it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, you know, I want to go and experience this. I want to do. Yeah. This. I want to win this. And and. It's, it's you can't put a price. Realistically, on Jimmy, can one of these two guys win Dakar uh, this year? Absolutely. I mean, are we? And then you're going to get all the credit for it? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm joking. No, but, no, but can no. they win? Can they win? They can win. I mean, is there it, any it, good Canadian rally guys? Oh, here we go. Lawrence Hacking. <laughs> Lawrence Hacking. Lawrence wrote a book. He's hey, 800 years old. Hey, you like you like know, you like, you like reading? Yeah, Lawrence. No, he, I know. He raced I know Lawrence. He I know. Raced, he raced yeah. when I race. He wrote a book yeah. about it. Yeah. I used to I used to have dinner with him in the bivouac. Is you know, he the greatest thing? Canadian rally racer ever, Lawrence Hacking? Ooh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're really testing. All right. Anyway, all right. Next question. Next question. Yeah. Oh, we're st- but they can win. The they question. can win. Yeah, we're yes. still doing the question. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Moser, Moser's questions haven't gotten weird yet. Good job, Moser. Oh, there's still time. Okay. <laughs> Ricky, what's the sketchiest country you've been to? Africa. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a country. That's a continent. <laughs> The whole place. Everything. All of it. Which uh, part? Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Morocco is like the sketchiest I've ever is encountered. It Morocco? Even though it's oh, not dangerous. All right. All right. The terrain? No, just it's just so different than what we see normally. So it's, when you get there and it's like really mind-boggling. Okay, so I'm and a big... hands. Do you guys ever race through... Uh, Tanz- Tanzania? Was it? Is it? Tunisia. Tunisia? That's south of that, right? Do you ever go you through there? there? Uh, Tunisia is more to the east. Has anybody yeah, I've ever? Been, I've been there. Okay. Did you ever see the sets where Star Wars was filmed? Yes. I rode through them. See? That's what I read one time. Yeah. The rally went right through there back in the day. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's filmed in Morocco for all that stuff. The landscapes, like Jimmy was saying, for me, this isn't about money or whatever. It's, a, it's ultimate adventure. Yeah. I get to have all these experiences, but the the places you see are mind-blowing the landscapes the terrain yeah. and stuff it's out of this world and it's that part of it right. something you you can't pay and it's something you'll never forget all right next question berluti what do you think is the best off-road bike it's got to be ktm or husqvarna are you kidding me <laughs> Brabex, Ricky, yeah. Brabex factory xr650 we were talking right. about it walking yeah, up the stairs that was a good bike 
I like that, that aluminum frame one. Remember when they That's, dropped that thing on everybody? What talking about. Yeah. Whatever year that was. Yeah. Ricky just bought a brand new one. I got one. In my really? Garage. They're still around? Brand new old one. Yeah. yeah 98? Ninety oh, 2000-2001. Oh, I thought they were came before the Honda, the CR. 2001 oh, okay. is mine. All right, never mind. Which year is yours? Oh, 03. Oh. All right, next question. Shorty, are you having more fun now or when you were in your prime racing Supercross motocross? I have way more fun now, but it's like uh, so motocross, Supercross is something you work for and dream for as a kid. And when you get there, it's hard to enjoy it because you're always working hard and you're self-critical and you always want to be a little better here and there. So it was hard for me to give myself permission to be happy um, because you don't <laughs> always win each weekend. And I think that's what drives you. So I'm definitely way more happy now. <laughs> Steve, is Shorty too smart to put his balls on the handlebars in rally? Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's true. Ricky, what's Tinder like when you are literally in BFE? <laughs> I don't have Tinder, but I can imagine it's not very good. I'll tell you because I get oh, a weekly update from Toby. That's no matter say, where we're Toby at, question, isn't it? <laughs> he's the king of the desert and the king of Tinder. So, rest day at Dakar, he's coming down the hotel, and no I way. think the girl speaks. in the middle in the middle of like the car. Yes, but aren't you kind of don't, don't you need to like rest up or no? Not if you're Toby, People dude. Not if you're a legend if you're like Toby. Toby. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. People classify rest. Yeah, okay. All right. Wow. I like this. Maybe we should get Toby in here. Dude, Toby is my hero. I met him at Anaheim one year. He's a cool guy. He's a legend. Dude, he's the best dude ever. How old's that guy? I don't even know. I think like 30 or 31. But but Tinder is happening in Morocco or God God knows whatever country. You have to extend the range, apparently, really really far. (laughs) And it depends what's acceptable. But Uh, sometimes, right? I don't know. Last time I was in Spain. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was, yeah, very active, but other places, not so much. Yeah, but yeah. It's not for a lack of effort. Right. All right, next question. Uh, Berluti, last one. You clearly have Steve covered in speed at the track. <sighs> so why don't you bring this up more often? Surely, if the tables were turned, he would not be so kind. Ah, it's just not my style. I don't roll like that. I'm, I have fun, and I'm glad that we have the opportunity to go out to West. Love and this do guy it. right here. Bullshit. Silver Fox. Chase, he's got. I got. I got a. I got a 2019 Yamaha. I got the latest fly gear, newest X brands. I got everything. He's on a 2008. Come on, Steve. Let me pass you up on those shameless plugs because I run an off-road school. I might be able to help. Oh yeah, yeah. It's real simple. It's all about balance and traction. Right. Well, you got traction. I got traction. I'm working with that. With the Michelin M Star M Cross. Tony Berluti, Michelin Star Cross Five, official tire of Andrew Short. Berluti brought to you by RoostMX.net. Net. Uh, use the code Pulp Nation to save. They got a whole pulp section on their website, RoostMX.net. Custom backgrounds, custom graphics for you. Uh, they got the the Pulpamex Ramit Edition graphics that we ran at Straight Rhythm. Those are doing very well. Apparently, you people are actually running them. It's so weird when people tag me on Instagram and they have Pulpamex on their bike, like it's this big. Nice. And I'm just like. Steve, Why would you do that? You're a legend. Steve. Why would you do that? I like it. It's I appreciate it, but you don't have to do that, people. Just, just it's fine. Steve, they love. Anyways, it. Uh, RoostMX.net will dial you, and Pulp MX is the uh, is this is the code. Pulp Nation is the code, I should say. Pulp section on the website. Uh, thanks to you people and Tony Berluti, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Um, let's do the tweets for these guys. Yeah, All right, yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ETOSports.com. 
Travis with tweets at Travis. <laughs> BTOsports.com, whatever it is. If you need something for your rally bike, BTOsports.com will have you covered. Call there, mention Pulpomex, put Pulpomex in the notes section. BTOsports.com, uh, whether it's uh, rally bikes, whether it's dirt bikes, whether it's mountain bikes, whether it's road street bikes, whether it's a UTVs, whatever it is, BTOsports.com will have you covered. These questions are submitted to at Pulpomex Show for Brabeck, Short, and Berlute. And let's just do the rally, guys. Yeah. Let's do rally, guys, only here. Word. And, uh, and so these are our listeners, and they want to get some answers from you two guys. All right, here we go. Uh, this was from GL's Drunk Thoughts mm-hmm. for Brabeck and Shorty. <laughs> What's the favorite places you've ridden slash race, and would you ever Ironman the Baja 1000? The Baja 1000 would be super easy to Ironman after race and rally. And wow, bold claims. And uh, I like it. My, takes. my uh, favorite spot to race would be uh, in Morocco, Africa. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd never want to race in Baja. I'd rather go there on an adventure bike and drink beer. Um, <laughs> And my favorite place to race was in Colorado. I still love that place. It feels like home. And my best memory from racing was there for Donations 2010. So that's my favorite place. I thought it was a rally question. Uh, rally? Uh, uh, whatever. They're all the same. Uh, I like the dunes. What the hell happened to the Red Bud this year? Motocross Donations. Yeah, what was the hell it? happened? Shorty. Yeah. It was bad. I don't know. I was in Morocco. I didn't have service. You, you, it was our marathon night, too. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we really had no service, Dude, nothing. They, they did a whole thing with every Team USA member. Yeah, I You could have been there. But Tim Furry was there. Okay, so, yeah. I'm sure right. he was looking up. He was looking good. Yeah, yep. I'm sure. And, uh, but... Sounds gay. Really bad when you have 60 <laughs> people on your team, uh-huh. and they're all Euros. And they ask you what happened as soon as you get back. Not even about the stage, just <laughs> yeah, like what right. happened to you guys. I'm like, Dude, I couldn't oh. believe it. It was one of the more shocking race results I've ever seen in my life. I'm just standing at Red Bud going, remember, Lou, you were there. Yeah. What the hell is happening? Like, what is going on with these guys? They look like they're trying hard. Like, they look like they're trying really hard, but they are not going anywhere. It was just <laughs> one of those, one of those deals. All right. Next question. This one's from Meerkat. Shorty, any chance we'll see you at a GNCC or National Enduro in the near future? No, he's, he's works now. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I'd like to do is the full gas sprint enduros. Those look really cool. It's, uh, I think that's more like day in the dirt style. Like I think these promoters they need to go back to races that are fun like that. It's um, when you have a motocross race and it's four laps and you're not having much fun. I mean, mm-hmm. you ride a little bit. I think they need to get back to races that are, are more. I don't know, just about the atmosphere and an event and why you started racing. I think that will uh, bring back the enjoyment. Here, here's the big problem we have is these stupid kids just ride at riding facilities year-round. Well, they don't yeah. actually race anymore. They race the five big majors, uh, Loretta's and um, World Mini and Mammoth. what, what a yeah. Mammoth, and they just ride at riding facilities all week long. Yeah. Like showing up at a local race doesn't happen anymore. Well, that's the problem with society in general. You don't have free-range kids anymore. You know, you yeah, don't yeah. have kids riding in your neighborhood on bicycles. Free-range kids, I like that. <laughs> yeah, they like chickens. Yeah, Chipotle <laughs> serves free-range kids. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's hooked to a phone, so it's yeah, a problem yeah. for the whole outdoor industry. Yeah, and I think racing. You know, we keep talking about it, but it's the same for kids that, you know, they can't. Kids, they go hunting with their dad. You know, and they have something that will hand them a gun. They go fishing with their dad. There's no kids going fishing on their own, you mm-hmm. know, and same with dirt bikes, you know, or BMX. Like, I used to ride my BMX bike from my house. I was back when, you know, it got dark, just like you guys. Mm-hmm. There's no free-range kids like that anymore right. unless you live on a farm or somewhere your parents High Des. Yeah, high Des. So I think that's a problem. And, and now you see it. You 
you know, day in the dirt was last week. That's why it comes to mind. But you see all these people, oh, it's so much fun. It's because it was racing like when they were mm-hmm. kids, you know, yeah. and it brings back these memories. And, you know, they have a hair scramble. It's not so serious. They're not sitting on the back of the tailgate, you know, thinking of where they should have got better. They're thinking about how much fun they had riding through that tunnel and on pavement. No one rides on pavement anymore, mm-hmm. you know, on a dirt bike, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So I think if these guys could get more back to the the roots, you get more people um, buying two sh- It won't be so much about the bike. It'll be about the event, and um, you'll get more people at the tracks and riding and get involved and having fun. So I, I hope it goes that way, and that's what attracts me to the full gas series. It looks fun from the outside. Right. I've never done one before, but the same reason why I want to do rally. It looks like a big adventure and something I'll never yeah, forget. Looks, so looks, Rally looks great. Mm. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, where'd you grow up? Uh, Ventura, California. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah uh, Northern SoCal. LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Ricky, when you started, did you ride moto or did you literally, you're a high desk guy, did you just start riding in the desert with your mom and dad or whoever? Like, is that how you got started? No, I, I raced BMX uh, in my early years of growing up when okay. I lived in Riverside. And then. Um, oh, you lived in Riverside? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. when I was like 15 years old, I moved up to the high desert and I just started riding desert from then and then yeah. my first race so very little moto for you like very yeah. little pounding out moto on a track yeah yeah, yeah. Kiefer gives me shit all the time because i don't ride moto but to get him out on the trails is impossible and are we, you are you who's quicker on right. moto track you or Kiefer? Oh, Kiefer's Kiefer. like the fastest practice rider ever he, yeah well he's been giving preston some business too yeah so <laughs> but you're a rally i mean you're a world rally guy like you know you're gnarly so yeah, but okay. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. This was from Joe Castruita. Brabeck, will we ever see you at a Big Six event again? Uh, yeah, it's possible. Twenty twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, I don't even know what a Big Six event is. So, so it's, it's, it's a mean Grand, really. Grand Prix. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Grand Prix. Grand Prix racing. So it's almost like works. It's actually very very but similar it's to like works. Hound? It's, no? it's, oh. it's like a regional. <laughs> actually, it's a. Na- believe it or not, I need a chart here. For- so, <laughs> so the Big Six Grand Prix series is actually a national championship with the AMA this okay. year, and so it's like it's Grand Prix, and it's similar to. You know, there's all these weird little off-road disciplines, yeah, yeah. and it's like it's kind of like works, but it's run by District 37 clubs, okay. and it goes between three states. Now they're California, you know Arizona, mm-hmm. Nevada. Huh. So Shorty has to race out at Prim here, so you can come down and uh, you can come down and see him probably like after you drive from Anaheim, you can probably see him there the next morning. I don't have to get off the freeway, or can I just look at him from the freeway as I'm going by? That's yeah, dust. You okay. just look and you see dust. Wave. <laughs> you see dust, just say you, see sh- you saw Shorty. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of the works guys do the big six thing. Oh, right? do they? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. the most part. Uh, all right, next question. This one's from Quinn. For Shorty, I grew up watching you race in Colorado. Do you remember the year you, Carlson, and Tedesco raced the Greeley Supercross and Tedesco weeded into the stands? Anyway, why aren't there more Coloradan- Coloradans in the top of the sport, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. First I've been, of all, Tedesco in the stands, do you remember that? Oh, dude, the local Supercross <laughs> race, that's what I was telling them. And we have a works race here in the Orleans Arena. Uh-huh. I said, I'm going to crush that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did uh, a lot of local arena crashes yeah. and Supercrosses back in Colorado. Both the Tedescos were really fast. All the Johnsons, Keith, yep. Kevin, mm-hmm. Isaiah, Bucklew. So I grew up in this era um, where all these guys would race these races, and it was gnarly. Like, people would... Uh, just smash each other and honestly i think as berluti knows because i was an aggressive rider and it caused problems maybe with some of the riders oh, he did you guys with. have which which guy <laughs> which guy all Berlute? of them he says prior or something, no but, no no but i grew up that hot way sauce 
Hot sauce? No. Uh, Hot sauce no, and tickle? shorty were more, more on like the 125s, I think. Tickle? Yeah, I don't know. Or tickle got F. really upset at me once. And oh, he did? Fucking tickle? Yeah. Smiley face assassin. Stu, yeah. Stu gave you that nickname on my show. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I grew yeah, up. I I grew up around that, and so yeah. that was just the mentality. And these people would smash each other, and there was a lot of really fast uh, local <laughs> racers too at the time. So um, I don't know why kids aren't coming out of Colorado, but uh, it kind of seems to go in phases. Does Hanny count as a Colorado? Yeah, dude. I grew up ten minutes from. He moved there when he was like twelve or thirteen. Okay, so he yeah, kind of counts. I rode with. I've ridden with him more than anybody in my whole life. I think. I, Really? Yeah, we spent so you much time. You guys are so similar, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but, he, yeah, a lot of good memories with Hanny as a kid growing up and just trying to ride up right. cliffs and whatever. So, okay, what about Tedesco going to the stands? What yeah, do no, I, I don't know the exact race, but, oh. dude, people. He just went over the berm into the stands? Yeah, it, it was a they it was a net. weekly occurrence. Net. Okay, <laughs> put it that way. Nets are very good. All right, anything else? Uh, this one's from Warren MX Affiliate. For Shorty, which is scarier, a pro moto start banging bars down the entire straight or riding rally trying to look at the road book while you're pinned on a dirt road? Yeah, rally is way more scary. Like, it's How terrifying. fast are you going in some sections? Mm, top speeds, like 115 to 120 miles an hour. Jesus. That's so. enough to poop your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Poop but, like, even poop. every day you have a moment where it's really close or really bad. Even today I hit... I was going really fast down a road, and next thing I know, there was just this mound, and I hit it going way too fast. And, and you uh, just kind of sit back and brace, and that's it. You just no, you don't even have time to react, and you just hit it and go and you squeeze. Yeah, you, and factory suspension. <laughs> that stuff's terrifying. But we're not. We're hardly ever going going down a road really fast reading a road book. That smooth, like going down a fast road, reading a road book is like the easiest thing. Dude, yeah. I was going eight miles an hour on a mountain bike, and I was trying to change a song on my on my. <laughs> Dude, phone. that's hard though. I almost died. Yeah. Almost died going eight miles an hour. Never mind a hundred trying to look down. Yeah. So I can, I can relate. <laughs> kind of like rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? No, nope, that's it. All right, btosports.com. Tweet at Travis. Uh, coming up with Jason Thomas, by the way, coming up here shortly. Um, so Brayback, I heard from another source of mine that you at one time lost a ton of weight to get back into into where you are now. Yeah. What, uh, what are we talking? Uh, my heaviest was two hundred and ninety seven pounds. What? Yeah. And so did you just put on a on a trash bag and go running or like what happened? You just were like, Hey, I want to be ride dirt bikes, I can't ride at two and ninety seven, so here I go. No, I was I was like riding that heavy, but I was breaking a lot of shit. <laughs> and uh you know it's expensive when you have to buy it yourself. Yeah. So and I was working. Wait, how old are you at this point? Uh, twenty seven. Oh, okay. Um, or wait, how old was I when I was fat? Yeah. Oh, I was like, I just graduated high school. Okay, up until so twenty four. Twenty twenty. Yeah, early twenties. Yeah. Shit. Um. Well, good for you. Good job. Yeah. What, thank you. What'd you end up doing? You just. I was I was working at the time, uh, living like paycheck to paycheck. You know, like every other kid kind of uh-huh. does. Um, ended up at the bars a lot. Uh, then I eventually saved up enough money to buy myself like a really okay mountain bike that was like fifteen hundred bucks, uh-huh. and I'd mountain bike as much as I can. And then I really was just watching what I ate. <laughs> and yeah. so, how much would you mountain bike? Like a lot? Would you? No, because I didn't get off work till like three thirty. Okay. And then you know when the sun goes down at mm-hmm. five, you can't mountain bike so yeah. much. But uh, you know I was mountain biking every every chance I could and wow doing push ups and like battle rope stuff. But the main yeah, thing yeah. was like my diet. Yeah, just trying to change what you're eating and yeah. trying to do that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool, man. That's a, that's a neat story. I like. What are you that. weighing I, now? I like to hear that. Two twenty. You're still big, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, 
I, no, I mean, and that's that's still probably <laughs> that's, heavy that's, for. But that's that's like he's a he's a monster. No, he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a big strong dude. I'm trying to I'm trying to lose twenty pounds, but it's um, it's what, eight pounds is a horsepower, right? Right. Well, but I mean, you, you, like one of you said, you got to put on weight for these rallies because you never know. You can't eat the fruit. You don't want to be on the razor's edge. Yeah. Right, right. It's not you can't like eat motocross the fruit. You got to just eat yeah. horse balls. <laughs> camel, camel balls. Camel camel balls. balls. <laughs> I always said you need to like you know put ninety seven in your tank, not ninety two. You know, eighty seven, not ninety two, yeah. because you never know the food you're going to get on this rally. And if you only run on ninety two and you start detonating, yeah. I used to love it when I noticed everybody getting sick, right? Because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill you guys tomorrow because I'm not sick. Yeah, because I eat crap just, all yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> I used to train by eating like Smarties and oh, cookies, <laughs> cookies like this, and Coke and water was my training. But uh, BTOsports.com, oh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Ricky Brabeck's Goggle of Choice, Mission Starcross 5, Andrew Short's Tire of Choice, Maxima USA, anyone? Maxima? Dogger? All right. FMF, Works Connection, at, they don't even know who Dogger is, Jimmy. Come on. I know. Okay. You, it's okay. All right. Uh, works connection. Anybody? Works that connection? guy will stuff you too. Works connection? No. <laughs> works connection? Yeah. Uh, yeah. More or less. Okay. Atlas neck brace. Anybody? W wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy's John, John Anderson yeah. fan. Yeah, okay. Jimmy right. runs them on the adventure bikes. All right. Guts. Guts racing. Are we guts racing? Still? I am. As of last week. Nice. I want to request a comfort seat. A no. comfort seat. Yeah, I'm getting older. <laughs> monkey butt. He's got monkey butt. It comes with rally. Dude, you get monkey butt riding liaisons in the rally Kiefer, before the freaking stage even starts. Kiefer's always telling me the seat on my Yamaha is no good, and I'm like, I don't know. It feels good to me, dude. Yeah. I just got like a bigger ass than you. Kiefer's seat on his Yamaha looks like a damn couch. Right. Uh, get data. Do we use get? You don't use get? KTM uses get like a lot? No. No? Okay. Pro filter. Honda World Downey. Ridgelines. Anybody? Uh, ride engineering. OGO? Yeah. Oh, everyone's used OGO. Yeah. Come on. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us tonight. Hashtag Rally Life tonight on Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. <laughs> Speaking of Fly Racing, uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not too much. What's happening? He's back. He's back in Fly. Uh, yeah, I, I just prefer to think he never left. I just block that. <laughs> just block, block. Part of I've been wearing a Fly helmet. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Shorty is a lifetime fly guy. When did you start wearing it, Shorty? Off. Oh, 2003 or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That Before JT. Before JT. Oh, really? That's not true. Oh, not true. I'm not going to argue with you because you're probably right. Because <laughs> he's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wore some god-awful stuff <laughs> around that early 2002, 2003 life. I think yeah. Terry said he designed it on a tablecloth or something like that. And, uh, he has some good stories. Remember the jerseys? The jerseys had shoulder pads in them. Remember? Yeah. Dude, was uh, that was that what was it called? Um, Pro Sport. Pro Sport. Yeah, that was Terry Sport. before, but yeah. yeah. I wore Pro Sport. Um. Anyways, JT, he's back. He's wearing Fly Works in the Work Series. Lifetime at Fly Racing athlete Andrew Short. Everybody just felt like a little bit JT, like he's cheating on you, huh? Last year, <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, it's it wasn't. If you're gonna have to go somewhere, I guess it was a brand that I was working with as well. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't anything. I'm I'm I was super excited about. But you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> oh, I can imagine Craig when you called him up and said, "Hey, I'm doing works and I'm ready to do a deal." Mm. The whole place shut down. WPS all shut down. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Let's about get that, a contract for I was Shorty. Happy. Yeah. yeah, so I was stoked. So. Um, was that a lot of hoops to jump through with your with the rally stuff and all that? JT, maybe you can talk about that. Was it a lot of issues or no? It's perfectly fine. 
No, it was definitely issues. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy, why can't he had to deal with that? And for, on my end, if it happened, great. If not, yeah. it wouldn't end the world for me. Okay. I just like riding my motorcycle and doing right. stuff. So they worked it out. I think it was yeah. definitely difficult, though. All right. What about, did you hear Max uh, pulling all his hair out? JT, oh, wait, he's got no hair. No, I mean, for us, it was just if we got any opportunity to get him back, we we wanted to. You know, like we were yep. – I think we were resigned to the fact that we had lost him. So to get him back, yeah, okay, that's great. We'll mm-hmm. we'll do everything we can. Um, but, I, you know, when b- before that opportunity came up, I didn't really even think that there was one there. So it was it was all a plus for us. Flyracing.com, Andrew Short, back in it. Uh, hey, before we let you guys go, you're going to take off. Uh, are you? How long are you in – practicing and training for when are you going home wednesday evening oh so you got another couple days of riding the bike and jimmy helping you and all that um let's let's talk some supercross because i do want to talk some supercross on the show with you guys um let's start with you shorty so anderson's the the defending title guy obviously one in australia one in paris look good uh tomac has the most wins in two years combined in the sport without winning a title (laughs) Uh, uh, and uh, of course Marvin and uh, and Roxon, and you know Roxon well too, uh, Shorty. Um, what's your thoughts for nineteen Supercross? Uh, what do you think's going to happen? Yeah, I think the favorites are obviously Eli and Jason. I think Jason has the advantage of having a solid foundation and people to ride with week in week out. Um, I'd put Marvin in that group as well, but it seems like with his injury, I'm not sure um, if he's going to have the same preparation as. Jason Eli, he's always really strong. It's just whether he can close the deal and and uh, keep it consistent. It seems like when he has his off nights, they're really off, and so that's his biggest weakness. And I don't think that's that's just a mentality thing and where he's at mentally as the season um, wears on. Mm-hmm. So obviously, those people I think are uh, the favorites. And for me, Kenny, it's hard because I'm jaded and uh, he's my buddy <laughs> and I'm. You know, for me, I'd rather – I want him to be successful. So I'm opinionated on him, and I don't think it's a fair assessment. But I think between all those guys, a lot of it is how it's, uh, the season starts and who sets the tone and who can get the right breaks and stay healthy. And then from there, it's like kind of a natural evolution. But those those guys are definitely the favorite. There's always somebody you're not counting on um, coming into the season. That's always really strong. And can, it, with, can it be Barsha? Can it be Plessinger? Osborne? Yeah, I think the rookies, maybe Barsha. Um, you know, those four rookies, I think they're all going to be really strong. Not I think, Barsha, though. No, but no. Uh, uh, there's four rookies. Plessinger, yeah. Osborne, yeah, yeah, Savachi, yeah. and... Uh, yeah, and I think Zach has the biggest advantage because he's riding with... He's chasing, yep. and he's chasing Anderson, and he doesn't have all the pressure on him. Where the biggest weakness with Plessinger is he's the guy there right now, I think. Um, he's being paid and he has all these um, external motivation mm-hmm. and a lot of pressure from the outside. I think that's going to be difficult for him to deal with uh, for you know a full yeah. series indoor and out. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, focus on him and hey, how's the bike? You know, how's this? How are yeah. you adapting? All these questions that's going to get his mind thinking. So I think that's going to be tough for Pleasinger. Um, Hill, you never know what to expect, and Savachi seems like. Um, he's going to benefit from having the focus on uh, Tomac and yep. a year to grow. He's got pressure because he has to perform. But those guys, I expect to be mixing it in with those guys. Barsha, he's hot or not to me. I don't know him. It's hard for me to 
to um, see how I, mm. I, I don't understand the mentality or, or how he works his inner workings <laughs> he's very different from me That's yeah it's, funny way. it's hard for me to understand how he approaches racing and I think that's the beauty of him. He's he's just raw, and you right. can see that in his racing, his emotion, and all that. And I think he's better. He was better this year. I felt like For JT. Sure. Did you feel like Barsha was a little better, humbled a little bit, not so, not such an idiot on the track? Yeah, I think so. I, he he credited his now wife yeah. with a lot of that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he was just in a better place mentally and in his his life off the track. And uh, I think he gelled really well with that bike too, which. Uh, say whatever you want about bikes and teams and all that whatever was happening with with the bike and the setup was, was mm-hmm. better as well that was obvious at a1 okay so before roxon got hurt i mean i think he's the best rider in the world I, I think he probably was at the best rider in the world when shorty i'll ask you this too jt when do we when do we judge that kenny can't get all the way back from these injuries like how much longer do we wait and say, you know, he didn't win a race last year, came as damn close as you could possibly to winning a race that anybody could. Um, but when do we go like, oh, well, those injuries changed the course of his career? It's a fact. I, I, no one's going to say it, but it changed who he is. It changed his DNA. It's That's human nature, but it doesn't mean that he can't get back to where he was. I okay. think, honestly, yep. he's been so focused on – um, other things, whether it's his body or getting back and getting married or, you know, just things yeah. in life, yep. which there's no problem with that, or maybe focusing on the bike a lot and all these areas. And in my personal opinion, and I don't know how he's approaching this season, but mm-hmm. I think he needs to get back to more like the technique. And when I saw him, when he was coming through, him and his dad were always working on technique and not so much the bike. And you'd always see the flair from him and him doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen him do crazy things since he came back. You don't see a gnarly scrub or um, that intensity. I feel like he's always in great shape. You just look at him. I think he's a freak of nature. He's he just has great. I don't know. He's just naturally gifted in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he needs to focus so much on the fitness part as much as the technique and kind of what DV is always preaching. I think he could benefit from somebody that could, uh, you know, point those things out. So, but I think he can get back there. And at the end of this year, I think if he doesn't maybe quite get there, then it's going to be that much more tough to get back yeah. to that level, you know. And and every time you hurt, everyone's stepping it up. You see it year in, year out. If you're out of it, whether it's James Stewart or you know, any you name mm-hmm. any of the greats, if they're out for some amount of time, they lose yeah. a little bit here and there. So he can definitely do it, but he's uh, he's got to do something different than what he did last year and change change something. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I think so. Um, but to to think realistically with a an arm that I don't know that could ever be as strong as it was. Um, to get back to that elite level, which, you know, he's only been at maybe once ever. That that Supercross level he was at when he got hurt, he's only been there once, in my opinion, ever. So to think he could get back there with an arm that's probably never going to be close to as strong as it once was, that's asking a lot. So, you know, whether he can get back to a level that's capable of winning, that that may be something he can do. But to get back to that level where you were saying he's the best rider on earth, I think that's asking a lot. I, I don't I don't personally expect him to be able to get back to that. But, um, but, but you it think would I, be nice to see him get back to a winning level anyway. Yeah, but you, you agree with me, though, when I say he's the best rider in the world before he got hurt. 
At that point, at that point, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think mentally, physically, I think with that bike where that bike was, mm-hmm. uh, I think he would have dominated that that year. Um, funny to talk about Hill a little bit. So I'm in Paris. Now he's got a stock bike with an ECU pipe on it, suspension. He he goes. He says the fastest time on the first night in practice. He finishes uh, and he wins the Super Bowl, uh, fastest lap. You know how they do those things. Next night he gets second to Ferrandis in both. But but him and Ferrandis are clearly one and two quickest based on four practices and two Super Bowls. You never saw him in the race, <laughs> and I just wonder, Berlut, if that's going to be what we see in Supercross this year. Like, holy shit, look at Justin Hill. And then, like, I don't know, Matt, I don't know where he was tonight. He did that last year, too, you know? Right. I mean, he did have the – I think he had that first Tampa. race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good race. But, um, yeah, he was always fast in practice. Yep. Yeah. I just wonder if, like, Shorty's almost the opposite of you. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. much the opposite of Andrew Shorty. Yeah. <laughs> really, when you think about it. Shorty's there at the end, for sure, where yeah. you know I just, he's going to toss it away at any time. Or yeah. Something. yeah. When you bring up the rookies, I mean, you called Hill a rookie, and you're right, because he's got yeah. three races, 450s? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Three races or whatever. So you're right. He's technically a rookie. I just wonder, you know, Osborne, we don't talk about him with the I want to, I want to, as an off-road guy, I'm speaking for Osborne. I'll say yeah. Osborne win the Supercross championship. Yep. I want to see a guy that's an ISDE right. win the Supercross championship. And then That'd I like Plessinger. Cool. Plessinger, yeah. guy used to race GNCCs yeah. as a kid. Love to see. You want to talk about transition and bringing, you know, people yeah. from other disciplines into this. It's like, hey, you know, I'm a kid and Andrew's talking about getting back to our roots. And those events that you can go play at as a yeah. kid like low pressure racing fun racing our gnccs are like these big six grand prix and, you, and then and then you know these are the places where these guys started and they mm-hmm. grew up they didn't go to a training camp and turned into a motocross robot yeah. they come up organically and got faster and better and better and got rides and they and now they're at the top these guys at the top of the sport and it's awesome to see someone like like Zach, who I know definitely did the whole mini thing, but now yeah. you know he was so motivated. Like he's like Andrew. He's like, I want to go do ISD. Right. And uh, was, we had Plessinger on the show a couple months ago. He told us he grew up with photos of uh, or posters of. Um, he didn't know motocross guys. Didn't, I heard that. Yeah, one. yeah, whatever it was. He um, Summers, Scott Summers, and these guys on his wall. Like he didn't care about McGrath, Rodney Smith, Rodney Smith, yeah. Scott yeah. Summers were his guys. Yeah. They were the Andrew Shorts, you know. For like, I thought that was so funny to hear that he's just like no i love the there's, off-road there, guys there's, there's, like there's this right. motor, there's this motocross nucleus and if you're yeah. in there you don't get out of it yeah. but there's a lot more people that are out there looking at us all they're cool kind of right. you know, there's like lots of different ways we're all riding dirt bikes but and stuff. I, I, and, I will say this jimmy and if you're a long-time listener you know this i was always on osborne to drop that off-road stuff <laughs> and he did and he became a double champion. Thank you very much. I think it's his well-rounded no, ability no, no, he, in off-road no. racing that helped him <laughs> you, you, achieve the, greatness in motocross. I, I love the fact that he's a dual threat. Like I think that's amazing. And just like the ISDE and like Shorty. But wait till you're done with Moto. And he took my advice, which he didn't. But he, I claim he did. And then he became a double champion. So, um, Ricky, and so for you could race BMX. You got into dirt biking. Were you Supercross guys? Were your heroes? Or were, were you looking at desert dudes? No, no, I was uh, full Supercross motocross okay. when right, I was a so, kid. Yeah, full full McGrath or not, yeah. not even McGrath. That would have been way bef- after you, no. before your time. No, I was McGrath and Carmichael and all them, yeah. Right. Tim Ferry? I, I told Shorty when I got here, Tim Ferry was a bad dude. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> and Shorty used to race him, and, and Timmy would pass Shorty late in the races, and, he, and Shorty loses his mind. Yeah, always. <laughs> Timmy would be drinking a beer afterwards, and I'd be... <laughs> 
Hey, I'll tell you what. One of the best factory bikes as a magazine editor, I got to ride oh. all these factories. One of the best factory bikes I ever rode was Timmy Ferry's. My bike I prep? KX450, sorry. Ah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. His, his Yamaha, I rode his Yamaha. Also. Those Yamahas were Yam- three speeds, no counterbalancer. They were pretty Yeah, trick. we got to ride his Villemans and Reed's bike yeah. one day. We got to test yeah. all those and, and yeah. ride them. But, did, any, but did anything fall his, off my bike that day? I yeah. don't think so. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 no, the carburetor didn't backfire out of the boot. No, nothing wow. deadly. Wow. Um, but the, the his KX450 was one of the best motocross yeah. bikes I ever rode. JT Just, probably rode it. JT yeah. probably rode Timmy's Cowie. Uh, yeah, I rode all of them. I, I like the Cali. The, the 08, the 08 Cali was amazing. Yeah, I think that, that was about was really the right good. time. The year right. be- yeah, the, the year before they went to fuel injection, that bike was insane. I, I think it took a step backwards in 09. The best, who was the best buddies factory bike you ever rode, JT? <laughs> uh, Chad's Honda was probably the best. The cheat, the 2-2 one, the, the factory 2-2 bike. Uh, the factory one. Yeah. Uh, once they gave him the bike, yeah. So right, going right. into the 12 season. Well, they gave it to him at the near the end of Supercross eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. But in the off season oh, of yeah. eleven, going right. into twelve, I rode it. That, that thing was pretty incredible. Yeah, Shorty, you can probably relate to that. Uh, eleven, I was on. Yeah, I mean, I rode that generation. Yeah, quite the a gener- bit. Yeah, the- yeah, and twelve, yeah, I rode that bike actually. What was yeah. your favorite bike? Uh, my 2005 uh, Honda 250. That thing was like cheating at the time. Is when they just dumped a lot of money into it. Yeah. And uh, they all the road race program was shutting down at Honda, so they transferred a lot of those guys over to motor development. Uh-huh. And Double D was working on the motor, Dave Chase, and it was uh, it was a big advantage. <laughs> and so that was probably my favorite bike, yeah, uh, to ride just because it was so much better than everyone else's. Not the 09 CRF 450. <laughs> everyone bagged on that bike, and I honestly because it was terrible, shorty. <laughs> I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> Um, I know that you told me that you told me it was good in the off season going into that season because I was going to get a Suzuki. I was going to race a Suzuki in '09, and I, I remember this like I'll never forget it. I asked Shorty. We were in Sweden at yep. uh, Gothenburg, and I'm like, oh, "Hey, yeah. is that is is that bike good? Like, is it pretty? I don't know what I'm going to ride. I need to make a decision because yeah, Forrest basically Forrest left it up to me to decide. And, oh, for the whole uh, team? Like, no. Shorty, for the whole Shorty team? Said it's good. Shorty, <laughs> Yeah, and Shorty said it's good. It's good. We need to do it. And then that was the worst motorcycle I've ever raced in my whole life. <laughs> hey, hey JT, this is Jimmy here. I like that '09 Honda, and I like the '09 or the 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 Cowie, the '09 Cowie also. Do you drink a lot? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, As needed. Yeah. What about hey JT? Did you see on Instagram that Chris Holtner posted a photo of you on the Husqvarna? I did, yeah. Oh, my, oh my God, the DKNY Husky. <laughs> was that fast by yeah, Farachi's bike? Yeah, Farachi's bike. <laughs> yeah. Travis Preston won a yeah, Supercross a championship on one of those things. Like, Supercross race. Supercross race. Yeah. Yeah. Trace champion. Um, champion on the guy. JT, your, your, your right swing right. arm wasn't broken in that photo or anything. It was pretty good. No, and, you know, I, I used to ask all the time because our bike was pretty – my 250 two-stroke was pretty slow, and it was just way behind on – I just the engine itself, and even Mitch Payton said, "Hey, this this bike is way behind the Japanese bikes on development." <laughs> uh, and I used to I used to ask Geraldo all the time, "I'm like, this is called Fast by Ferrari, correct? Like, what is the deal? Like, are you guys <laughs> are you guys gonna like live up to this, or what are we doing here?" And they were road race guys, so tons of top. They, yeah, yeah, their Ducatis were insane, insane. You know, before that, so right, whatever. Yeah. No, I, I saw that photo, and I was like, first of all, your numbers are horrible. I don't know who put your numbers on. They look like garbage. 
that, that, that would, they, were be, just, they were just in style 51s i think but i think they were not the, there was no backgrounds back then they like actually had to put the numbers on themselves yeah you put the numbers on right yeah, yeah they were spaced terribly i don't know if that's kiwi or, or who that is but hey was skaggs your teammate no that was uh he was the year before oh okay there was a very short tenure for people with that team. So you kind of went there. You didn't do well. You realized that you needed to get on a different bike to do well at that time. Yeah. And uh, you moved on. Or the, the, the or Heraldo uh, fired you. Yeah. You know, honestly, a lot of it was, was mutual. I'm sure they weren't happy with the results they were getting. But I think everyone from Gosler to Preston, everybody was like, man, they're trying hard. They're spending a lot of money, but we're just way behind yeah. here. Like we, we're not going to find success until, you know, the, the bikes it's, have a long way to go. It's amazing that Shorty's Husqvarna has come so far. I wonder how Geraldo thinks about that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, it's I mean, funny. Hey, it's funny. Years later, he did an interview, and he blamed all the riders, which was awesome. But, <laughs> I mean, it's typical, right? Like, we're blaming the bike. He's blaming the riders. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it's probably a little bit of somewhere in the middle. But if you look at where... If you look at where people went after that, like Preston went on to win titles, Gosler went right to winning races right after that. Yeah, everyone kind of stepped their game up coming off that that season. Right. So I think well, we were proven right. You deserve a lot of credit for developing that thing for Shorty nowadays. Like the yeah. Husqvarna that yeah. he's riding now. You're welcome. You know, uh, how about Araldo? He kept, what do you call Lampson? What was Lampson's name? Lance. Lance. <laughs> Lance. Lance, yeah. <laughs> Steve Lance. Pretty sure that's what he thought his name was. Lance Lanson. Lance Lampson. Uh, no, no, no first name, just Lance. Only Lance. <laughs> hey, JT, this weekend I'm going to Geneva. Uh, Barsha, Osborne, Seeley, Brayton, Mookie, Freeze, Ferrandis. Seeley's ba- back on? Yeah, Plessinger. Wow. This should be a good race. That's a pretty strong lineup. Yeah, that's a good it's, lineup. It's a good lineup. It's deep. Is, uh, is Plessinger going? I, I know he hasn't been riding a whole lot. I don't know if he's going. I did check with Barsha today. Barsha is going. We're back texting now, Barsha and I. We're text. But he, one time he hated me. But You're now, full circle. Yeah, now we're texting. Um, who's going to win? Brayton? Brayton's been sick. Yeah. He's been sick. He's been traveling the world. I think he's eating club sandwiches nonstop. At the hotel. I think hotel. Barsha, Barsha goes. Yeah, Barsha's good overseas. Brandis, he thrives in those environments. Brandis was good, too, in Paris. Yeah. Frandis was really good when he got the starts. Um, all right, JT. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, guys. All right. Flyracing.com. Racing rally. Shorty stressing me out with these rallies, doing 100 miles an hour in the desert. 110. <laughs> 110. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's Brayback <laughs> is telling stories about just hitting a, 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 a almost hitting a cow's ass at 100 miles an hour over a, over a dune or whatever. On a road. On a road. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no thank I'm, you. I don't think I could do it. Like, I, I would not be good at that type of racing. One million percent terrible. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I think I'm too careful. Like, I think that was part of my problem when I was racing Supercrosses. I'm I'm just too careful. I could never go that fast not knowing what's, right. you know, like, just going blind. I told Pookie tonight, I will never die in a rally accident. I don't know. <laughs> I will never. Like, I'll never race rally. Pookie, don't worry. Like, no way. These guys are heroes. So. Maybe on a mountain bike, Steve. Yeah, trying to change a song. All right, JT, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Thanks for your time. All right, guys. See you. All right, see you. Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing. Great guys, Shorty. I mean, the best. Dude, they support us gnarly. Like all the whole pulp empire and Fly Racing. It's been great. So fantastic, guys. Um, all right, well, Ricky Brabeck, Andrew Short, Jimmy Lewis.
Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Rally talk tonight. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we got a lot of rally information, Brilute. Oh, for sure, yeah. Did you good. have some questions for him? Yeah, I kind of okay, did. Go I want, ahead. We got time. I want, I'll ask Jimmy, what's the big difference, and why did they go to like the single cylinder after having the twin? Is it a cost thing? See, that's or? why he's a mechanic. I didn't ask that. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was kind of like a lot of stuff going on. I think, number one, that, yeah, like there's always there there was some accidents and stuff and they wanted to kind of like slow the speeds down on the twin cylinder bikes and I when I raced a single cylinder bike I said I no way I ever want to ride a twin cylinder bike twin cylinder bike and then I got one and I rode one I'm like oh I got to ride this and I, I wish they still had those bikes because it actually would kind of slow it down a little bit because it's not the top speed it's not the dangerous stuff but they started looking at like what bikes are manufactured and in the beginning it was like bmw was making this gs the twin cylinder thing mm-hmm. and that was an adventure bike and rally had this adventure kind of atmosphere about it but then they started looking like everybody makes a 450 and they were say like well let's start going single cylinder and they started saying single cylinder and these they made them 700s singles and then they started like going no 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 450 450 and then they slowly went down to 450 because all the manufacturers made one and then now they have you know of course ktm um you have honda with big factory teams yamaha's in there pretty strong you have brands like shirko and gas gas and and brands you haven't even heard of that make some sort of a bike so they Mm -hmm. it actually grew it and they they thought it maybe it slowed it down but i don't think it's really changed anything because if if you put two guys on mini bikes and they race, they're going to race to the death. You know, they're mm-hmm. you're, you're, that's just human mentality. So, and so, what's the weight difference between the, the twin and 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 this? My bike, the, the 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 dry weight. You know, when they rolled on the scale, like a tech inspection, was four hundred and twenty pounds. My twin oh. cylinder BMW was a nine hundred cc, four hundred and twenty pound motorcycle, and then we added seventy pounds of fuel to it when we went. You know, we filled it up. So, and, is that what the, and, is that what the fuel weighs? Yeah, they're carrying what your eight or nine gallons nine. at at six pounds a gallon. So is it really that heavy? I didn't realize fuel. It's okay. the bike. Six or seven the, pounds. The bike completely yeah. changes, and that whole bike is a yeah. rolling gas tank. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, even, yeah. even mine was. Oh, believe me, I saw but, that meal guy's bike. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's a rolling gas tank, <laughs> and then and like some of the strategy is like, how do I use my gas? Like, how much do I take out of the rear tank before I switch to the front tank, the high gas? Yeah. The, before the rear, you know, the rear gas. But mm-hmm. And you have you have complete control of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Electronically. Not on mine. Switch. Yeah, she's on, on his. On his, it's electronically. <laughs> on the factory Honda. It's probably got a computer. GPS. In there. Yeah. <laughs> he just thinks about it. It does it. They have all kinds of screens on that thing that we always wonder <laughs> what that thing's for. <laughs> What's all those? Brayback's just playing at coy. He's just like whatever. So, so the so the so like say the you know the the I think your bikes are probably what three ten three, uh, maybe lighter than that. Our bikes aren't much heavier than a motocross the, bike until you add fuel. Like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's their whatever so the talking. whatever the minimum is for the for the classification of the, that's what their bikes are at. Yeah. And so I think I think it's probably close to three hundred for there. So there's hundred and twenty pounds lighter than a twin cylinder bike. But it's it's not it's it's as much as the weight, it's all the rotational stuff too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot there's a lot going into it. Anything else, Blue? Uh those were the two, okay. two ones I was thinking. Fantastic. Yeah. Well yeah, uh have fun training. Thank you for coming by. Finally, Brabeck, you came by. Yeah, Kiefer will finally be happy. He'll lay off you. Uh, I'm sure he'll try to get me back out here again, and I'll I'll tag along with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, fantastic. <laughs> Anytime, Shorty. It's always good to see you. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Uh, thanks for coming by, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, Andrew Short Racing Rally. That's still weird to say, by the way. <laughs> you did thanks, well. With thanks that. for having me. Thank you. And uh, uh, Ricky Brabeck on the uh, factory Honda. That's a cheater bike. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Jimmy Lewis, uh, dirt bike test. 
com. Dot com? Yep. Go there, check it out, see what you're yep. up to. Longtime motorcycle media guy. How many years for you in the industry now? I started as a, like doing photo shoots for Dirt Bike Magazine in 1996. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. How long is that? Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mine was my first year being a wrench, by so, the way, so, 1996. So, so you brought Chris Holtner up. So, so yeah. Chris Holtner was, right. a, was like the third or fourth real photographer I ever worked with. I started oh, with yeah, like yeah. back in Franco right. and Tom Webb days and yeah, Rick Simon. He started wrenching in 88. 1988, Berlut was on the circuit, wrenching for Tommy Watts. 88, yeah. Good yeah, God. Eighty-seven. And then he, 87, Tommy Watts. And then he wins Daytona Supercross with Brighton and hangs it up. What a way to go out. Yeah, whatever, Steve. <laughs> hey, Brighton was telling me about, are you talking to me about you in Paris? Like what? He, he said he, he made a last-ditch effort. He he did. Yeah. He made a last ditch yeah, it's effort. Nothing to do with him. He's a I great know. guy. I, he no. just said he, he just. There's fucking airplanes. I don't like them. <laughs> and I, and I love being home. You know. It's because so, you didn't want to go out to dinner after, outside of the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so you're it. telling me when Genova and Alessi were here? Did you hear that? By the way, Genova and Alessi, they didn't give you that three hundred thousand dollar contract. No, you were working on it. I appreciate I that, trying, Steve. Trying to do three hundred thousand supercars <laughs> only, my MCR, but that wasn't working out. Nah. Oh damn it. Well, hey, uh, thank you guys for coming in. I appreciate it. Tyler Bowers is coming up next on the show. Uh, good luck, Ricky, with everything. You too, Shorty. Thank you for coming Thanks by, for Jimmy. Uh, really fun time. Glad and, they uh, drug me in. Yeah. No, glad glad, glad for you guys to be by, by here. And uh, it's awesome. Now I, I follow Rally because of him and, and your ex-brand, so I know what's going on with you too. So it's fantastic for you guys to come in and educate our listeners a little bit. So thanks, awesome. man. Thanks. Thank you. All right. There we go, everybody. Some great in-studio guests. Rally life. Are you still on, Balut? Am I on? Yeah, yeah okay. I'm good. on. All right, I didn't know if I left you. Oh, oh there you are. There you are. You, now you're on. I'm on. Uh, Tyler Bauer is coming up here on the show. And uh, like I said, we'll do some more Geneva uh, Supercross talk coming up this weekend. And uh, 702-586-7857. Question for you, Balut, from Raining Yellow. Raining, Raining Yellow, Yellow, what's up? Raining Yellow? Hold on. Raining yellow. I may not always get a so, chance to there you call, are. Hey, wait, wait. We, we I, missed the, we, we, I love it, man. We missed the first part. Say it again. I love it when Tony's on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. How no, you been? been? Shit. You know, I mean, I've been good, dude. I uh, I broke my leg. I got a rod in it. Uh, your femur? Your femur? Uh, no, my tib. Oh, okay. Wow. But uh, just just upgraded to that 19-250F Yamaha, so. Oh, okay. Steve loves his Yamahas. Yeah, no, I've been on the Blue Crew. Uh, you know, I've had blue balls many times, so I figured, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? I always ride that blue bike, but uh, no, uh, life's good. Good, but, good. Uh, always good to hear from you, Tony. But uh, how about this, man? Malcolm's finally got a legit off-season. What's the deal? He, so what's he going to even ride? Maybe you can tell me. So he's not on the Moto Concept bike. He's not? Uh, not that I know of. Really? Well, he, you know, he raced, what, Canada on the thing? But I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't heard if, if Malcolm's on what, what team Malcolm's going to be what? on. Huh? What te- what team I'm back. Is, I'm back. What team is Malcolm? Moto Concepts. He's, he's on Oh, Motor he Concepts. did sign the deal? Well, I don't think it's officially signed per se, but yeah, I think he's doing it. How yeah. come he wasn't over in? Uh... He was in Spain. Oh. What's, what's the deal, Steve, with him finally having a legit off season? Well, he's been training. He's been training with Swanee. He uh, he looks good, I guess. Yeah, he's he's on it. Like, what the hell's been the deal the whole time? Is is no? I mean, like, I don't I don't know Rainy Yellow. I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. He's certainly talented. 
Yes. And that's uh, the thing, you know, it's Jimmy. Like, don't forget your computer. Um, just it's he, just it's good to know that he's actually freaking training. It's like, dude, you got all the guys. The, out. the guys, work. the guys on the team say that he's legitimately lost weight. He's in shape and he's and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So they that's what they say. All right. Well, shit. It's ready to be an exciting Pop year. Off night. Oh uh, wait, wait. We got a we got a we got a drop just for you. Here we go. Brandon Gillard, fuck off, mate. <laughs> oh, that's a thing of beauty right there. You like that? You got your own drop yeah. now, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to fuck off right now, and I'll, uh, you guys have a good show. Thanks, Randy Yellow. Thanks, buddy. See you. Hey, Take fuck you. off. Take care. <laughs> All right, Randy Yellow, everybody. Spending millions of dollars can get a brand attached to a race series or get a sticker on a race book that may or may not be the product, but it can't buy heritage. Maxima defines aspirational because they've been there since the beginning, aspiring to be the greatest motorcycle oil in the world, and believe that they've reached a goal. Maxima is voted year after year as the number one aftermarket oil in American power sports. They didn't buy their way to number one. They got there by being the best. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Thanks to Maxima for coming on. Dogger and the boys. Um, so last week, last show, yeah. we decided to give away a Fly Racing factory work stand. Nice. So we asked everybody to enter. Okay. So you're going to draw the, the name out of a fly hat, too. Good job, Pookie. It's an actual fly hat. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Looks like Cody Cooper. Cody Cooper. That's what it says. Okay. Yeah. Well, Cody Cooper, who's hopefully not the racer, I hope, I hope not. Uh, wins the uh, wins the Fly Racing Factory stand. Um, and uh, hey, call Bowers; he's getting worried. Uh, yeah, we'll call you right away. Uh, we're, we've been busy. Um, he's tired, <laughs> wants to go to bed. Yeah, the bear is coming up here shortly. Sending yeah, me text. Don't, don't poke the bear. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven is uh, is coming on. Ricky Brayback, Andrew Short, Jimmy Lewis. Um, interesting, right? Yeah, like, really good. I, I just. I think that stuff's so gnarly what those guys do, man. Oh, dude, like, I, I mean, just the lifestyle. I mean, just not only the racing part, but all that that other shit's yeah. just bad, huh? Yeah. Can't even eat produce. Slide over there if you can. All righty. Just because I, I don't, it's easier to look at you. Um, That's true. Yeah, you can't eat the produce. No kidding. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. I'm, but and I don't get. He says it looked so bitching and all green and really good. I mean, what's it for looks? I mean, how? Yeah. Who eats it? I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't you know, know you, what I'm saying? I didn't know you couldn't eat produce from other countries. Right. I, I, didn't, I did not know that. I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Jordan. Jordan, what's up, man? How are you? Good day, mate. I'm not too bad. What's happening? Um, I was just, um, I've recently gone to the OzX Open that you've all I've been talking about a little bit. Yeah. Um, his mate, Dean Wilson and Ando and all that were there. Um, as everyone knows, Dino doesn't have a ride for right. next year as of yet. As of yet, but a lot of a lot of the fans, sort of around around the pit on social media, they were talking a lot about how the fans themselves could tr- try and sponsor riders, like in that privateer sort of. Setup. Yeah, you could, you could do like a GoFundMe, uh, right, or whatever for guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, do riders do that now, or is that something that is there an issue with doing that? What's not so. Um, not so um, you know why I brought that up to Dino I brought it up to Dino and he kind of wasn't wasn't all about that um I think there's a there's a perception there like 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 let's not Dean's making some good money from his clothing and his sponsors and he gets everything for free you know he's paying his expenses and certainly Tyler Bowers is coming up here shortly so he can talk to us about that I just I think it's I don't know if it's a good look for one of those guys to start one of those fan funded things you know um yeah but I know what you're saying because I after Dean came on the show, 
we have a we had a bunch of emails and tweets about helping them out you know so i don't know yeah I, maybe there is something there where a privateer could really get the fans behind them you know and help yeah. do, donate and all that but but i don't know kind of reedy did it right yeah reedy did it with selling those vip spots right yeah. so yeah i don't I know man feel like, uh, i feel like moving towards the future sort of with the privateer side of it i think um they're going to probably need more help not so much D- dino was just a sort of help put the idea in my head i suppose because i'm a bit of a fan of my partner he's scottish but just the re- the rest of the privateers and things like that. I think moving forward, because it is getting tighter and money's getting a lot tighter in in the sport. Is it something sort of we need to look at as a fan base more to try and help the privateers yeah. to think, keep bringing people up, sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a difficult thing, right? Because some people will be yeah, like, yeah. "Fuck no, I don't want to help out Dean Wilson. He's made millions of dollars racing motorcycles, and he has." So why yeah, would I want to help yeah. them race motorcycles? And then if you do it and you don't get a hundred percent crowdfunded effort, then it looks kind of bad for you. And I, I don't yeah. know. I, I see both sides of it. I really do. I, I like I said. I, I brought up to Dean. He wasn't wasn't interested. Didn't want to do it that way. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but we got something cool coming up with the help of Yamaha that's going to help some privateers out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you going to tell us? Yeah. Uh, it's coming up soon. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to give back to privateers because that's what we do. Right on. Jordan. So, yeah. um, Hey, buddy, thanks for calling. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Th- thanks. A couple callers from Australia tonight. Vortex Racing uh, sprockets that Aaron Plessinger and Justin Barsha use on their Monster Energy Yamahas. Uh, bars that are 29% stronger than their competition. Email jake at vortexracing.com. We gave away a chain and sprocket set last weekend, and uh, certainly we may give something else away tonight. From the folks at Vortex. Uh, Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the evening. He is the bear. He is Tyler Bauer as a privateer hero. What's up, Bowers? How are you, man? I'm all right. I was sitting around waiting to hear from I'm you. I'm sorry. Ricky Brabeck and Andrew Short were in studio. No, what you're supposed to do is flip it around on me and uh, tell me about the last time you called me and I didn't answer. I forgot about it. Uh, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, that's what. Good thing. Fuck, <laughs> I made up for it. Um, how are you? Everything good? How's your finger? Oh, it's all right. It's a little stiff right now. Um, yeah, I got the pins pulled out last week. Yeah, uh-huh. last week. And, um, well, I guess the week before last Before time, Paris, before yeah, Paris. before Paris. Yeah. And then so, yeah, I did Paris with the pins recently out, taped it to the other finger so it had a buddy, kept them together, kept it from beating off, like slapping off the handlebar. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and so this week been taking it easy again. And then uh, I'm going back to Germany on Wednesday, and then, so I'll race there again this weekend with uh, the finger. It's a little stiff still, but it's better. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I didn't think. You, I was you, surprised you, how gnarly it could be. Like, <laughs> I've, broken, I've broken all my fingers before. Normally, like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It hurts a bit. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to use it for a couple weeks and maybe tape it to the other one. But this one's just been a real pain in the ass. Um. So, yeah, Monster Cup, you broke them. First weekend in Germany, you had pins in still, but it, it, it bothered you. Got the pins out in Paris. We talked a lot. You didn't like it. You had to tape it, like you said, tape it to yeah. his buddy. And then, uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, you wouldn't think a finger would give you this much problem, but I guess racing motorcycles is you use your finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think the, the biggest thing was, like, I've broken them all before, but um, mostly they weren't, like, and, and this one I, like, smashed. Like, I didn't, I mean, I broke it like a normal fracture, but where it was at before the last knuckle, and then also the rest of my hand i smashed like all my fingers because when cooper went down and his his 
bike kind of slipped up, mm-hmm. I, I just drilled his rear wheel with my right hand, like fourth gear tap coming out of the sand. So yeah. like my, my thumbnail is still black. So like all my fingers and then the yeah. middle finger, the nails, like all kind of messed up on it still. And it's, yeah, it's been, you know, almost six weeks now and I still got Jeez. But yeah, it still hurt, hurt to touch stuff. So I, I don't know if it's just the bones as well as like soft tissue too. You know what I mean? Just where I bruised the hell out of it too. So like I said, my thumb's still sore and it's not even, it never broke. Yep. Hey, by the way, uh, your wife, Brady did a real cool photo shoot, like a retro photo shoot. Um, yeah. for, for you. Yeah. You like that? Um, my wife said that she tried to order it, but the link, the link didn't work or something. So you might want to tell her to look, oh, look at the link really? or look at something. We are trying to order one for the studio. So just, just, yeah, FYI. we got to work on that. Um, uh, I mean, she's sitting right next to me. She can hear you. So. Okay. Well, just oh, tell her something's not working online. Pookie couldn't figure it out or uh, maybe, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. Maybe it was so popping. It was just. You know, shut down. For yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe it was so popping that it shut down. I did. I didn't think yeah. of that, but maybe it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, was hey, so the German race, like you said, we talked about this in Paris, and certainly we just had JT on the line, and he could vouch for this. The German series is gnarly. You didn't make the main the first night, uh, the second night you did, but that doesn't mean you're out of the series at all, right? Because of that first one. Right. No, it's, I'm still I'm still in there. I mean, anything can happen, you know, like just kind of it's a short series. But, you know, just like in the U.S., you know, people can get hurt and they make a lot of points here and there. Um, you know, last year I wrapped it up. There was still one night of racing left. Um, and then and then just like you said, it's, it's crazy. Like uh, I didn't make the main the first night, but I got six to the second night. And uh-huh. I ran third for a while. But um, for instance, my first year there, I ended up second, second overall in the points and I didn't make the main the first night, but I won the second night, you know, like, <laughs> right. and, like, and then, and then also, yeah. So the first race Stuttgart this year, um, uh, a lot of the guys like, uh, Florent Richet was on the podium the first night. Mm-hmm. He was, he didn't even make the main the second night, you know? So it's, yeah. kind of, it's just, it's crazy. They do like crazy stuff. Everybody like jumps the gate and it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like gnarlier than arena cross. Right. You know? it's, and the tracks are quite a bit different and just stuff happens and it's, it's pretty different. Um, it's really exciting for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not out of the points, you know, I just sort of like keep racing. Uh, the final one is the weekend of Phoenix. There's a three night, um, race there, the weekend of Phoenix. So I'll have to go back over there in January. Right. Right. Um, Hey, so for next year, uh, you're doing the German series. Like we said, we saw you in Paris. Uh, I, I talked to you a couple times in the off season and said, Hey, this team is looking for somebody and you know, this, you may have to wear this gear, but here, you know, this team's looking for something. And you were just like, no, nah, don't want to do it. You, you, for one, you're tight with the Kawasaki guys. You get support from Kawasaki. So you want to do that. Um, you know, you want to make a little bit of money from your gear deal, which is fine. No, no doubt about it. But in a way, Bowers, I don't want to say you're choosing to go the route you're going as a privateer, <laughs> but in a way you're choosing to go the route you're going as a privateer, right? <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, this year for sure, hundred percent choosing to go that route. And yep. even last year, you know, I had some offers for, you know, some smaller teams and I chose to gamble on myself. You know, yep. that's where I'm at. I, I, I choose to bet on myself cause I think I'll do the best. I have really good people in my corner. Chaz at uh, trigger racing helps me out a lot. Um, like I said, the Cowie guys, you know, I've worked really close with them now for over the you know past year or so. And, and, and I get cool stuff from them and mm-hmm. you know, we share a lot of information. And, uh, yep. also I think the biggest thing is, is like I said, I'm betting on myself because I know that guys are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it's unfortunate to say, but I mean, we've all been in the position and then yep. on top of that, I believe I'm good enough to be one of the first picks for those guys that get hurt. 
You know what I mean? I might not yep. have been the pick right now for whatever reason, but I'm, I'm right there on the list. So I got to stay healthy. I got to be good at the same time, but I, I mainly got to stay healthy and be at every race and be in every main event because that's what these teams are looking for. And let's just be honest. If you're not on a factory team, you're, you're screwed. Like if you're just riding on a team that's not factory back, you're just wasting your time. I really believe that because it's so much of an advantage to work with these teams. If you know how to work with them, mm-hmm. um, i.e. if you know how to actually test and actually take advantage of the, the opportunity they're giving you rather yep. than just, Oh cool. I got a mechanic for the weekend or somebody's taking my bike to the race. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you, you can really, you can really benefit from a lot of things from these factory teams that it's just not even fair when you're not on a, when your hands are tied up to a team that's not at that level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, Berlu- with, with, sorry. Yeah. With myself, I can, I can work, I can do, I can do, um, things better than a lot of the subpar teams just on my own you mm-hmm. know I mean? with myself and donk out of a box fan. Right. Berlu, like that's something like a little bit of, people may not know like not every ride is a great ride in our sport like there there are benefits to doing it by yourself with factory guys that want to help you Theo and everybody at cowie who wants to slide you you know for sure but on a 250 it's way gnarlier right yeah i mean 450s are the motors if you get suspension if you had a good suspension package i think the motors on the 450s yeah you can do yeah absolutely i agree 100 percent. i think even and and I'm really lucky out. Like last year, our bike, my bike was pretty good. We did some engine work, but I'm really like lucky out this year because the 19 Cowie out of the box is just it's badass. Like like I was I was at yeah. You said that last time. Yeah. Yeah yeah. I mean like well, I was talking with Mitch today about like what like what all do we need to do to uh-huh. it? like like my race bike at Monster Cup was a piston and some headwork. We we had stock cams in it and this like it was it was insane how close to production that thing was for a factory bike. So. You know, like right out of the box, we're starting with a good package, and, and being a privateer on that thing is just—it's very—it's very good, I think. Um, so just box van life again with Donk. Donk is back. Is that was that? Can we break that news? Uh, Donkey is is back, Wrenchy. I, well, I texted him earlier, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to be on the show later, and and I'm sure it's going to come up. Can I break the news?" Yeah, and he hasn't replied back yet, so I haven't heard back from him. So well, I'm just going to do it. You know what? Ask for forgiveness later. I, I tweeted out hashtag Donkey Backy Wrenchy, and yeah. and he liked it. He liked it, so that must mean he acknowledged that. So, but so the plan is to do the same program: old school box fan, yep. Donkey Wrenchy, Kawasaki, and and you're off. Yep. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, so, so the same thing. Yeah, the box fan, HM Factory Services does my engines. Uh, yeah, so I'll, they have a box fan. It was an old RCH box fan. Um, I talked to Kaipo about it a bit. I guess he he was like helped build it back in the day. And uh, yeah, so the thing is, it's decked out, ready to go. And um, yeah, so we'll be in the box fan driving. Me and him driving to the races every now and then. We'll throw the old lady and the baby in there too. <laughs> you know, you catch us at the, the, at old, the, races. the old battle axe will come along. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. <laughs> Easy, um, Steve. She's so. sitting right next to him. I know, right? Yeah, um, you just right here. No, but hey, <laughs> but, but look, I, but I tell people like, so Cowie last year, I think. Last year, or the year before, Kawasaki had a really good contingency program, and I would assume you're eligible for that, Bowers. Yes. You get yes, two thousand dollars for twentieth place in the main event. You have your uh, contingency. No. What? No, I don't think it's that good. It's it's. Yeah, it's twenty two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, for the from Feld, yeah. Yeah, from Feld. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get two thousand dollars for that. Uh, the first six races are all close by. You're not going far. Your expenses aren't high. Um, yeah. 
like you can do all right and you're going to do well like we we saw your results you can certainly place that thing up there close to the top 10 and like this isn't this isn't like and and you have total control over your bike your suspension your motor what what you want to do um you're comfortable on the cowie like it's a good deal yeah i think it's good like i said for the most part um because i i can I can pick and choose what I want to do to my own bike too. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm yep. not like I'm not stuck with you know things that aren't as good, whatever. Um, and and at any point I can say I can say like, hey, I'm not whatever. I'm not racing this weekend, or you know I gotta or this weekend I gotta go over there. Like I gotta go to Germany during Phoenix. And and on top of that, um, it yeah, I can make good money just from Feld, but people also forget the upfront cost. Um, for instance, a new bike is. Was like ten to twelve grand now. Well, you can get bikes yeah. from Cowie, can't you? Yeah, yeah, but you still gotta, you know, pull some strings. Okay, you'd, right. you'd be surprised how many bikes are not just laying around at Cowie. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're probably right. You're right. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they, yeah. they use a lot. Um, so yeah, I get some help from Cowie this year and, and a parts allowance, um, which will cover me for Supercross. But mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to do outdoors as well. And then, uh, but then yeah, you got. You got fuel to get to the races, and then, and then, uh, you know, the hell to sign up. I mean, they, they charge an arm and a leg just to sign up. Two seventy five, so, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like three hundred, I think. Yeah. 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 So per yeah per race, and that's like so that's not cheap. You know, fuel to get there. So um, I, I did my numbers with all the parts I'll have to buy too um, up front. I'll, I'll need to make like seventeen fifty to two grand just to break even. And then um, donkey a, a weekend donkey salary. Yeah, and it, well, that, that's the other part is donk salaries in there. Honestly, oh my god, <laughs> like, so much money! Actually, that's I, I forgot <laughs> that. Now that you brought that up, <laughs> oh shit! Money, nah, then just don't pay donkey anything. Just tell him it's okay. Yeah, well, donkey don't work you for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> donkey go homey. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll hang out at up at Tim Hortons up there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, not come down. So I yeah. got I got to get him down, or else I'm working on it, which is just sketchy. Yeah, yeah. donkey go homey with no money. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, can you? You ride the cowie truck is that something that they've let you do on certain days or when when eli or joey aren't testing uh, or yeah so i can ride the i can ride k2 for sure which is the, okay. there's another one they have up on the hill where pc rides and everybody like that the yep. one on the freeway though where I, I i rode all summer testing the 19 um it's only for the 450 factory team um but they never really use it so i don't know what's going on with that because <laughs> they have a the neighborhood right next to it, they can only have two bikes on the track at once, blah, blah, okay. blah whatever. Yeah. So um, they told me that they didn't, they can't promise it, but they they, they said they, they weren't going to tell me it was going to go away. But yep. whatever. Like, I can ride the other one up on the hill. That thing's fine. Um, there's also Milestone and then the Fox Race where they build a track. Um, you know, it's, it's yep. fine. I don't, need yeah. to, I don't need 20 Supercross tracks. Right, right. Um, so when do you start, like – Obviously, you know, Baker's guys and all that are into their boot camps and all that kind of stuff. When does your finger allow you, do you think, to – I mean, obviously you're racing in Germany, like you said, this weekend. But when are you able to, like, really hammer down here and try to get some laps in? Well, dude, I'm not, I'm not sweating it too much. I started – you got to think, I started riding Supercross, like, back when everybody was still finishing up outdoors. You True, know, the, yeah. The 2019 Supercross testing. So, like, going into Monster Cup, I was damn near over it, you know. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh uh, with this finger thing, I'm not I'm not sweating it too much. My fitness is still pretty good. Um, still able to cycle and stuff like that. Um, I thought I thought honestly I thought I'd be able to get on the bike by now, but um, this thing's still a little bit stiff. Um, so and then the racing in Germany is like my number one, so I don't want to wear it out before I go there. Right. So I'm going to go there this weekend, come back, and then try to maybe ride next week and maybe take another week if I have to. Um, 
but I've got everything in place for the bikes and everything, all mm-hmm. my parts. Um, Dunk's coming down. He was going to come down this week, but I, I was, I'm not riding this week, so I think he's going to come down next week. Um, so yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's all it's all rolling okay. And I think uh, how's your bike in Germany? Uh, it's badass. Really? Um, yeah, like the, the the engine builder over there, um, RHE. Um, he does what's that? What's the Cowie team that Searles on over there? Uh, um, there's a cow team that for over there. Yeah, that's uh, Steve Dixon. Yeah, is it Dixon Racing? Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he does their stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's like it's like almost too much. I mean, like I said, it's arena cross tracks over there, so it's things are bad out of hell. You so know? you bring <laughs> your you bring your own suspension now? Yeah, so oh, I'm able cool. to bring my own suspension. Um, last time I went, so Stuttgart. That was another reason why I didn't make the main the first night. Um, uh, my stuff got lost on the way there so my gear bag and my suspension didn't make it God. which was super odd to have both not make it so i had to borrow some gear had to race and some gear with no knee braces blah 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 and then i ran some suspension from a guy over there solva but uh everybody really likes him over there he does good stuff i was pretty impressed i was just not comfortable on it but um so yeah so you know they have they have good stuff over there too i could run but you know i have my show of stuff that i'm comfortable with here and i just take it with me um is do you ride for feel file kawasaki yeah, file Kawasaki. File Kawasaki. Dude, well, I did the German series in 98. Yeah. And it was yeah, file yeah. Kawasaki. Hmm. Yeah, I think JSR yeah. rode for him then. Really? Yeah, Harry's the man. Mad Mike rode for him for a little bit then. Yeah, Mike like, Jones. dude, they go way back, right? Yeah, because that's all he talks about. Like, if you have a bad night, Harry just, like, slaps you on the back and is like, oh, if Mad Mike Jones was here, he'd win every race and then win the freestyle show and then party harder than anybody afterwards. <laughs> like, what? And then come back and then come back Saturday night and do it all over again. And I'm like, dude, it's different times now. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got a comment for you from uh, Steve. What's going on, Steve? Thanks for calling the show. What's happening? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I've been enjoying the show tonight from uh, the international perspective of the rally guys, and it's cool to hear the lineup going in Geneva. Just want to wish you a good trip. And Thanks, man. Um, I yeah. like hearing about that overseas stuff. Yeah. Cool to see even, like, pr- privateers and stuff like Tyler Bowers. You know, it's it's uh, it's cool that guys are making the effort to race internationally and uh, politics aside. As a fan, I really enjoy that. Yeah, well, it's about making money, uh, Steve. So that these guys like uh, Tyler and, and and the other guys that want to race it, like they, it's have a. If you got some money and you got to race, they'll travel to you and make some money. You know, so yeah, yeah, and uh, I hope they can at least eat the produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Bowers, shit. we had Shorty and Ricky Brabeck in, and they were saying they can't eat the produce in these countries where the Dakar Rally is. What? I don't know, bro. They said they can't eat the produce. You'll you'll get Dude, sick. Oh, anything like for for a little bit. Like my first couple of years in Germany, I was like scared. But now, like my wife, because I come home with the little packets of the Lieberwurst, like the liver sausage, and I just like I'm just fully when I go to a country, whatever I'm eating, whatever they got, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you're like, the, you're the bear, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, let's try it out. Uh, what else, Steve? Anything else? No, that's it. Good okay. luck to y'all in Europe. Thank you, man. Appreciate the call. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Uh, is Brady still there, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. You want me, let me talk you want me. to him. All right, he's straight here. Hello? Hey, bro. Hey, what's up? Hey, so where can people go to this, get this calendar thing that's that's working for to support you and the, the Big Bear? Okay, so for T-shirts and posters, it'll be at Brady Bowers, and that's Brady with an I, uh-huh. not a Y, yep. dot co. Okay, bradybowers.co. 
com. Dot com. Okay. Dot yep, co. And then, um, yes, the shirts were pre-ordered. So the last order for the shirts will be December 6th. And then I'll just get those printed as soon as possible. And then they'll be out before Christmas. Okay. All right. So people, get, what about these posters with you looking retro 80s? You like that, right? I so do. I yeah. saw a photo like a while ago, and Tyler was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "I think I might get this bike." And I was like, "Yes, you have to get that bike because it'll go great for this photo shoot that I want to do." And uh-huh. he was like, "All right, perfect." Then I was trying to sell it, and then he wouldn't let me sell it because <laughs> I. He said, "You can't just use things and then get rid of it when you're done." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, but, you can. Yeah." But, yeah, no, it was perfect. Um, Erica Parabinos, Paul Parabinos' wife, shot it, and uh-huh. it, was, it was a great day. Tyler um, told me how to model. Oh, well, he's yeah, because he's got so much experience in it as opposed to you. Yeah, cut my shorts shorter. He's, well, I, I've, I've seen all the, like, what she was going for is, like, what I grew up looking at. <laughs> you know? Right. I'm, I know what she's the, going for. I, I, I pictured her as the rad and bad. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, rad, rad and, and bad, bad girl yeah. was Brady. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? No, I gotta go. That was 90s. Is this on Google? Well, rad yes, and bad yes, Google rad and bad posters. And that is you. Rad and in, bad. Yes, that is you in that in that shot. For sure. That's what I was wondering. You even had the one piece, which is the the move back in the day. Yeah. Oh, my God. These are awesome. Um, (laughs) Yeah. See, that's you. That could be you. Rad and bad right there. Um, All right. uh, Coming February. New new images. Okay. So can people still get those posters or are they all gone? Yep, posters are still available. The only thing that was pre-order are the T-shirts. Okay. So I'll stop taking orders, like I said, December 6th. Okay. BradyBowers.com. .co. No com. Oh, .co. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we'll get our listeners on that. People will, will dig it. Yeah, it's um, if they go to my Instagram page, it should be just linked on it, and I think it's on Tyler's too. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Can we talk to I'll the bear? Support the bear. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Are you guys want to talk about me again? Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> hey, something I want to talk to you about that I don't think we've talked about this on the show. So, as you know, Bowers, the Amsoil Arena Cross Series went bye-bye. Like, there is no Arena Cross Series. And as someone that won it three times, you won, right? Four, four, four yeah. times. Yeah. You made your, you, you really made your name there. Like, you know, you, 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 yeah. you, you really built your career back up there, and you were the dominating yeah. rider. Yeah. It sucks, man. I, I'm, I'm bummed to see it go. What about the kicker? Uh, yeah. I haven't heard yeah. much about that. Yeah. Bowers probably yeah. knows. Yeah, I've seen the kicker stuff, and uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do with it. Because I think Arena Cross um, is awesome to watch, especially if you're not a like already a Moto fan. Like if it's your first time going to a race and you don't know who the big names are exactly, and this and that, it's I think it's cooler to watch because there's just more chaos. That it's goes a on, great you know? show for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good show, and and I think. Um, from my view, from the Arena Cross series, when, when I raced it, I, I don't think they pushed it enough with the cities that they were going to, like early enough or hard enough, so that there wasn't a lot of like you know like ads on the radio and ads on TV. I think there could have been more or even better ones. Um, like I did, I did the last my final two or three years. I did every press day for all the Arena Crosses too. So I would fly in, you know, Wednesday uh-huh. and then do press day every Thursday before the you know the weekend started, um, and then and. I, I had to deal with the series, so I did all the um, radio interviews and everything that we could do. And there was there was times we went, and I just did some like 5 a.m. morning press, and like maybe one news crew show, showed uh-huh. up. So I, I was always really bummed on like 
I felt like we could, you know, push it more than we'd have more asses in the stands. But uh, for whatever reason, there wasn't there wasn't really that big of a push. And I also think sometimes tying in uh, merchandise into it a little bit better could have been better. So I, I really hope there's another series that sparks up and kind of uh, brings it back because it's definitely something yeah. close to my close to my heart. I grew up I, racing it, and then you know clearly made you know a career out of it. Yeah, there's got to be. There's got to be someone who starts a series, Berlut, right? Like, like I know the kicker thing. You talk about the kicker thing, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, something maybe you a little think higher a profile. Would do it. Like, what, what's my kid doing? Could somebody call my kid. Yeah, yeah get Mike back. I think he's on flat track. But oh, is he? Okay, I just uh, I would put it back in. I would put it back in November. I would make the guys double class it, just like it used to be. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It was. Yeah, it was way better. I think I think that was the other part is that when when they tried to turn it into a feeder series, it kind of it took away from it a little bit, made it a little bit crazy, yeah, um, and a little bit different. And then it got confusing with all the game show stuff that they threw in there. Yeah, I think making it its own show, mm-hmm. and especially if you want to do the game show stuff with the briefcases and this and that, then make it its own thing. You know, don't make it a road to Supercross or yeah, have right. anything to do with Supercross. Um, I think that was cool, but. At the same time, it needed its own entity because it was its own, in my eyes, its own sport. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, motocross to supercross is different. Yeah, um, I agree. Arena cross is different, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, well, hey, Tyler, uh, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Appreciate it. Uh, it's been a while since we had you on. Like you said, you forgot to pick yeah. the phone up once, and and then you thought maybe <laughs> I was mad at you or something for A-Ray. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I, remember. Thought you, I thought you hated me because A-Ray hates me now, so I thought uh, you were just uh, like... Do you and A-Ray have so... legitimate beef, though? No, I don't know. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I thought... yelled at him. At, I yelled at him at Monster Cup because we crashed together there. Um, he's kind of a bonehead sometimes. Yeah, no, he's uh, out of control sometimes for sure. Yeah, I mean, we know we know that, <laughs> but like sometimes I'm like, dude, come on. So like we were jumping up into one of those like elevated turns in the stands, and I was on the outside of them, and I, we jumped up in, and I closed in on him a little bit, but I didn't like shut him down completely, knowing that he had the inside line. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go around the outside. Well, I think he thought I was going to like completely just cut him off from the outside at like fourth gear wide open because uh-huh. he he went straight to the to the tough block from the inside, like the markers, and he ran into them himself. And then he crashed from hitting those. And then when he was crashing, he took me into the wall. And I was like, dude, what were you doing? He's like, you cut me off. I'm like, I gave you like. Ten feet of room. You just thought I was going to cut you off and rain yourself into the tough block. One of my favorite moments of Supercross was when you thought he was Barsha and you took him down. That was that was hilarious. That was great. Yeah, that was the whole deal. Yeah, um, it was. I was having a really bad night there. Listen, I I, do you follow my goggles? Yeah, do you yeah. follow him on Instagram? He's he's Transworld Motocross yeah. guy now. So I'm, I'm, you know, he's not pulp anymore. That, that guy. Yeah, really. But he just he jumps around. He though, does. He does. He's, a, he's like the ultimate, what, what would you call it? Like a he's like a 90s pro-ho. Yeah, in the pit. Yeah. Berluti knows about the 90s pro-ho. I think he lived in Lake, actually. I think he did. I think he did. He's hopping around over there right now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, hey, man, thanks for coming on uh, Vortex Racing, uh, Bars and Sprockets, uh, official Bars and Sprockets of the show. We appreciate them presenting Tyler Bowers. Good luck with everything, uh, the Bear. As a privateer, Donkey is back, and uh, I look forward to uh, hanging out with you this year, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. Tyler Bowers, everybody, on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Tyler, what's another? This isn't Tyler Bowers. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. How are you? Pretty good. All right. Uh, Uh, Now that we got that out of the way. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, basically, uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit before, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about the growth of the sport of Supercross, and maybe you can kind of touch a little bit with t- with TV package and stuff like that, and what where, where you think or where do you see the sport in you know say ten twenty years, and do you think it's getting more um, say I'm easier or harder to get into for the average consumer going just to watch Supercross, getting their kid into it and stuff like that. Um, Great questions. Yeah. Have you been listening to the show a long time? Oh, yeah, I've been for years now. Okay, then you've heard my rant. Like, we are what we are. There's no Taco Bells coming. There's no Verizons coming to the sport. Like, we're not going to grow. Why would this hear this bullshit about growing the sport? We have four new semis this year and three left. We got three new semis, four left. Like, we are just what we are. Like, our ratings are okay, whether they're on ESPN yep. or Fox. We're a niche sport, man. That's just what we're going to be. And and I love it. And I'm here every Monday night talking yeah. about it. And Berluti loves it. But, dude, we're not getting the NASCAR. We're never going to be there. And we're never going to grow it that way. And it's just going to be what it is, man. Like, everyone needs to just accept it. Like, the X Games yeah. isn't going to blow it up. It's not going to be on ESPN, highlights of Roxon and Tomac. Like, it ain't going to happen. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I see, I know how, you know, they're trying to, you know, bring it to different cities. You know, they're bringing it to MetLife, which is bringing it to the New York metropolitan area this year. They're bringing it to Nashville. They're trying to expand the, the viewers, I guess you could say. No, that's but, cool. Um, I mean, that's like fine, the, but the yeah. The average consumers who know nothing about Supercross, you know, is it just like, you know, let's go watch this cool dirt bike race and go home, or let's maybe see if we can buy our kid a new dirt bike and we can get into mm. motorcycle riding and racing. You know, it's it's kind of um, mm, double Yeah, or, I, I just... I mean, bikes are getting more expensive for sure. Then, then that's that, that's not a good thing. Um, there needs to be some entry level bikes probably made. Ping's been pounding that table for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think people are racing less and less. I think there's growth in the GNCC series. I think there's growth in what Shorty was talking about, where people can show up, race their dirt bike for a while, and then go home happy. Yeah. They don't they don't show up, pay forty dollars a class, get four laps, and they're there for twelve hours. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. that's something that, that you talked about too. Yeah, we yeah. just – hey, the funny thing, Nick Way, I saw I – ra- I did a race up at uh, up at Utah two weeks ago. Mesquite? No, no, in Utah at um, oh. St. George. And uh, Nick Nick took his kid there. I thought he went to Mesquite. St. No, George? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow, okay. And they the one – the promoter guy said Nick brought him here because f- the fast kids his age are out of Utah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was good event. Oh, neato. Um, what do you think about growing the sport, though, Billy? Tyler wants to know. Yeah, well, same. I, I agree with you. I yeah. mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, the costs aren't going down, right? You all know? these, all the, Tyler. I can't tell you how many times I heard these mm-hmm. jerk off agents tell me, "We're on X Games, bro. We're gonna blow up. It's what we need. Eyeballs on the sport, bro. It's coming. These big companies, X Games, X Games. Like fuck. Like I, I, nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing changed. Pastrana's gonna change the sport. Nothing changed. We're on Jay Leno. Nothing changed. <laughs> We're on ESPN. Nothing changed. Like yeah, I've heard yeah. it all. And, and it's been 22 yeah. years of me hearing what's going to blow us up. And it's 22 years of me sitting there going, we're selling out Anaheim. So what? Yeah. It, it ain't. Yeah, like last year, you know, I think I saw an interview of like Anders, Anderson on Forbes maybe. And that's about like the, as, like you said, as big as it'll get. Or maybe maybe on Fox or with TV packaging, you know, they'll do Dude, maybe we, one race we, on Fox. We had, we had, race. we were on Jay Leno, like live at late night doing laps with Stu and MC. Pastrana, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that. Ain't on Letterman, yeah. on Letterman, like, yeah. bro, it don't matter. And you know, Feld loves to trot out like, oh, we're in, we're in USA Today. 
You know, we're yeah. in USA Today, right? Well, who gives a fuck? <laughs> and, and we've been in USA Today. We've been on ESPN. We've been on Jay Leno. Well, Steve. We've been on X Games. It ain't. Yeah. It is what it is. It's a sport we love. It's niche. Let's all fucking Absolutely. just accept that, you know, and that, and that's Absolutely. the part. Do I do would I like it to grow? Sure, because I'll make more money. This show will grow in listeners. I'll, I'll be I'll be driving Lambos, and Marks will be banging <laughs> supermodels. But it like it ain't. It's not gonna work. Like we are what we are. Just embrace it. It's cool that we're on Letterman, and it's cool we're in USA Today. But it ain't gonna be the trigger that gets people buying ten thousand dollar four fifties. And running to the stores and, you know, and all that. So just fucking calm down, everybody. We are what we are. Maybe, like Anton, maybe we should hashtag more. Maybe that's what we're missing. All right. All, all right. right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate uh, it, guys. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <sighs> wow, Steve. Should that be the race tech rant? That was your rant. Yeah. Was that race tech rant? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't be. know that was coming, but <laughs> are you with me, though, Berlute? Are you with me? No, like, I hear it. I like, hear it. Yeah. I just. I mean, I'm not quite. Quite to Does where it get you're any at, fucking bigger than getting on ESPN and X Games and Jay Leno and Letterman? I mean, if if, if Feld was losing money, they'd do something else, right? I mean, it's 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 a good sport. I'm yeah. proud of it. I'm, I, I love I'm our proud sport. of it too. Yeah, and I, and I love it. But it's niche. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what we're gonna be. People associate dirt bikes, motorcycles with gangs, and you know, like the nah, average. I don't like, think you so don't anymore. think the su- sub- suburbia people. You know, I don't think it's like the Hell's Angel yeah. thing anymore. Okay. Right. I don't think. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. 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 Race Tech round of the night. Race Tech suspension. Uh, Public Max 18 is the code to save. Uh, call down there and mention Race Tech. Malcolm Stewart winning Montreal Supercross with Race Tech suspension. And uh, we, we thank those guys as well. That's the Race Tech, race tech round of the night. Honestly, that's. I, Mark, how many times have I ranted that same rant? Half a dozen? Yeah, I'm not really sure because I, I, I hear it coming. <laughs> and I just tune out. Right there we go. So Thanks. there's probably a lot more than I've than great, I've great counted. Great to know our producers paying attention. No, oh, I'm paying is, attention. Excite bike, excite bike, working for you? Uh, yeah, I'm on level five. Okay, fantastic. Good to hear. Um, all right, let's go to more phone. Reed, what's up, man? Reed, you there? Yeah. What's yeah, up, bro? Call. I was curious to see if you had any in- insight on the Supercross futures, being that that's taking over the Arena Cross. What those tracks are going to look like, or if it's going to be pretty tame like they were last year for the amateur program. You know what? I haven't heard. I know there. Yeah, no Arena Cross now, right? So the road to Supercross is going to be those amateur races. I mean, I I talked about it a few weeks ago. Like, apparently there was a track where the Cobra, um, the Cobras were jumping every single jump. The Cobra 50s? I believe yeah. We're it's jumping every tame. single jump. So, they're, they're like, you can't have a road to Supercross um, exactly. with, with jumps like that. Um, I don't know, man. I would hope. I would hope. And let's hope they change it because um, because it needs to be. If they're going to do road to Supercross, they need to be tougher. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really know, Reed. But well, the fine line between the getting the road to Supercross points and getting the 450 C riders around there without killing. Right, themselves. that's what. I, well, you're exactly right. So one of the things I heard, actually, that just jogged my memory, one of the things I heard from one of the OEM managers was that they they were telling Feld, "Hey, you need to build a couple of sections with two lanes, and some some classes cannot go down the more difficult lane." You know what I mean? Like you have a split down the middle. I, that, yeah. I think that's a good idea. So uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. You know? No, that makes sense. Um, hey, so you, um, you want a Maxima oil kit? That'd be awesome. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, 
two stroke or four stroke, you can tell Marks. Get your t-shirt sizes to uh, MaximaUSA.com, the official oil of our show. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Stay on hold, okay? Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Kyle, we want to talk about. We just had Reed on the line. Now, Kyle, you want to talk about Reed? But Chad Reed. Yeah. Uh, does this uh, help uh, Reed's chances for a ride with Pike being the injury he has? Uh, yeah, dude. For sure. Like, it's unfortunate in our sport. But literally Absolutely. the day after Weston went down, I was getting texts about, does this mean Reed's going to get Weston's ride? You got to think Weston's going to be out for a long time. Um, yeah. So. I would think it does 100% put Chad on the team. But then I was talking to somebody else that said that they didn't think JGR even has a title sponsor right now for next year. And so they wouldn't run a rider because they don't have a title. Wow. So they would just run Hill and the 250 guys. Hmm. So like Toyota? Or? Toyota's not a, not, a, not a... That's not the title? Yeah, not a, not a title. Gotcha. So, so they're still trying to bring in sponsorship for Reed outside as well. Yeah, yeah, and Chad was working on some own – I would assume Chad's working on Boost Mobile and some other sponsors. Um, if I – I know what somebody told me who would know that they would only run, run one bike because they don't have a title. I still think that, that Wesson's injury would open the door for Chad for the team, though. I really do, Kyle. I think, I think, I think they would be smart to put Chad out there if Wesson's unable to go. Awesome. So, all right, man. All right, thanks. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, what else we got here? Got a bunch of calls here. I don't know who's on Marks. I'm on the phone. Who's on two? I don't know. Papa Mexico. Who's this? It's Dark Side. Oh, hey, what's up, Dark Side? How much, man? Yeah, Marks never never picked up. Oh wow, uh, good oh, job. I put Marks. him on hold because I was doing something else. Marks, Marks I was is in the a- middle of an excite bike game. Hey, Marks is an asshole. <laughs> uh, I'm not going that far. Yeah, Marks <laughs> is an asshole. He is. All right, Marks is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, Berluti, we're yes, uh, we're a month out from Supercross. Man, it's pretty exciting as always. We got all these storylines coming up. What's the most exciting thing? What are you most excited about for Supercross this year? Probably the same thing I always am. You know, like uh, rookies probably want to see how – I want to see how Plessinger does. I want to see how Osborne does. Those those are probably my main things, you know. Um, Osborne looked good in blood. Paris. Did, Osborne looked good in Paris, man. Did he? Fitness looked good. He was char- he was catching Anderson at times. Really? He looked, he looked impressive, man. Yeah. Yep. So that, that that's what I think, Darkside. How about you? Well, yeah, I think so, man. I think that Zach and Savachi are the two big questions, and Plessinger. I think the I think the rookies are going to do a lot better than people are giving them credit for. I think they're going to be in the mix a lot, dude. So yeah, I, I hate I'm to, very excited. I hate to at the, at the risk of getting yelled at by DV. Fuck, it's a deep field, man. Okay, you're absolutely right. Osborne, Savachi, Plessinger, and Osborne are gnarly, and they're great. Mm-hmm. And never mind uh, Muscan. Anderson, Roxon, and Tomac, who we would all agree that they're better than the four rookies, right? Mm-hmm. So now we've got eight. Now we got Barsha, who's got podiums last year. Brayton. Brayton, who won a race last year. Um, More than Webb. one race. He won those, Cooper those, Webb. those single races. Yeah, yeah. Well, he won some... some, some uh, triple crown. Yeah, we, yeah. Call, we call them gangbangs. Oh. We had a guy last week who wanted to call the single wins gangbangs. Oh. So Brayton won like three gangbangs. Okay. Yeah. I was in a gangbang. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we like that, right, Marks? We thought that was pretty good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, gangbangs. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, just so look at those guys I just named off. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure I forgot a few guys, right? So uh, and 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 Justin Hill mm-hmm. and and Chad mm-hmm. Dino Dino, like yeah. So there's just not, there, somebody's gonna go home at Anaheim one in 12th place and be fucking pissed. Oh yeah, like you know, somebody good is gonna be in 12th, and they're gonna be so mad. That's how that's how crazy it is. Yeah, now, no, it's yeah. It, it starts out that way. And yeah, the, yeah, the pecking order and it, right. Yeah, but yeah, it should be good. So. All right. Anything else, Darkside? I think that's it. I was just uh, want to get Berlut's opinion. Thank you. Oh, so Berlut just you just wanted Berlut's opinion. Dark, hey, Darkside's a good guy. Sorry Short, for leaving you on hold, Darkside. Shorty just wanted uh, to talk to you about being a mechanic, not me. Steve, this is my show. Okay, Bo? It's, it's Berlut's show. <laughs> that's it. Berlut, Berlut MX. Um, hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. All right, Darkside. Thanks, man. Okay, see ya. See ya. Who's not big on orgies? Juan. What's up, Juan? How are you? Hey, how are you, Steve? Good. What's happening? Nice. To, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here to pay respect to your show, man. It's just, I'm a, I'm a listener from Guatemala. Oh, cool, man. And I just want to, I, I just want to tell you about the topic you were talking about before, about the growth of the sport and everything. Uh huh. I think the, I think the problem is, it's just like the heart of the sport, like revolves around the, the joy of riding, you know. So I, I think like if people don't ride, they don't know how it is. Like they don't live the passion, you know. And like that's yeah, that's what, like yeah. Because here, here, I'm so excluded from the sport, and I have no friends here that like it, you know. So right. and I discovered your show this year, uh, and I think it's very nice. Do you? What do you ride for a bike? What do you got for a bike? Uh, I used to have a a 250F, a KTM. Oh, cool. Back at home, yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, right. Yeah. So and also for this season. You, you forgot to mention Sabachi, bro. Yeah, Sabachi, right? No, we know. mentioned him. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, are you going to drop a, a fan, MX Fantasy guy for this year? You I'm said gonna... he changed. What? The MX Fantasy? Pop MX Fantasy? What about it? Yeah. Did, did, did it change from last year? No. I didn't join last year. Yeah, we're okay. going to do it again. We're, we're Marx is working on it as we speak, trying to, trying to uh, figure it out, man. So... All right. Awesome. Thank you for uh, thanks you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for playing. I appreciate it. Tell everybody in Guatemala we said what's up. <laughs> all right. All right. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Look at that. Australian That's tonight. Awesome. Guatemalan tonight. Yeah, I like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like? What? Ridge Lines, Honda World Downey, everybody. Over 30 minutes from anywhere in LA, uh, where the 5 and the 605 freeway meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, uh, including certified Hondas and cheap as is cars starting at 5K. Uh, our buddy Steve there down at uh, Honda World Downey has hooked up Vince Freeze with a killer deal. Yep. Hooked up Seven Deuce Deuce, hooked up Chris Kiefer, hooked up myself. Uh, I think he said he sold 13 cars to our listeners nice yeah yeah so it's really great thank you everybody and the prices i you're guess you're fucking kidding me no i'm not and the prices are i guess are fucking killing nice it's so steve at honda world downey in la so if you're in the market for a honda uh please check them out also to uh free first time oil change for anybody driving a honda that mentions pulp mx you get a free oil change from the folks at uh at honda world downey you just got to be driving a honda and mention pulp mx and that's it you can't it's, go wrong with a honda th- it's that it's that easy uh hey everybody there's only one solution to improve your bike's performance. Get getdata.it with the brand new get engine control units for two and four stroke bikes. You'll feel like riding a totally different bike. Improve rideability, maximize performance, improve throttle response. What are you waiting for? Uh, get get uh, get revolution by technology. What are you laughing? That's at? new. 
Uh, Did you no, start that? No, old? I've had it for a while. Yeah, you just haven't heard oh, it. Okay. Uh, when are we going riding next? Uh, Wednesday? No, I leave for Geneva. Oh shit! Wednesday. See, you're traveling too much. Okay, listen, I get back okay. from Geneva Monday night. Tuesday, I'm busy because I'm back and I got to do shit. Wednesday, I'm going to California to go do these Racer X Supercross preview videos. Oh, okay. I remember those. Thursday, I'm riding at Glen Helen. Steve, and why are you asking me? So can we go Friday, maybe? I'll drive back Thursday. We can go next Friday. You'll be down for that after I all think, that? I think. I think. Friday'd be fine for me. Have you been recently without me? Have you been cheating on me? Riding? No, no. I told you I, I raced that race up at uh, Utah. I went up there and rode the track. It's a neat track. You got to go up there. It's pretty fun. Really clay. What is it? Where is it? It's in St. George. How far by, is that? By the airport. It's a two-hour drive. Two hours? Yeah. Are they open during the week? No. Oh. They only race? They're, they're doing a series, yeah. They're doing a race series type thing. So we can't go ride there during the week? No. I just like the Western because I Jason lets us go there and no, ride no. whenever we want. No, I'm down with it's Western. Like factory rider. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're factory riders Yeah, at for Western. sure. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the track's prepped and everything? Yeah. It's fantastic, right? I think it's a great track. Factory I, riders I, jump the quad. Just saying. <laughs> so they got, what, three tracks open there right now? I think he's running yeah. them all, but yep. um, I'm sure he'll prep whatever we want, won't he? Well, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, what about mountain biking? You don't have a mountain bike. I don't. You want to go road biking? I put uh, 74 miles on last week. This Steve, week. Steve, I'm week. impressed. Like, ending, ending, it ended yesterday. How do you do it with all your travel? Well, I was home all week. Wow, I'm impressed. I went for two two-hour rides. Good deal. Yeah. How are you doing? Are you getting down in weight? Yeah. Awesome. I think so. I'm, I'm loving Levo life. Levo, oh, yeah, okay. Levo life. Yeah, you like that. I'm, I'm liking it, man. It's fun. It's really, I'm on Strava, so you're trying to match your times. You're trying to beat your times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're trying to do all that. So that part's really fun. So You've been with Justin at all? Yeah, we've oh, been going good. out a little bit. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Gear Alloy, the official wheel choice of the uh, RM, ATV, MC, KTM team. They got a display in the pits as well. SoCal Super Trucks. Uh, you go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, pump. Punch in Pulpamex 18 to save a gear alloy. Get your truck in gear with gear alloy. Great company, great wheels. Uh, certainly they have a style and a selection that will fit your needs, whether you drive a GMC, Chevy, uh, Dodge, Nissan, or whatever. Gear alloy, cold call. Speaking of, what were we speaking of? Cold calling people. Honda World. Oh, yeah, what's up? You're live on the Pulpamex show, 7 Deuce Deuce. What's happening? Dude, you know I got this number saved. What's happening, boys? How's the ridge line, bro? Dude, I'm actually in my ridge line right now on the way to HEP headquarters. Nice. And I just put, I just put a black magic wax on my ridgey, bro, and it's glistening. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Dude, you should you should stop at a truck show if you see one and enter it into a truck show. Dude, I already won a truck show. Oh, you guys! Nice, nice. So, bro, how's the Suzuki? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Dude, dude, it's really good. Um, I honestly, I got right on it, felt super at home. Um, you know, Dustin and the boys got everything pretty dialed though you know to be honest like when i first hopped on the bike it was like they had a pretty good setup from last year so everything i just hopped right on it and it felt good and everything was good i mean other than changing a couple um bar bends um i think you know other than that it was pretty sweet 
Wow. So you you noticed the turning? Turning is better than a Honda, you think, or? Um, I would just say it has different attributes. Um, I definitely noticed the turning right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? The bike turns absolutely phenomenal. It just it has a different center of gravity. Um, it just has different flex points. Overall, I would say you know. Obviously, that's the biggest feature that I liked about it is when it goes into the turns, it has a really solid turning feel, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as the front end feel. So I was really, really happy with that. And obviously, who doesn't want to be better at their corners? You know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, yellow front fender in front of you. Dude, it was a trip. (laughs) Only to be honest, like... I've seen red for so long. When I seen the yellow front fender, dude, I was kind of tripping. And I was like, am I on somebody else's bike? I'm like, nah, this is a 97's bike. Shit, what you talking about? Oh, shit, that's <laughs> funny. And how is the Thor gear, bro? Dude, the Thor gear's sick. It fits good. It's, uh, it's definitely a little bit, I would say, more slim fit. It's so weird, bro. Bro, it's so what? weird. You're going to be so weird. Oh, my gosh. Dude, it's so, it's crazy. I don't even recognize myself in pictures, bro. <laughs> different number, different bike, different Yeah, everything. I said he should just be Adam Smith. He's just Adam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, Smith. are you going to ride a Castillo again? Is that the plan? Uh, yeah, I've already been riding out of Castillo's. Everything's going good. The track's been absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, we're actually on our way to... Uh, AGB headquarters for the week to yep. do testing on some uh, suspension and get that all dialed with my buddy Alex. Um, I just got off the phone with him. We had a good conversation, and yeah, I'm stoked. You're going to run. Are you guys running Olin's? Um, As of right now, yeah. We're going to okay. test with Olin's all, Olin's all week, yep. and uh, hopefully everything goes good. I think we have a little bit of rain coming, but it should hold out for us tomorrow and then Wednesday morning, and then... You know, who knows? Hopefully it stays sunny with California. The weatherman doesn't know whether or not it's yeah. going to rain, so we'll see. When is the squirrel going to test? Has he been up there? Or what's what's his what's his story? Who's the squirrel, Alex? Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's up. He's on his way up right now. So we're both kind of like um about the same ETA. So okay. we're going to do testing tomorrow, and then hopefully I can feed off him. He can feed off me, and then he's actually been on Olin before. Mm-hmm. So he has maybe a little bit more background with that. Right. So I'm interested to uh, to test it out and kind of see what's going on. Wow. Seven deuce deuce, everybody. Hep Suzuki, Thor, number 97 rider in your program. So is Thor the a team sponsor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Team sponsor. Gotcha. Yeah, Thor. Is that for Ludi? Yeah. What's oh, yeah. up, bro? Sorry, bro. I should have I told you that. Yeah, for Yeah. Deuce, how are you, bro? Four, we can't even call you Seven Deuce Deuce anymore, can we? 450 Daytona Supercross hey, winning mechanic is here. Hey, are you going to mechanic on my Suzuki? Come on, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, are you wearing X? Is X a team deal? What's happening with that? Are you an X brand goggles? I, I have no idea yet, to be honest. I think it might be a team deal, bro. You could be X brand. Oh, my gosh. No way. I maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know for sure. I don't want to speak out of turn here. But, um, hey, so uh, have you been texting with Louie Pike? Yeah. Text, um, I haven't texted with Louie, to be honest. Um, I texted with a couple people who have been talking to Louie. I know he's probably overwhelmed. But I shot Wes in a couple texts. I, I talked to Kelly a little bit. Okay. And, uh, 
just trying to stay in touch the best I can. I just feel super bad for Weston, but I I feel like everything, you know, is going as good as it can go right now. Yeah, it seems you know? like it. I yeah. I haven't heard too much, but definitely kept them in my prayers, and that's one of my best homies. So I just want to see him ride again. You know. Yeah, I had we ate lunch, fucking hour and a half before he crashed. You know. Um, yeah, and he was the same guy as always. Bummer, Sorry, I didn't. I, yeah. I, and by the way, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't answer your text. I was getting so many texts when I was over there. Bro, honestly, so. I know exactly how that goes. Yeah. I know that shit gets busy, right. especially around that time, you know. And that's kind of why. That's kind of why I didn't really directly hit up Louie. I've been talking to um, Bill and a couple of close friends that have been in contact with him, and just trying to keep track of it as much as I can. And, yep. You know, do as much as I can. It just. That shit sucks. It's one of those things, you know, I was talking to my brother about it, and it's like one of those things that you know that can happen, but you just really hope it never does, and it just sucks that it happened to somebody. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know that helmet you signed at the live show uh, in yeah. Vegas here? We're going to auction that off. Uh, we should be... Oh, wow. Marks, when are we going to... Is that tomorrow, maybe? That might be live? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we think tomorrow is going to be live. Uh, $20 tickets, and uh, all the proceeds go to Weston. So, uh, awesome. s- sign, you know, fly, home. Yep. yep, so... I'll definitely buy one. Yeah, sure. we'll get that up. We'll social media. You'll 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 put it out there for social on me too. Seven Deuce Deuce when when Absolutely. it comes up. Um, Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, hey, thanks for picking up. I appreciate it. Glad to hear you're loving Ridgey life. Glad to hear and things are going well at Hep Suzuki and all that too. Uh, really appreciate yep. you picking up, buddy, and uh, stay in touch, man. Heck yeah, sounds good. Thanks, boys. Have a great show. All right, see, see you, Adam. Seven Deuce Deuce, everybody. Well, not really, but um, oh, Jacob wanted to talk to him. So he's ninety-seven. Oh shit! Sorry, Jacob. He's number 97. 97, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob wanted to talk to him on line one. We're oh, sorry, we, 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 I sorry Jacob. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible human being. Uh, Ricky Brabeck, Tyler Bowers, Andrew Short, Jimmy Lewis all on the show tonight. Uh, it's been fun. Listen to, to those guys. Jason Thomas as well. Rally life. That's funny. Crazy, Rally man. Life. That is nuts. <laughs> that is nuts, brother, yeah. you said. Um, Geneva Supercross coming up this weekend. I'm looking for. I leave on Wednesday. Are you going to hang out downstairs after after the race? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. But there are some motocross industry people that really got screwed with that. Oh, shit. They got taken for some money. You heard some of those stories? Oh, yeah. 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 So what they would do is downstairs in Geneva at the hotel, it's a bar, and you go down there, and hot chicks are down there. And then they saddle up to you and they start talking to you. They're Czech, they're Russian, right? They're, yeah. None of them were from Sweden or from Switzerland or nothing, I don't think. And you start talking to them and they and they were buy them a drink and they're acting like they're your friends or whatever. And sure enough, at some point, some massive dude comes in and says, "Yeah, you you need you owe us like four hundred dollars or whatever because you're spending this time with this girl, or you can take her up to your room for more money or whatever." Right. Yep. And there was a few motor. There was one motocross guy who put it all on a credit card and got fired because he would put all the drinks and all the thing on the credit card, and he got fired once it got found out. Yep, I'll tell you who it was afterwards. And a bunch of guys were like, "What? I'm not paying." And this big dude was like, "No, you're paying." That was, yeah, that was I the know big they scam. put you together. Dude. Yeah, that was a bad. Deal. It was a bad deal. Yeah, not not a good deal. So uh, that happened in Geneva a few times. So I don't. I think I'll probably stay clear. Yeah, of that. you probably better stay clear of that. Stuff. Right, but there is everybody. By the way. Marks, I'm, we we got to figure this out, but um, one hour pre and post show in, from Geneva. So Geneva is nine hours ahead That's of, about of right. west, yeah, nine, west Coast. Typically, yep, nine. Yep. So I would think like 
9 a.m. And then again at like 3 p.m. West Coast time on PapaMexShow.com. So we got to turn the servers on, Mark. So I don't know how we do that. Whatever the fuck you do. Luckily, I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, like you, feel like you might so know we him can, too. we can turn the servers on? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but it got to be on the right time. So we should just leave them on or how are we going to do that? Uh, when, uh, how, when is Saturday, it? Friday and Saturday. I'll do it. I'll, I'll set it up so you can do it. You can turn it on and off. I don't want to do it. I it's don't, easy. No, you made me do it once I got scared. No, 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 no. no. Oh. I'm going to fix it in the admin thing and you can do it. Oh, then that will be. No yeah. Problem. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're going to be a one hour pre-show each night and a one hour post-show wrapping up the race. Wow. And we'll have guests and everybody you're else. You're going to be doing it. And I'm hosting it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And I was supposed to host it with Anton and his hashtags. Long story, Balut. But he's not coming now, so I don't know who's going to host it with me. I don't. Mm. I, th- I think I just have to talk myself. No, nah, you'll, to, you'll probably find somebody. I'll get some guests somewhere. Yeah, yeah somewhere along the line. But uh, so yeah, everybody. So pulpamexshow.com for that. Geneva Supercross pre and post show two nights in a row. So looking forward to that. It'll Steve, be more. You're a busy dude, man. Well, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm there anyways. I may as well talk no, about the race, I, right? I think it's great. I'm not. Yeah, yeah that's. I'm, right. I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You brother. do very well. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what do we got, Marks? The beat, you got some tweets? Yeah, we have tweets. Uh, we have voicemails. We have uh, a commercial break if you want. We have... I think that's all. Let's do some tweets. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis uh, at Pulp Uh We gave some to Brabeck and Short earlier, but here's the ones for Baluti and I. Uh, BTOsports.com. Great guys. Use the code. Call there. Mention Pulp Mex. They'll, uh, they'll hook you up. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. That is a good intro. So Swizz worked hard on that, so any, any opportunity to play it. Yep. Okay. All right. So here we go. Some tweets. This one is from Ryan Kleindienst. I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Yeah. Steve, were there any dark times in the early days of Pulp? Did you have doubts if it was going to work? Was Pookie on board with the idea as a business? Thanks for sharing. Well, I never went. I never went full Pulp. Um, you know, like that. Like, you never go full Pulp. Uh, yeah, I never went full Pulp because I was doing. I was working at Racer X as a freelance guy, and I had a few side gigs. I think I was still. I think I was doing X brand. Yeah, parts parts unlimited. Mm. Uh, FMF guy, and then I was. So then I was working at Racer X. So then I got let go at Racer X because they were, I don't know what they, why they let me go. They said they could only pay me per article now. And I was like, what, huh? I said, well, I need a guarantee of money. And they said, no, we can only pay you per article. And I thought that was really jacked up because I'd done a good job, but you know, budgets are budgets. It wasn't anything personal. So then I said, fuck that. I'm not letting that happen again. Like, I don't, I don't want that to happen to me to let somebody else. So that's when I started Pulp. It was a blog. And I was think I was doing some podcasting then, or I started doing some podcasting around then. And then Transworld hit me up, and I worked for Transworld for a year. And then RacerX hired me back. They had some, they had freed some budget, and they got me back after one year at Transworld. So I've worked for RacerX every year but one year, and the whole time I had Pulp going. So it was never like diving all into Pulp. But then it grew pretty pretty big because of the podcasts and stuff and and all that. So. There wasn't any dark times. That's the question, right? Was there dark times? Right? There really wasn't. Yep. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't dark times. There was dark times when I lost my job at Parts Unlimited as the FMF guy because FMF decided to pull. 
It was a deal where you were a brand manager for Parts Unlimited for a brand, and FMF paid half. The brand paid half your salary, and Parts Unlimited paid half your salary. Well, the FMF guys bailed after one year, so they didn't have a job for me. Well, they said I could go do Cobra Street exhausts, and I'm like, I don't know anything about street bikes. I don't care. I'm not doing that. So they let me go, and then I got the double whammy of Racer X letting me go, and so that was a little bit stressed. Sure, time, of course. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad I started Pulp. Dude. I really, I really just started it because I didn't want anybody to, you know, just for no reason because I didn't screw anything up at Racer X. They just had budget cuts. They just cut me, and I just, didn't, I'm like, holy shit! I can't believe that actually happened. You're calling your own shots, kind of, right? Pulp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I knew I could put anything on there about Basset Hounds or Rollerball. You know what I mean? And it didn't matter. So, yeah. So no dark times oh, now. Shit. This one's from Colin Fletchell. Steven Berluti, give us some tips on how to get our bikes looking like a factory bike. Maxima SC1, bro. Yeah, that works awesome. I use it on my rims. Yeah. I mean, I. yeah, that works good. Um, you can, uh, for aluminum frames, I, I just like an SOS pad or Scotch-Brite. Scotch-Brite, yeah. You know, I just, the one of the number one things that I think people don't do, they don't take the plastics off the bike, you know. If you take the plastics off and just wash them, by hand each piece and then you clean your bike off completely you get all this dirt and the thing looks way way better right yeah and maxima sc1 maximausa.com smells good too this one's from levi southern for mathis what would it take for you to come out of retirement and wrench a full year of supercross and which rider would you do it for oh fuck excluding red dog and tortelli tortelli yeah what's that all i like tort oh okay um as long as it he's would, wearing a scarf. It would t- I, honestly, I don't want to do it. Mechanicking is gnarly. Mechanics are heroes. They're underpaid and overworked, and I never want to do it again. Um, from Joshua Anderson, does Phil have a chance to win the Triple Crown next season? Yeah, for sure he does. The yeah, Phil Phil will be a top Canada three. Race? Yeah, Phil will yeah. be a top three or four guy. Yeah, absolutely, he's got a chance. Philip. Oh, now I got to do it. From Peter Kirkwood, are the factory teams using electronically controlled active suspension and how long before it's readily available? They're not using it. What do you think, Berlou? You think they'll end up doing that? Like, uh, what they- Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned something to Bra- about Brabic's bike, but I, I, yeah. I've never seen it or, yeah. u- or used it or heard about it much yeah. since, you know, I'm, right. I'm out of the game, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they'd ever use it. Did Brabic say he doesn't use it? He says Even he doesn't he, like it. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, yeah it's an option. Yeah. But for real, though, about about that talk, like I heard from people that are, those Hondas are unbelievable. Dude, I, you know a lot of information about that. I was surprised tonight. because only, He didn't really talk about it much, no, but you knew a lot about because it. Because I talked to, and I didn't talk to, I talked to that guy, in that Matt Meal guy. Uh-huh, yeah. The Antoine Meal guy Mille, in, in, Italian in Paris. Guy, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, whatever, nice guy. I talked to him about it, and he was, t- and Osborne, too, was telling me, like, how tricked these Hondas are. Wow. You That's know. cool. Yeah. So it's not like I did all this research. I just asked some questions. Hmm. All right. This one's from Fenson Brinson. Who has a better chance at winning a main this year, Mookie or Reed? Chad. Right? Mookie's never podiumed a 450 Supercross main event. So, yeah. I'll take the guy with 8,000 podiums, even though he's 34 years old. You got to go with it. Is either right. one of them? I uh, yeah. no. This one's from Curtis. Do you think Enduro Cross will die like Arena Cross? I don't know. Yeah. Why? Why, why did he say that? It kind of did. 
Enduro costume? Yeah, and then they kind of brought it back, right? No. Why did it die? For a little bit there. What didn't did the series stop for a minute? No. Okay. I thought it did. I like how he says no. Like you're an idiot for not knowing that. Well, no. that's all right. <laughs> I mean, I th- did the sun not come up today? <laughs> This one's from Fenson Brinson. Steve, which just, is... That guy got two questions? Oh, did he? I don't know. Yeah. Here we go. Off-season life. Which is a bigger enterprise, Pulp MX or Pulp Hockey? It's all the same. It's all on the same umbrella. And corporations? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> uh, no, my... Actually, I'll be honest. The guy I do the Pulp Hockey show with has 220,000 followers on Twitter. And he's maybe the best analyst in the game. People love him. Wow. Uh, he called the game tonight that we were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so judging on my... Really, he's already checked out. No, I started hockey and he's already checked out. I'm not checked out. Um, <laughs> judging I'm actually on, was going to see if... It, did, they probably didn't play tonight. The Knights. No, they didn't. Tomorrow. Okay. Um, They're 50-50 now, right? Mm-hmm. Forget it, I give up. <laughs> All right, never mind. Fuck, fuck off. I'm not telling a story. Come on. I'm sorry, Steve. My bad. I, I thought I would have more listeners on Pulp Hockey because of this guy's following, Ray right. Ferraro, mm-hmm. and the fact that hockey is more bigger than Moto, than my Moto shows, but my Pulp Hockey gets the same numbers as my worst Moto show. Oh, wow. So it's not anywhere, it's nowhere near this Pulp show. Mm-hmm. I did not think, to be honest, I thought it would gather way more listeners just because of this guy's followers. He tweets it out. He talks about it all the time. Hmm. You know, so it's not like a lack of exposure. I just, Wonder, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a, there's more competition in the hockey pods. Oh, there's, hockey there's podcast a lot world. more of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this guy is the number one. I mean, he's guy. legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, this one's from Adam Far Farer. <laughs> Adam Far Farer R. Far uh, Mathis. For, pretty it, sure that's not right. It's F A R R A R. Farer. Sounds good. Yeah. Mathis, did you see the effects of the Bobby bump when Bob McKenzie plugged Pulp Hockey on the Bobcast this past Friday? Uh, I, I didn't know he did that. I, I listened to Bob McKenzie's podcast now and then, but I didn't know he did that. Yeah, he gave us a, a, a mention. That's cool. Um, I hope it gets a bump, yeah. I got a text tonight that the Pulp Hockey show was brought up on TSN, which is the ESPN of Canada. Right on. Yeah, because they were talking to the guy who co and they what, said, What day do you do it? Uh, we we do it randomly. Oh, okay. it's, it's not live. It's a recorded show. So, um, but that gives me an idea, Marks. What's up? I want to do a live show, a live pop hockey show where people call in to talk to Ray. Oh, see how that goes. So that's you sitting in that chair. Oh, oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we got to talk. Okay, all right. Um, this one's from Daniel Pierce, Berludi, and Mathis. What's... Or maybe I'll call Tits. You, you be my guest. Yep. Yep. He's he's the guy. Brilliant Mathis, what's the one tool you have to have in your toolbox no matter what? My cock. <laughs> um, what do you think, Brilliant? Torque wrench? Jeez. Swing your cock. And- I mean, that's hard to say. 8 mil T-handle? 8 mil T-handle, yeah. You probably use that more than anything, right? Right. So I'd say 8 mil, mil T-handle. But it, as far as a special thing, spoke torque wrench, pretty cool. Yeah. Torque wrench itself? Torque wrench itself, but I mean... Yeah, I'd say AT handle, but yeah, torque wrench. Yeah. What do you make of these? Okay, so some of these mechanics, you know what they have now for torque wrenches? They have digital ones mm-hmm. that just beep. 
I don't like it. I've, I've, I have one. I got one of the first ones from Snap on it. Uh-huh. I just, I, I like the click. I like the feel and hear of that click. Yeah. This, it, this one will beep and it vibrates in your hand too. Okay. They're expensive. Um, I don't, I don't. I'm old I choose school. not to use it. Right. Yeah. I'm old school. I want to feel it. Yeah. Click. Click. Yeah. This one's from Nick Antle. What is your take on the Mitch Payton interview about dialing back amateur support to make everything cheaper? And more fair when him and Cowie are the ones signing nine-year-olds and putting them on race bikes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know what, though? I mean, Mitch has always said, what are we doing? And he's only doing it because the other teams are doing it. But he's still doing it. But he's complaining in a Racer X article about the amateur racing. But, okay, I absolutely agree with him. I've ranted and raved about amateur racing a ton on this show. But how the fuck are you going to stop it? How are you going to govern it? Yeah. How's that ever going to happen? No. Nobody's in charge. There's nobody in charge. Nobody gives a shit. So, left to their own devices, all these teams will just continue to cannibalize the kids and the families until they find a winner. Mm-hmm. And that's what will happen because no one is there to say, stop doing it. So, why I agree with Mitch, oh, well, okay, so what? You know? Nothing's going to happen. No. This one's from Michael. Steve, who will crack the most under the pressure of a put-up-or-shut-up year, Bogle or Jimmy D? I don't know if it's a put up or shut up here for either guy because they 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 get chances. Um, man, I just want to see Bogle stay healthy. Like, dude, he's been absolutely jacked up with injuries. Uh, Jimmy D got a podium last year, first round. And that was very cool of him. That was awesome to see. Um, but I don't feel like Jimmy's in a put up or shut up either. Like, no one expects him to win races in the title and all that. Like, if Jimmy just gets top ten, which he can, everyone will be like, okay, that's pretty good, good job. So, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's a right. I don't is, think that, I, is that new team legit that uh, Bogle's on, that, mm, that Phoenix thing? Depends on who you talk to. Oh, okay. <laughs> you asking me? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. But <laughs> if you ask other people, they'll tell you it's legit. Yeah. Okay. This one's from Abide. Abide Moto. <clears throat> Excuse me. Berluti, what year did Seb look best in off-season testing at Suzuki? Seb looked best always, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I what would it be? Oh, f- four maybe on the on the two stroke. Did you ever think that Seb got a hold of Supercross? Like, got it figured out? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay, uh, that's all. All right, BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis. Email or, or tweet at Pulp Mix Show uh, anytime to try to get your question on the air answered by myself or Baluti or the co-host or whoever's here. And uh, also to call there, mention call BTOSports.com, mention Pulp Mix, put it in the notes section, and uh, you can get it dialed in uh, from the folks at BTOSports.com. 702-586-7857. Call and leave a voicemail anytime. Here's the best of the best that was in voicemails. Steve, what's up? It's Spunk Nasty. Spunk hey, I'm just calling about the show this last Monday. First, dude, ML is horrible. That guy can't even talk. It's it's like nails on a chalkboard every time. Dude, Michael Lindsay, like he's fine. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He, he's he, he's. I think he speaks well. He has some haters, bro. Wonder why. Have you noticed that, Marks? Probably all people he's banned from Vital. Is that what it is? That's probably what it is. I, I, I've noticed that, too, and I don't get it because I think he's fine, too. He's very knowledgeable. Yes. Like, like I said last week, I made a joke. Like, I don't know what you guys were talking about because it was way over my head. 
Um, I, and, and maybe that's I, – I, I wonder if that's part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I think he does a great job co-hosting. He is smart. He's funny. Uh, is he the best co-host we have? No. He's far from the worst. Preludes the worst. And uh, – kidding. Uh, I don't understand. People hate him. Like, Balut, everybody loves you. Everybody loves you on our on our Twitter well, or, or right. on, our, on Instagram. Blue, no, don't thank me. What the fuck? <laughs> right, Marks? Yes, absolutely. You, you can vouch for that. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I don't think... I have remember one person who's ever said, I don't like Blue in studio. For example, tonight I put up that clip earlier in the show on Instagram. Uh-huh. It's got Andrew Short. It's got Brabeck. Uh, two out of the first three comments were, Blue Right. <laughs> Right. Like, wow. Yeah. If that doesn't say something. Right. So that's cool. So Berlut's got nothing but people who love him and, and Lindsay, Michael Lindsay's got some haters. So does he have, uh, wasn't he with trans? You said he's only a vital, right? Vital. So what's his main deal there? I test, test stuff for him. Oh, okay. Does test bike reviews and product reviews. So is, uh, is, um, What's his chops? His boss, uh, Guy B. Yeah, Guy B. His uh, boss. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, Guy B. Runs that thing, right? Kinda. There's a good owner named Brad above. Guy B. Doesn't own it. He just works. No, there. I but, know. But yeah, I think it. he's sort of the yeah. the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on. Two. How does Trans World still employ Anton? Holy shit! That guy is an idiot. <laughs> His whole hashtag thing, oh, just call me, message me on Instagram, and we'll, uh, let, I want to I get better. Well, you know, all that Transworld's Instagram is is photos of dudes who did shitty over the weekend, and they just suck them off. All this industry is, other than you, is just sucking the writers off. Uh, Ooh, Coop looks great in 12th place. Looks like he's adjusting on the KTM well. Holy shit, can we get some actual reporting done? That's his problem. That's why Anton can't get any likes. It's because he throws up bullshit like that. He thinks it's everyone else's problem, but he's just shitty at his job. (laughs) Holy shit, I'm dumber after listening to his whole spiel. Good night. Poor Anton. Transworld is... I think not not Anton himself, but Transworld is more of an enthusiast magazine. Like they are not gonna be critical. Racer X certainly is more than I and mm-hmm. I am also. Treating it like a real sport. I don't think Transworld wants to do that. They don't want to go that way. They just want to highlight the positive and, and you know get everybody excited to go ride dirt bikes, and that's fine. It's not something that I like to read myself, but that's fine. Uh, but Anton has written some really good stuff. He did a, a good story on the on uh, the WADA and drug testing and drugs in our sport. Hmm. Um, he does dive into some controversial stuff here and there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't agree with the, the, the Did the guy say Anton's an idiot? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I, don't agree with, I don't agree with that statement that Anton's an idiot. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Mathis, show 400. Nick Way, RV, um, that would be good. Weimer, and frickin' Cincerillo. That would be epic. So epic. That would be pretty good. Later. That would be good. I don't know if any of us could handle that. There'd be so much shit talking. Oh, it'd be good. Nick would be getting everybody wound up and then just sitting back and laughing. Uh, Dude, uh, you should see him with his kid. Yeah. 
Just he's he's like the new um, you know mini bike dad. Is he really? Huh? Yeah. He's right into it. Yeah, he's in there. You know, chatting is you know in, in his ear, just like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the kid takes off. Yeah. Know? Gives him a hug. He gives him a hug before he goes to. Oh, you saw that? He was on. Uh, he was on Reddit. Huh. On a I didn't non-motocross related part of Reddit, but yeah, it was like the top post on Reddit for a while. And, you know, obviously people didn't know who it was, but... Grow the it, sport, bro. We're going to grow the it sport. It was Nick Way talking to his kid on the gate and giving him a hug before he goes. But how gnarly. So he goes all the way up to Utah from where he lives just so that he could... Uh, yeah, just so that... Because he wants his kid to be the best. Mm-hmm. And they, that's where he got beat at one of those uh, California races yep. by a couple of the... Utah? Utah kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> there. Hey, Matt, this quick question. Listening to the uh, the first show you've done within a few weeks, uh, you're talking about uh, going down to the OzX uh, Open. You want to go to the OzX Open, and you feel like they should fly you down there. Yeah, you know, I feel like if uh, if you do some uh, some live stuff, a live, live broadcast or something, that could legitimately get you down there. But you said something that uh, didn't quite like the sound of. You said, hey, you want coverage, bro? Fly me down there. Well, that's kind of like, wouldn't you kind of equate that to, uh, like, motocross action giving favorable reviews or bigger, more prominent reviews on a on a bike because somebody's an advertiser? Like, you're in the, your business is covering motocross happening. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, a, a series outside of your, your focus country and whatnot, but you're going to cover the OSX film and anyways, a little bit of it, like, I mean, you can't you can't really tell them, hey, I'm not going to give you any any coverage or mention or talk about the race at all unless you fly me down there, right? Or am I completely wrong on this? Later. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. I I just said, yeah, if they want me to do shows and talk about the race, fly me down there. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it positively only because they flew me down there. I'm just going to cover the race. Right. The good, the bad, what happened, who passed who, who won, who crashed. It's covering a race. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully maybe you drop up ticket sales for the next year. Yeah, I remember you talking about that a while back. And did uh, they never approached you to? I've had a couple of emails, but nothing's ever gone any anyway. But I, mean, I know we have a ton of listeners down there. Yeah, I should just go Obviously, myself, yeah. you know, and be like, here I am, bitches. But yeah, I don't know. I get on a plane enough in the off season, right? <laughs> so I don't know how you do it. I know. Could be riding more at Western, Steve. Kevin Costner. Can you breathe underwater too, you slippery bastard? What the fuck is that? I don't know, bro. That's our <laughs> listeners. Steve, I want you to play this on the air, and I'd, I'd like a poll. I'd like a poll. Get ready for a poll. When Raining Yellow calls in, it makes me want to harm myself. It makes me want to harm other people. It makes me want to harm small animals, squirrels, <laughs> any sort of critters. The dude, like, seriously, man block that dude's number he adds less than zero value to the show it's fucking stupid who cares man raining yellow fuck off mate (laughs) oh my god you know what's funny is australians are cool (laughs) like they're nice people australians are i I met a lot of awesome australians uh, but they some of them are so angry remember the weimer guy and the, the 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 yeah there's just my god steve the, the, yeah, just there's guys that are just so. You, you get know? a lot of them though, don't you? On the show, there's a lot to call in. Yeah, dude. 
Oh, I hate that one guy. Yeah, see? and yeah, I don't know. Australians got this dark side to them. Be too much alcohol. Hey, Mathis, I just wanted to say, if you asked me to go out to eat with you, I would not turn you down like Brayton and Osborne and anybody else that has. Thank you. I'll be at Dallas Supercross next year. So if everyone bells on you again, just give me a call. Thanks. Dude, I'm not going to go eat with some stranger guy, though. Like, I appreciate this guy's offer, but I'm just not going to go eat with a strange guy. Right? Yeah, you want to go and be able with to my have, friends. Yeah, talk to him. Yeah. But then maybe those guys aren't my friends. <laughs> Like, no. none of them wanted to go eat with me. Maybe they're burnt. They Did you see Brayden's tweet to me this morning? Marks? No, I didn't. You didn't see it? Mm-mm. Uh, hold on. Uh, Brayden. Oh, here we go. It's right here. Brayden loves you. Brayden does. But Brayden tweeted me, hey, Steve, food update from New Zealand. Hotel, restaurant, three. Other restaurants outside of hotel, one. Eating at the hotel was amazing. So, <laughs> hey, so that's this weekend? What? New Zealand was yeah. last weekend. Oh, who won that? I don't even. Chad did. It was a muddy, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you that earlier. And then Brayton, I'll see Brayton this weekend in Geneva. How did how did JB do? Do you know? No, I don't remember. I didn't see the results. Did you see the results? I know, uh, Wilson got third? I don't know. I didn't see him. Was it his one-night race? Brayton might have got second. Where he got second? Uh, maybe. Oh, okay. I'll if it was up. a mud race, I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, it was kind of a muddy race. Oh, God, yeah. then he probably got <laughs> <came> second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, next question. Or next voicemail. What's up, guys? I'm tired of hearing people talking about growing the sport. Like, it's fucking stupid. Hey, Steve, re-listening to show 139, The Laser Gate. Uh, You guys were talking about it on your last episode. And in that, DV and Kenny are talking about uh, doping up Brock Tickle. And (laughs) Kenny says, no, it won't work. And DV says, yeah, let's soap up Brock Tickle, and I just thought that was some crazy funny foreshadowing. Uh, he wasn't... Horrible for his circumstance, but... He wasn't uh, getting doped Funny up, to go though. back and listen to Alright, have a good show. Thanks. Uh, Marks, updated results? Uh, read one. Mel Ross took second. Uh, Wilson. Wilson third. Mm-hmm. Craig fourth, and Brayton in fifth. Brayton fifth. Alright, there we go. Was that it? That was it for voicemails. Alright. Um... All right, Balut. You ready? Yeah, ready. Are we done? We're done. And you didn't even say it tonight. Nope. Wow. BTOsports.com. Short show. First thing that comes to mind, Balut. BTO, great sponsor. Fly Racing. Wonderful sponsor. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Uh, they've been a very good sponsor, and they're a great product. Okay, Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing. I don't know much about it, but they're a good sponsor. Gear Alloy. Gear Alloy, yep. uh, how long they've been around? Four years? Oh, on our show? Yeah. Yeah, three years, I think. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. sponsor? Very good yeah. sponsor, yeah. Uh, Roost MX. Uh, graphics? Yep. Yeah, they do a good job with graphics. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Good product. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. Italian, how could it not be? Right. I, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, I I prefer something else, but uh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, okay. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5? Very good tire. Uh, Maxima USA? Probably the best oil for sure, without a doubt. FMF. FMF, very good exhaust, yeah. very good, Okay, uh, makes good power, sounds good, they sound really sounds good. Sounds like that Basset Hound yeah, crying like in the background? Yeah, like that Basset in the back, yep. Um, works Connection. Uh, around forever, great product, good people. Yeah. Good sponsor. Good sponsor, yep. yeah. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace. 
Uh, very good sponsor. Yep, yep. Uh, w Wheels. W Wheels, yeah. John and those guys over there. Yeah. Good. They seem to. They're good. Yeah. yeah. Great wheels. Uh, Guts Racing. I, the seats are amazing. Yeah. yeah very good. Uh, Get Data. Get data, yeah. They uh, make a really good stuff. Most uh, yeah. the privateer this teams is, use them, right? Yeah. Well, it's good stuff here. Good stuff. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pro filter. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and they're good stuff. very, very uh, inexpensive. Yeah. And it's a great product. Yeah, it is great. Honda World Downey. Well, if you want to get your ridge line, yeah. that's the only place in the country to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ride engineering. Right engineering, yeah, great uh, yeah, triple great. clamps, the whole okay. nine. Yeah, OGO. Uh, well, if you want uh, the best uh, bag I mean, to drag through the airport, that's what you want. Right, right. OGO. Yeah. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, if you need a job, go to MotorcycleIndustries.com. It's good though, right? Very it's good. good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. This was either the worst or the best sponsor read ever. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I'm going with best. Best. Berluti can do no wrong. Well, yeah, because no one, yeah, I mean, it just went. And you have good sponsors, so. Yeah, no, we do. Uh, uh, I've never done that, Steve. What was that? Andrew Short, <laughs> Ricky Brabeck, Tyler Bowers, uh, Jason Thomas on the show, Seven Deuce Deuce as well, all in the show tonight. Um, that rally stuff was interesting to me. I, I loved it, yeah. Shorty said a couple times, I didn't think we were going to talk rally. I'm like, why not? That's what you're doing now. It's interesting to me, you know? Like, what do you think? Uh, do you think the listeners? I thought it was great. I, I they, thought it was great too. I don't, yeah, I don't so give a fuck. Well, you'll hear about it, won't you? Yeah, but I, here's the thing. Like, I, one thing I've learned about this is no matter what you do, some will like it, some won't. Sure. So if you start being like, hey, what do people like? You'll never nail it because not everyone can agree on anything. It's I like just politics want to hear the or politics or religion or anything, right? Right. So with that in mind, I think you just do what you want to do. What we think is interesting, and fuck them if they don't think fuck it's interesting. Yeah, Steve, you've done a great job. So I, it, I've it'll done work. a good job. Good job with good sponsors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, so no, I was, I was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting to talk to those guys. I thought for it sure. was good. Yeah. I wish Shorty would have let me know that Jimmy Lewis was coming, so I could have set up the microphone without panicking at the last yeah. minute. But I think Jimmy's good, huh? Yeah. He does a good job. Um, but uh, thanks to you people on Patreon as well. Thank you. Thank you for people who bought the app. Publimex Fantasy is coming up soon, Marks. So we're going to announce some more prizes. We're going deeper. Yeah, we're going deeper. deep. Deeper. I've heard that's the way to go. So yeah, well, we yeah, are. that's what we're going to do. We are going deep with prizes for Publimex Fantasy. Deep. Way to go. Uh, we are also uh, selling uh, Publimex stuff, shirts and hats, you under the do. shop tab. Yeah. I haven't seen this stuff. Do you want yet. a shirt? I've, I've never given you a shirt or a hat. Uh, do you want one? Sure. Would you, would you wear it? I do. You know I do. Okay, I'll give you. I'll never. I don't think I've ever offered you one. So, mm, nah, I've had a pulp shirt. Before. Have you? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you another. You gave me the Vegas Look one. Me before. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll cool. give you another one. Um. All right. Yeah. So we're off next week. I'm in the Geneva tomorrow Wednesday, and I'm back Monday night, and then we'll be back for two shows after that. Uh, Kiefer will be in for both of them. Uh, and then it's Christmas Eve, and there'll be no show that week. Uh, wow. And then it's fucking Anaheim one. Already. Right? Damn. Dude. Yeah, you can keep checking the date. Pretty, but 26 today, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Moser's questions actually weren't too fucking weird for, for Shorty. No. Uh, I was expecting much, much worse. But yeah, like, Shorty would you knows. like to meet me? 
you know i wonder if he's feeling okay i don't know we should probably check on him we probably should if there, we find there out were actually he respectable questions how about did he defend him shorty loves moser moser he didn't like when we didn't play the game no. he didn't like that game no shorty doesn't shorty don't play that <laughs> Shorty don't play that shorty don't play that um okay so yeah thanks to thanks to pookie marks thank you appreciate it you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Tony Berlute, always. Thank, thank you for you, coming Steve. in. Always fun. Let's go uh, Let's go chase the sun. Yes, sir. Coming up real soon. Yep. All right, everybody. See you in a couple weeks. I just fucking kick it. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.